Hello fellow homebrewers, JP here, and I want to introduce to you the brand new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Series available at More Beer. More Beer sells the highest standard in homebrewing equipment, and the Brewbuilt Conicals are just that. They're made from mere polished 304 stainless steel, and they come with loads of features that you and I have been looking for. They have a full 2-inch bottom dump valve, which will eliminate your clogging issues, while the sturdy base includes four reinforced legs, just like those big pro tanks do. More Beer also carries the Brewbuilt line of options and add-ons like casters, pressure kits, and even external glycol chillers. So you can find out more about the new Brewbuilt X1 Conical Unitanks by going over to morebeer.com for detailed videos on the entire line of Brewbuilt Conicals. You can trust Brewbuilt with your next fermentation, and you can trust More Beer to find the right conical for you. Brewbuilt at morebeer.com. Today's Sunday session is proudly brought to you by More Beer at www.morebeer.com. Feels like work. Shooting the shit for two hours, drinking beer and talking beer. What a wonderful experience. Can we not have the barf bucket near my mixing board? (laughs) I think everybody can read the book. I knew you were going to use this book as an excuse to quit doing this show. <laughs> Mrs. Bub, if you want, I can mail you the Bub Timer. Yeah, Newcastle. Especially in the can. Have you ever had it in the can? <laughs> no, I have not had it in the can. <laughs> Notice I closed my eyes and I concentrated really hard. Now, live from the Brewing Network Studios in Northern California, this is the radio program for home brewers. Craft brewers, beer lovers, and beer geeks. It's your only source for live beer radio that brings expert brewers together with, well, expert drinkers. This is the radio program with a head on it. This is The Session. Everybody and thanks for tuning in. Everybody, got an exciting show for you today. Uh, you're an exciting show for me today. I am going to be an exciting show. I think I'm going for drunk of the week. I really? Was, oh. I was drunk this morning. Yeah, you were. And then I sobered up a little bit during the day, and I'm feeling pretty stable now. But I, I kind of predict that once I have another beer, I'm going to go right back over the top. Did you wake up drunk, or did you do some morning drinking? No, I did. I did morning drinking. Um, you know, we had a busy week, a busy couple of weeks that ended in a long uh, weekend of shooting the TV show Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it was pretty much my goal to to party Saturday night, get up Sunday, and continue that, knowing that I was going to feel real bad. Um, the cool because th- we got to shoot one of our episodes at Lagunitas on Never Saturday. Yeah, and uh, not only did we shoot at Lagunitas, but uh, about about six hours before the end of the shoot, uh, I bailed out and just I, I just went and planted myself in the Lagunitas tap room to watch the final four because our boys, uh, and by oh, our, yeah. I mean Chad and I's boys, UConn, was in the final four. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. lo and behold, we won that shit going to the finals. They're looking good. Nice. So I had several reasons to celebrate. My boys are going to the finals. Um, a great weekend of shooting. Uh, I had to actually do work 
for a couple of weeks straight. And so I felt like, uh, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to stay here at Lagunitas for a while. I was hanging out with Jeremy, the, the brewer, who, by the way, uh, Lagunitas brews a goose. <laughs> no he, way. He gave, yeah. me a, he gave me a goose. Nice. Nate, 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 Nate Smith is in the studio today. Uh, Nate, have you ever? No. You, never yeah. had a Lagunitas no. goose. Sounds See how good he is? He already knew what you were going to ask. It's, he's good. He's a born natural professional. He's thing. a good brewcaster. Yeah. So, so uh, was, did it come from a tap, or did they have bottles of this? Tap. tap. You can only nice. get it in the tap room, yeah. and it was amazing, and I had eight <laughs> while I was watching the game. <laughs> it obviously sucked. Eh? And wow. so Jeremy and I, I, I don't think Jeremy was any uh, more clear-headed than I was at the end of the basketball game. Or should he have been? And then we went to Russian River, uh, JP and I, and met some other folks there, too, and had ourselves a good time at Russian River for the night. Then went home and slept and thought, well, you know, why wake up and, you know, make the whole day shit? Let's just go get Bloody Marys. Then we went back to Russian River, because you can't leave Santa Rosa. You got no choice but to keep going at that point. So I had a nice morning. It was good. Uh, But then I slept all the way home and, you know... Got to a marginally sober point in the day, <laughs> which anyway, is right now. Which is right now. <laughs> right. And so I'm just saying that we we have a great show planned for you, and uh, as soon as I decide to have a beer, I'm probably going to be in the running for uh, drunk of the week. Yeah, okay. that that'll push you over the top. No. One is all it's going to take now. What'd you bring for me today, Tasty? Did you bring some beer? I brought some uh, <laughs> some Janice Brown. Oh, right. Perfect. Yep. Is that a new beer? I've never That's heard of it. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> yep. That's a, listen, yep. if I'm yep. going to go for drunk of the week on anything, <laughs> it might as well be Janice Brown. Now, oh, with more yeah. Janets. We'll fire you up one. You know. Okay. But we have a lot to get to today, so I can't spend too much time uh, dilly-dallying with my liver. Well, no. I will mention this, though. I had to do the car, the car pee on the way home. You Ooh. did. Were you driving while you so, did it? Well, I wasn't driving. <laughs> Because I was drunk. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so Kate was driving. Is that where and you I, piss into a bottle? Yeah. In the car? yeah. Well, and I, and, and I just, well, I thought it'd be a bonding experience for us. That's great. You in the bottle? So we had a couple of, for me and Kate, we oh. had a couple of empty <laughs> bottles in the car. And I thought, listen, Kate, um, you know, you're doing a great job. Which is, you know, driving me home. Right. And um, <laughs> you're doing a great job a being fan. a functional member of the driving <laughs> society. So I thought, won't it be a great bonding moment if we don't pull over because we're late? We need to get back to and, and prep for the show. How about we how about I just pee in the car right in front of you <laughs> into a, into was it into a, yesterday's oh, orange juice bottle? Uh, wasn't it a Gatorade juice. bottle or apple juice? <laughs> it was an orange juice <laughs> bottle, which I filled up in like eight and a half seconds. That's Plan the problem. Pee in the car. Stop so it. then I had to switch to like it was my mom's oh. car, by the way. You and had to switch. I had to switch. She had like an empty 40-ounce jack-in-the-box soda cup or something in there. Yeah. I, had to, I, I filled up the orange bottle. I had to promptly... Did you break I, the stream? I had to pinch. I had to pinch. You had to turn off the tap for a second. <laughs> I, what am I going to do? You couldn't wow. get it in park. You well, had I can't, can't pee all over the car. I had to pinch and switch over to the 40 ounces of freedom that was a jack-in-the-box. Oh, uh, that felt good. I at, oh, great. at what point uh, in the trip does my girlfriend break no, up with me no was this <laughs> oh like where w- where along the road i want to know like how five fa- minutes yeah. out of santa rosa oh okay right. <laughs> it wasn't that far i was hoping you were maybe on like in benicia and you really couldn't hold it i made it a little ways yeah. and uh i just was uncomfortable and i thought well we, i can deal with it i can pull over or i can take this opportunity to bond with my girlfriend hmm. and show her that on occasion a man's got to go and so this is where you, when you had to put your foot down. I 
And so I put my foot down and I peed in the bottle. So I haven't done that since I was about 18. I've peed in a bottle before. Really? In a car, wow. Not in a car. Oh, just everyone. Well, then tent. why would you? Oh, in a Because t- <laughs> it's too cold outside. Oh, no, I was just too drunk to make it to the bathroom. <laughs> how big was the bottle? Yeah, well, how, well, it was a Gatorade bottle. Uh, which size? It was, I don't know, not the smallest, but not the big one, like the medium sized one. Okay. You know what I like about you, B, is your specifics. Yeah, See, that, that one's, that's a normal size. Yeah. Did you fill it up? Trying I, to gauge how drunk you I were. I put a decent <laughs> dent in filling that bottle up. This is the and problem. Then I, and then I unzipped the tent and I dumped it out. Unless <laughs> you're like seven, the only time you ever have to pee in a car is when you're when you've been drinking. And let's face it, there's a lot of liquid. Right. You know, more than a little orange juice container. <laughs> It was thinking? like a 16 ounce orange. It was how tiny. You, how big do you think your bladder is? Come on. <laughs> I know. It's full. Well, and I said that to Kate, and she said, No, you're not going to fill that up. What? I said, Kate, I'm gonna f- I filled it up, I'm yeah. telling you, in less than like 15 seconds. I can't believe she didn't freak out. She laughed the whole way. That's she awesome. She's tolerant. She's a keeper. You can hear some, some deep, deep peeing. Should look at my mushy wiener in that, uh, <laughs> stick it in that, uh, mushy. <laughs> it's like a worm calling out of a bush. All right. We have, a, we have, we have esteemed guests on the program today. Who? I shouldn't have started the show. Yeah, they might not still be on the line. But, uh, after that. I thought it was important. Like, everybody has, everybody's done it. And I just thought, actually, you know, I've never done it. You should know that today I had you to. You should. Do it. I'm not surprised that you've never done it, JP, because you're less of a man than most people. Uh, well, I've ever that's met. not true, is I know, I know control. And so before I got in the car to, to take the hour, ride home oh, I was I like oh too. I don't have to pee and then uh, I did have to pee halfway through thought about doing it looked around for one didn't see one <laughs> oh, in the car right. and then held it to when I got home like Here's a human home. I yeah. thought of hell I thought of holding it but I thought look at I can either be in pain for the rest of the ride or pain. I can bond with Kate the Great <laughs> yeah I'm sure that's what she wanted to I bonded yeah okay so after you filled the bottle yeah you left it in the car uh, no, it's a road grenade. That's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the way of the road. That's the way of the road. No, I, way of the road. I didn't road grenade it, actually. I sh- you're right, JP. It is a road. No, I dumped it out when I got home. I dumped it right in their gutter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that drains to the bay, you dick. You guys all walked through it. So you had an open cup holder. That's going to be coming into the show. Pops. All right. All right. Great show planned for you today. We've got uh, Cal Walner from the Electric Brewery. He's going to tell us how to build an all-electric uh, homebrew system today. And right now, you know, big news this week, Goose Island. Uh, you know, the craft beer world was a buzz as Goose Island merged with uh, uh, InBev, basically. AB InBev uh, bought out the, the popular craft brewery there in Chicago. That's and true. we've got owner John Hall, the founder of Goose Island, on the line with us to talk to us about the merger. John, are you with us? I am. Hey, John, sorry about the whole car pee. <laughs> I got to tell you, yeah. everybody's done it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, John. I figured. John knows. No. He's a beer guy. Everyone except JP. That's right. <laughs> He's the only guy. You just got to keep some trash in your car. Right. Yeah, and, then you'll have- and the beauty of radio is uh, because everyone knows that everybody's done it, it just helps to go ahead and get it out in the open. I mean, I feel like uh, it's endearing. Yeah. Thank you, John. He's bounding down, baby. <laughs> so speaking of getting things out in the open then, uh, you know, the Internet and, and the craft beer media was a buzz this week at a surprising announcement. Uh, why don't you tell us what happened, John? Well, uh, you know, it's something that uh, I think a lot of us uh, that, you know, started 20-plus years ago, as we've seen... Uh, you know, beer drinkers take the craft beer more and more. 
is that we've got big decisions to make, and uh, we're in a capital-intensive business, and it takes a lot of money to keep growing. Right. Uh, we've got a lot of great people working for us, and, you know, you kind of make the decision, do you want to grow or not grow? And, uh, you know, if you don't grow, uh, you take away opportunity for the people that help get you where you are, and uh, you look at the situation, and so you decide on on how best to grow. And uh, really, I, I think I uh, I kind of make the best decision, not just for myself, but for everybody in our organization. Sure. And, uh, and really for beer drinkers, because there's going to be more good beer available to more people. So let's let's kind of start with the with the growth part of it. How many barrels, you know, where is Goose Island at right now? How many barrels a year are you, are you guys producing at this moment? Uh, we did 127,000 last year. But of that 127,000, if we were making all 312 or Honkers Ale, it'd probably be 160,000 or so. But we're make, we've got a really very broad product mix, uh, you know, from, from 312 and, and summertime on the, on the lighter end of the scale to, uh, the Bourbon County Stout and a lot of our barrel-aged beers on, on the more complex things. So uh, it is a very, uh, it's a complex mix. Okay. So a lot of different beers, and you're producing a lot of it either way. And so you found, I'm guessing that you find yourself at capacity right now. Oh, we're, we're we can't keep up. Uh, right. I, uh, you know, I get phone calls all the time. Uh, I ran into a neighbor saying, why can't I get IPA? Well, we're... You know we're struggling to keep up right now, and and we are contract brewing uh, with uh, Red Hook uh, CBA in uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Okay, and uh, uh, they've started making IPA for us, and uh, they're close to being qualified on Honkers Ale as well. Got it. Now, listen, John, I'm not like the you know. I'm not just your average beer geek who thinks, okay, big beer comes in and all of a sudden it's not craft beer anymore. I'm also, my listeners would probably argue with me, but I'm also a, a little bit of an entrepreneur. And um, let me tell you what, I, the, the, so the number I heard on the internet today was $87 million. And I'm going to tell you right now that if somebody came into the Brewing Network with $8,700, <laughs> probably I would think about my staff and I'd go, okay, I can give Chad 50 bucks. And I would give Scott twenty bucks, and then I would take the rest. The rest of you don't get anything. Well, and I, I would deny where, knowing where, anybody where you else. Came up with that number, but that—that that is, I mean, I don't. Is that nuts? Is that a crazy? Yeah. See, this is why I wanted you on here because I just read this stupid internet. Yeah, rumors were flying. Yeah, I've seen well, no, no, thirty-eight I mean, million. Is what I is uh, what I got. Uh, Anheuser Busch Bev is a public company, yeah. and uh, and so it's public. And and CBA, they also bought CBA's interest in. Uh, in uh, Goose Island, and the total was $38.8 million. 38.8. Yes. Now, and, and then explain to me how this works also, because e- even as much as I am an entrepreneur, I'm also a total idiot. That doesn't just go into your pocket, John. That's a, That goes to your company, and so in other words... Well, I, believe me, no it goes to, first of all, it goes to banks. I mean, I got bank debt, got to pay off bank debt, you got to do all right. these other things. So, uh, you know, and there, there isn't anybody that doesn't know something to a bank. Sure. So, I, And I guess what I'm getting at is whether you're a craft brewery or a paper company, if somebody comes in with a reasonable offer and, and it's going to help your company grow and also put a little coin in your pocket, who, what American wouldn't say, uh, Ameri- what, what, what human wouldn't right. say, 
yeah, this sounds like a good business decision. And that's really what I'm getting at, John, is I, I'm feeling like... Uh, well, thank you. You know, and I, I think that is that is a little bit it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, here, I, uh, in Chicago, where we become... Uh, we become popular and, uh, and you know, part of everybody's, you know, being. Right. And uh, the original reaction, you, the press was just, it was unbelievable. And But I think it's it's all kind of settled down a little bit. But, you know, as I said, uh, when Macy's uh, bought Marshall Field, I felt terrible. I can understand when someone buys my local brewery, I'd feel even worse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you understand the reaction from the craft beer. I, You're a craft beer guy yourself. Absolutely, I can. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, I like local, and I like all these things, but I also like good beer, and, you know, there has to be trade-offs in life. You know, there's been some really weird things going on with, with uh, in reactions to this deal. Yeah. You know, anywhere from, oh, you sold out, you don't care about anything, you're just trying to line your pockets. But the weirdest one I saw was, um, this is proof that Anheuser-Busch is scared of craft beer, craft beer and craft brewers because they're buying them out. What do you think about that one, John? Where people say that people are this is a show of, of fear from the big beer companies. Well, I, I think it's a sh- I think it is a, a little bit uh, a show of recognition that the consumer is into craft beer and they have to be more into it. But I mean, come on, I mean, uh, I mean, we could grow a thousand percent and we probably still wouldn't make much of a dent in what they're doing. Right. Right. Now, that's what I think, too. That's the first thing I think when I hear that is that, sure, craft beer's on the rise. I mean, we're looking at, what, 15 20% growth every year in craft beer. But that number is still minuscule compared to the big beer companies. Right. That's so, right. So, so even when I think of, okay, they must be acknowledging that craft beer is growing, but we're still talking tiny numbers here. Yeah. Right. I mean, here, I mean, everybody sits there and talks about, you know, how... We're a big impact in Chicago. We're doing one percent of the beer sales in Chicago. Oh, is that 1%, right? One percent, and right. you know it's our biggest market, and we're doing yeah. terrific here. I'm, you know, we couldn't be happier. But I mean, you know, I mean that's what the world is today. I mean, and they've been around for a long time, and you yeah. know. So help me with this. How does something like this come about? And maybe I'm just looking for advice on how to get. <laughs> but you know what I mean. You go from being a very successful and great uh, and respected craft brewery. I mean, I know people have been talking about your beer for years. Oh yeah. Uh, how does how does it ha- how does the conversation even even start? Well, I mean, uh, uh, we recognized uh, about a year ago that we needed to do something, and uh, uh, we needed some outside equity to continue to grow. Okay. And so we hired an investment banker, and we were out, and uh, we met with some, you know, there's different people to talk to. There's financial advisors, people that have a lot of money that are looking for businesses that are growing that, uh, you know, that they can do well in. So we met with some of those, and we talked to them. And uh, then we also talked to some people in the industry. Uh, and... Uh, Shortly before Thanksgiving, uh, I got a call from St. Louis, and we've had an indirect relationship with them uh, uh, through our distribution agreement uh, since 2006. So we know the people and everything like that, and they said, uh, would you be interested in talking to us about maybe, and they didn't know that we were out looking, Okay. uh, that would you be interested in talking to us about we may be buying you. 
And I said, uh, let me get back to you. And uh, I talked to uh, our management group, uh, including my son, Greg, and we all agreed that uh, after kind of going through the process a little bit already, that if uh, they would meet certain conditions, uh, this would be far and away the best deal for the company and for people that work for us and for everybody. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Well, see, now this is where I look at a company. How long have you been doing uh, Goose Island, 23 John? years. 23 years. And you started out, with, was it just you and your son or just you uh, starting the company? I started out by myself, and then he joined me, yeah. Okay. So you've been doing this a while. You create a respected brand and, and some excellent beer. Um, and now you see an opportunity for growth. I kind of like your approach that actually you were just, it sounds like you were just looking for money. How do we, how do we move forward as a company? And how do, how do we grow and make more opportunities? I mean... That's what you need. How many I mean, employees you, do you have? You're either growing or you're going the other way. Right, right. How many employees do you have there in Chicago? Uh, we have two brew pubs, and not counting the two brew pubs, we've got 120. Okay. Now, see, this is something I just... I, now, there, let me tell you why I bring that up. And, and I just... I think it gets overlooked in the news. A guy like John makes great beer, right? And that's what we all love as beer fans. But he's also got a bunch of employees to look after and their families and their and their medical and and how do you move forward right so i kind of i don't know i just look at that and i think uh i think these decisions are just not as easy as everybody thinks when you start to look at people's lives in well and, and this is the whole thing i think you know most beer drinkers think of the beer only but right. it is a business and when it becomes a business there's a lot of things you have to take into account i mean obviously the product products are got us where we are and we've got to maintain the product but right. there's a lot of other things you got to think about too so let's talk about that beer then because that's the question on everybody's mind isn't it uh what happens when goose island uh, gets bought by a big beer company what happens to the beer well you know uh i had uh, the same thing said in 2006 in fact my friends in boulder uh, you know the brewers association uh said i was no longer a craft brewer after spending Oh, they did. Uh, you know, 18, 17, 18 years, very active, promoting craft beer, which I still do. But, I mean, since 2006, we've come out with Matilda, Sophie, Père Jacques, uh, Pepe Nero, uh, Madame Rose, Sour Beers. Mm. Uh, we've won a lot of awards. So, I mean, it hasn't slowed us down, and I wouldn't expect it to slow us down in the future. What was the what was the definition that made you not uh, a craft brewer anymore? Well, the the Brewers Association uh, says that anybody that is not independent, and they they define independent as uh, I think twenty five percent. And for what it's worth, uh, Craft Brewers Alliance, which is Red Hook and Red uh, Red Hook and Widmer, okay, uh, who were were terrific partners with us. They had a 42% interest in us, and uh, Anheuser-Busch had a 30% interest in them. So, indirectly, AB had a 12% interest in us. Okay, I see. And, and, you know, I mean, they didn't tell us what to do. CBA didn't tell us what to do. No one told us what to do. We still continued to make the same relationship. That's all it was. Okay. Well, and then, you know, you're looking for money. Uh, where are you going to go to? You know, m- right. maybe it's not very fair uh, right. to to you know say you can have this label, 
that labels you as you know a certain type of business. Well, let's just a say craft, craft brewery, brewery, right? Yeah. And we'll give you all the media support and all the back end support to grow, but only up to point X. Right. And then if you need anything else, then you're on your own. Um, yeah. Doesn't seem very fair. So well, we've been on, we've been on our own all along, and we've continued. To, you know, and, and the good news is the consumer really doesn't seem to to care that much. No, I guess it's only right. you know in, in our That's a good point. We're in our own little bubble of you know yeah. four hundred or maybe two thousand people who really follow what's right. going on, and you know we're all friends and we hang out at Craft Brewers Conference and you know National Homebrewers yeah. Conference and all that kind of. I think we care. A lot more. It's like uh, than most. Yeah. It's like finding that indie band that well, you like, is, your local band, yeah. and then they have a you know a semi popular you know, contract, and, 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 and then, I can appreciate then, that. Then, then they sell out, and it's but weird. it's also about the music, and it's also about the beer. Right, exactly. Right, right. But you need, but you need to do what you need to do and take That's care right. of your business. And I don't, I don't think that it's bad. Yeah. You know, obviously, right. So, so John, when you sign this, when you sign this paper that says, okay, now we're an, an InBev company as well. Um, do you sign something that says, uh, you know, I still have control of the beer that I make. I get to design the recipes. I mean, what happens there? We 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 have completely we have an agreement that I run the company and the brewing reports to me, sales reports to me, and marketing reports to me, and I report to one person in St. Louis. Oh, I see. Okay. So um, you know, and and this is not. Uh, atypical of a lot of different things. I mean, there's a lot of spirit companies and a lot of wine companies that, you know, that are boutique that are owned by uh, bigger companies. Right. Sure. And, and that's kind of the thing that I was getting at, too. It's, it's this weird and unique thing we have in craft beer. I think that JP makes a great analogy about it, it being akin to music and our favorite bands. We, we love our beer so much, and we, we, we feel so close to our breweries that we tend to put kind of unrealistic uh, demands on them, mm-hmm. uh, which is to stay poor, <laughs> 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 right, yeah. to stay well, but, small, and you know what I mean. But, you know, here, think about this a little bit. Uh, craft beer right now is about 10 million barrels. Okay. And uh, I think most people, myself included, think in the next five-plus years it's going to double in size. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So think of that. This in terms of numbers. If if that's the case, there's going to to have the same diversity that we have right now. You're going to need between ten and twenty new half million barrel breweries making craft beer. Wow. Okay. Right now there is obviously Boston beer, and you know I mean uh, then there is after that there's craft. Uh, which is uh, Widmer and Red Hook, and then there is Sierra Nevada, and then there is New Belgium. Those are the only those are the only four ones right now that are half million barrels. So if if the drinkers want the diversity in the in the future of having the same great variety of beers out there, somewhere someone's got to cough up the money to build these big breweries. Right, right, and 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 not too many of us. Have it in our back pocket. No. None of us, as far as I know. You're right. And I'll tell you, even here at the Brewing Network, and I think that some of the uh, the beer publications, the beer rags, will tell you the same thing. There's also difficulty in getting any small brewery to cough up money for anything. Well, I mean, <laughs> and especially <laughs> advertising. That, you know, that's I mean, what I mean. You know, <laughs> it is. It 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 is. You know, come on. I mean, I I started small, and it was tough. Right. It's not easy making it. Right. Yeah, I know three or four. Uh, sets of brewers in, in the region here that are looking for 
you know, three quarters or a million dollars to start up a, a small brewery. Yeah. And nobody's come running to them, you know, with right. bags of money saying craft craft beer manufacturing is a, is a profitable business. I think it's going to, yeah, it's going to have to be, be like John says. It's going to have to be uh, big breweries installed to make up the volume. Yeah, yeah. Banks probably don't want to make that loan. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's known as a business that just you make money hand over fist. You know? it, 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 takes, it, it takes a lot of work to get to, get to the size where you can do that. You sure. know? I mean, mm-hmm. come on. I mean, I love the tell It's a 23-year overnight success. <laughs> right. <Exactly. laughs> uh, John, what was, your, what was your beginning brew system? How big was it? Uh, we, start, we started as a brew pub, and we a had pub. a JV Northwest system of 10 barrels. Congrats. Congratulations. Exactly. We, Congratulations. We started out right away making a lot of variety of beers, and that's what we've been doing all along. Yeah. yeah. Stuck with that. That's yeah. about the size of a triple rock system at, for Yeah, comparison. that's right. That's yeah. exactly it. Yep. In fact, that's who I went out to look at. I'm exactly. Oh, okay. That was one of the first. Okay. Or if not yeah. the first, I believe. No. Yeah. yeah. See, I think, Tasty, you're exactly right when you say congratulations. I mean, here's a <laughs> here's a man who had a, a, an idea and, and just a dream. He just wanted to have a, a, a brew pub and... And look where it's gotten him. This is the kind of trouble you want. <laughs> People uh, talking about you growing. Yeah. That is overnight. <laughs> it could be worse. Yeah, it, it could, could be, be worse. worse. Well, what happens when you start a software company and Microsoft hands you a huge check? Everyone pats <laughs> you on the back. Yeah. Hey, great work. Well, right, you know, right. the, in, the indirect point in that is that there, there are AB haters. I mean, they're the evil That's empire. Right. That's right. Well, and so here, here's what I think, John. You know, just you know, my opinion, and I think I speak for a good number of, of beer fans, too, that, that have a pretty sound mind. You know, the bottom line, is, I've had Sophie and Matilda that I can remember. I'm sure I've had some more of your beer on nights that I don't remember. <laughs> but I recently have had Sophie and Matilda. I love both of those beers. They're, they're fantastic beers. And, you know, the day that the beer isn't as good as I remember, or the also, not just that, I like my breweries to be approachable. So here we are, uh, shortly after this merger. Goose Island's been growing for a while. My producer sent an email to John. We got an interview overnight. And so, it's to me, I feel like you're approachable. I still like your beer. And the day that that stuff changes is the day that the kind of beer drinker I am is the guy who starts to complain. You know well, what I mean? And you should. And you should. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, you got my telephone number, so you can call me. <laughs> I might, yeah, I'll complain uh. directly to you. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying is I think that beer fans at least need to, to just step back and go, okay, I get it. You, you, you've, had, you've had years of being told that big beer companies are bad, and you've been told why. Well, why don't you just let the beer speak for itself and let's see what happens. Thank you. Well, you know, thank you. Couldn't say it any better. Okay. In, in any industry, you know, the industry leaders or our big players are going to uh, get flack for approaching, you know, there, there's like a bubble where you can't go below, right? Uh, if you're a big dog, or you can't go above if you're a small dog. I mean, this is remember, little ratio, yeah. Right. Remember when we had like five thousand listeners, right? And yep. people were like, uh, "Oh, well, you guys are getting too big." I don't. It, we have <laughs> right. five thousand people listening to us. That is nothing. Yeah. You know, and and but it was big for us at the time. Uh, it's it's the same thing. I mean, AB uh, they they do you know uh, they do a lot. For beer, uh, we were talking to one of the um, uh, draft part suppliers. I think it was Micromatic or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, when I used to work at More Beer, it was like eight years ago, uh, six years ago. Well, why don't you guys have stainless steel shanks in faucets be- you know, for beer, for draft? And they hey. go, well, to be honest with you, Anheuser-Busch hasn't asked for them yet. 
Ah. They drive the market because they will buy so many at a time. Right. And then that's when everybody else can produce them. And then so homebrewers get them. And then homebrewers get them. Right. So not everything they do is necessarily bad. You know, every business maybe has a practice you may not agree with every now and then. But for the most part, we all benefit. Right. From oh, stuff like this. Goose Island is benefiting from this. You're benefiting from this as a fan of their... And beer drinkers are going to benefit. Right. Nothing's going to change. Relax. Yeah, so. And again, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, I, I, I'm much more the guy who just goes, well, let's just wait and see. Let's let the yeah. beer do the talking. And uh, like you said, John, now that we have your number... <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but I mean that. And I think that every industry should have that opportunity. Uh, let the beer, yeah. let the product do the talking. And uh, so, so the next, so I'm going to go buy some Sophie in six months, uh, uh, John. Well, you'll have it. That's the whole point. There'll be <laughs> exactly. More, there'll be more of it available. You may oh, not good. be able. You may not be able to find it right now, Justin, it, yeah. because of their uh, production demands. I believe. So. Or just that you guys are just maxed out. Right. So, are you going to get a big new brewery now, or what? Well, that's the dream, but you know, it takes a little bit of time to put all that stuff together. But that's that's the dream, absolutely. Sure. And obviously, you want to stay right there in Chicago, where you've grown yeah. up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Do so you want yeah. to expand into that market yep. first? Yep. And how about distribution wise? Are you already uh, completely national? Are you in every state? No, no. We're yeah. uh, with our uh, reserve beers, our Matilda, Sophie, and, and others. Uh, we're on the West Coast in the major markets. We're in the East Coast, but we're really not in the South or anything like that. And the whole idea of, of what we're going to do for the next couple of years is just fill in where we are and then gradually expand. With our with our bigger beers, but uh, our uh, our classics and three one two, they're really regional beers. We're not looking at making them national. Okay, so yeah. in, in your one hundred twenty seven thousand barrels a year, yeah, right now, correct? Where do you, yeah. where would you like to be in about two to three years? How do you see? How quick do you see? You I, I would say I would say I'd like to be in two thousand fifteen half million barrels. Wow, nice. Yeah. Okay. Hey, answer me this, John, if, if you don't mind. Are you getting phone calls from your peers in the industry oh, I, wondering what's happening? I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> he's how, on the how are those with going? one right now. I know. How's well, that going? Peers. <laughs> How's that going? For, uh, all the ones that have called me have been congratulatory. Okay, good. good. Yeah, yeah. They're probably asking for phone numbers. <laughs> well, uh, I, I won't say that, but right. uh, <laughs> that's a yes. That's a human nature. <laughs> that's that's a yes for someone. Have they got any more of that money there? <laughs> well, and beca- and I ask that too because you know there is a difference between us beer fans who just really love our small breweries mm-hmm. and the guys who are out there sweating it and 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 writing those paychecks every day too. Yeah, and so I I just imagine that the phone calls he's getting are a little different than the internet comments that we're seeing. You know. Yeah. So. Well, it's good for for conversations like this and some of the interviews uh, John's doing to clarify. Yeah. And yeah. you know, I mean, we're we're all we all protect things that we love. Yeah. And if you know, uh, give them a little bit to come out and say, that's, well, that's, this that's is what we need. That's, that's hard. That's hard right. to beat. Right. Right. Uh, and, the outpouring of affection that we've had is just beyond belief. Okay. Right. And and you know, yeah, exactly. The thing that's the gut yeah. reaction. But yeah. coming so, out, you're you're going to use the money for to to help people get your beer. Yeah, to make more of it, and, and, you, and not you a bad thing. Go ahead. That well, that's really what it comes down to. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, people get pissed off because they can't get the beer, and that's what we're trying to do is have more beer available mm-hmm. and how, continue to make the good beers. How about company changes? You know, people always go, "Oh, all right." Once a big company comes in, there's going to be cutbacks, and people are going to be canned. Bean counting, penny uh, pinching. You and yeah. your son are still in there. I assume. well, here, here. Uh, 
we have we have we've added twenty percent at least per year. And if if we're going to do a half million barrels, you don't think that we're not going to depend upon the people that have gotten us here and <laughs> make them much yeah. more opportunity with more jobs. Yeah. So and but you know I mean come on. Five years ago, the company changed over the last five years. The company will change in the next five years, but there's going to be more people working for us with more opportunity. Right, right. All right, John. Hey, I don't want to keep you too much. I, I really appreciate the interview. Well, and thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to be uh, on with you guys. And you get to Chicago, come visit us. I'd love to do that. And obviously, you know the craft beer world is watching. So this is fun to just get to hear it from you. And uh, like I said, I'll be buying some Goose Island beer, and, and I'll give you a call if I'm pissed off. <laughs> Please do. You got my number. Okay. I really appreciate it, John. Thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, okay. take care. Good luck. There you go. John Hall, Goose Island uh, Brewing Company, recent AB merger. And uh, that's what I was hoping for. Yeah. It's big news. You know? Just wanted to... Straight up. Get a little inside and... Yeah. I mean, it's hard not to, you know, not, not to, not to hate it. You know, your gut reaction. Yeah. You know, it's but. hard, be- but I think that's kind of what I meant when I said us beer geeks have been told for so long who the evil guys are. Right. I had to sit down and think about that for a second and realize, have I ever been personally shown why they're evil? Have they ever affected me <laughs> directly? Don't like, we don't like their beer. Well, yeah, you ever had their beer? No, they've done, you know. Well, aside, now, now that's fine. And I don't right. mind anybody having an, an opinion about anybody's beer. I'll tell you what, I could probably name you 20 craft breweries I don't like their beer either. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I don't mind that. I don't mind opinions about beer. But what I mean is the the demonizing of the industry. Now I know that there are legitimate examples of any big beer, big beer. So I'm not sticking up for. Don't get me wrong. Right. I'm just saying I had to sit back and think. Well, why does this really? Why would it really make me upset if I'm upset by a company like Goose Island, who whose beer I like, uh, getting bought by a company? Why am I really upset? And Jealousy. In the end, I the ended resentment. up... It's not even that. In the end, I ended up having to, to realize, well, I'm actually only upset if the beer changes and the people who make the beer um, get kicked, uh, get, get, get tossed by the wayside. Mm-hmm. And that's why I just kind of think, I'll, I'll wait and see. And if the beer's just as good, and if the jobs are still there from the people in Chicago that it really matters to... Right. Well, then, then why would I give a shit who owns the company? Sounds like they want to grow, build a bigger brewery, yeah. and hire even more people. Yeah. With John basically calling right. the shots and running that side of the business. Right. So we could expect more of his same management style on, on that section of AB, I would expect. And I hope so. so. And, yeah. and I think time will tell. And if it goes the other way, like I said to him at the end there, the world is watching. So if it goes the other way, I think you know it'll be just another reinforcement of... Well, there you go. Big beer didn't didn't help us out. Yeah. But if it goes the right way, are people still going to complain? Probably. If Matilda is more available <laughs> and better than ever, are people still going to go? Well, you know, after that, I don't want to get in Bush. <laughs> All right. Well, I think so. I don't know. I think well, one of the first reports that came out that was reporting the rumor was saying, um, you know, they're afraid. Anheuser-Busch is afraid and stand up and support Goose Island. And I think people get on that wave too quickly. You know, they don't know all the facts and they start go jumping to conclusions because, you know, you get some idiot beer blogger uh, getting it wrong. Right. Getting it wrong, not checking the facts and putting it out on Facebook. Um, and, and it stirs up a bunch of shit that right. doesn't need to happen. And, you know, I, I think 
it sounded like John acknowledged that when you brought that up. He said, yeah. well, I think yeah. there's a certain amount of that. Any comp, Even though the numbers are minuscule, like we mentioned, any industry who's losing market share, even in tiny numbers, is going to pay attention to who's gaining market share. That's, let's oh, let's yeah. face it. That's yeah. why AB invested in Craft Brewers Alliance many years ago, and they already had that small controlling stake. Yeah. And so when, when people like Ridmer or Red Hook or Goose Island think about expanding, right. well, they probably natural choice for them to think about who's already got money in their... You know, involved in their business. So. Right. Well, and so I talked to a great brewer this weekend, and, and he we were talking about this, and he mentioned, he said, you know, look it, the day that the big beer companies decide that they want to make great craft beer, they're going to beat the crap out of all of us. <laughs> yeah. They're going to make better beer. They're going to make more of it. They have all the resources in the world. And they can market it. What a joke that we think they couldn't do it. And I think the difference and the reason it hasn't happened is because it's not their gig. It's not what they're doing. They're not going to... They could make the best craft beer on the planet right now, but because they're not going to sell two billion barrels of it, it's just not worth it. Right. Well, and, It's worth it for the mom and pop. Sure. And, and, and just to prove your point, look at Mitch from Stone. Yeah. He used to brew there. Now he comes over and makes great craft beer. So it's not like the people who make beer at these big, large, you know, macro breweries can't do that shit. They can um, and I think some of them are getting into the craft brew scene with uh, that Red Barn or whatever. Um, you know, some of the larger breweries are making these little offshoot, you know, quote unquote craft breweries um, because they're still making kind of middle of the road beers, just different. And there, it's it it is marketing, um, and it's working because right. they're making more and more of these little you know fake craft breweries. Right. And it's not a hostile takeover. It's a partnership. You know, uh, it, yeah. it's opportunity. So I don't think it's hostile or anything. You know, I think it's it's great. It's great it opportunity like yeah. it to me. And I'm telling Let's you, let the beer speak. And that Red Hook Brewery in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, is gorgeous, state of the art. Why would you not want to brew your beer somewhere like that? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can just pump out spectacular beer. Right. You know, I mean, it's it's a beautiful place to brew beer. So right, man, it's yeah. Well, we all sound very supportive of the situation. I don't want it to. I don't want you all to feel like either one of those companies is paying us. Uh, this, I think, is just genuinely our perspective. But like I said. And like I said to John, we'll let the beer speak. Give it six months. We'll check it out. I, yeah. I just, I more more than I don't like, uh, you know, big business taking over small business. I don't like people jumping to conclusions. That's what I really don't like. And I feel like you should give people the opportunity to explain what they're doing through what they're doing. In this case, it'll be the beer. You know, like I said, if I get Matilda at every store I can go to because it's a good beer and it tastes great. Who am I going to bitch to about that? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. Exactly. Well, and let's face it, it's it's you know it's a smart business decision for InBev. Yeah, it's smart. Yeah, do it. You right. have access to you know to a lot of stuff that maybe you didn't before. You can get your other products in right. as well. So it's it's all business. Everyone, chill the fuck out. And mm-hmm. if AB InBev is concerned about the growth of internet radio, you can also buy us Scott at thebrewingnetwork.com. <laughs> Remember, <laughs> for eighty seven hundred dollars, I think is the number I put out. there. What did you say? I get twenty five bucks. You would and get twenty five fifty. And Jack is fifty. <laughs> Thanks. For and that. nobody well, else gets in here. It's awesome. So I think that's fair. Maybe uh, Bevo, I will buy you a beer too. Just, you know, you should buy her a new attitude. <laughs> I think she's actually doing her job right now. She didn't hear you. Right. Okay. Uh, we have a lot to get to today. We're going to be talking to uh, Cal Walner of the Electric Brewery. He's going to uh, talk to us about how to build an electric awesome. home brewery. 
and I think he sells the resources to do it, uh, certainly the materials to, to read about how to do it. So we'll be talking to him in just a second. We're going to take a break. Also, when we come back, we'll find out about the Martinez Craft Beer Festival and a little update on BYOB-TV, which we've been shooting all weekend. And uh, it's going very, very well, I think. It's going to be a pretty good TV show. Thank you. A good beer Appreciate show. Appreciate that. Uh, All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk to Cal. We'll talk to Martinez Beer Fest people. And uh, we'll talk about Nate Smith sitting in on the session. Hang in there. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. In February, more beer slashed prices on ingredients. They lowered your cost for yeast, hops, and malt extract. They got so much positive feedback, they decided to keep going. This month, they are slashing prices on some of their most popular pieces of hardware. You'll find new lower prices on carbonation stones, sanitary air filters, weldless fittings, stainless steel ball valves, stainless mash paddles, the firm wrap heater, and their very popular stainless steel quick disconnects, which they designed and manufactured specifically for home brewers. They consider it further proof that when you combine more beer's low prices with free shipping over 59 bucks, more beer is committed to bringing you the best value in home brewing. Now get more than ever from your brewing budget at more beer. Morebeer.com. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines, so I'm the professional. <clears throat> Hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment 10 years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Heller High Watermelon Wheat Beer at Brew Free or Die IPA in the Northeast, Northwest, parts of the Midwest, and Alaska in cans and on draft. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in the can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. Hi, I'm Jamel Zanishef, and in addition to my work on the Brewing Network, I write the style profile column in every issue of Brew Your Own magazine. Hi, I'm Sean Paxton, and when I'm not prepping for the home-brewed chef on the Brewing Network, you can find me writing articles on how to cook with your homebrew for Brew Your Own magazine. Greetings, cretins. This is John Palmer, and when I'm not writing for Brew Your Own, I'm reading it. John Palmer, Sean Paxton, Jamil Zanishev. If you love listening to them on the Brewing Network, you'll love reading their articles, tips, and recipes in the pages of Brew Your Own magazine. Join Jamil, John, and Sean eight times a year in Brew Your Own. And when you subscribe to BYO on the Brewing Network website, half of your subscription price goes right back to the BN to support great beer and food programming. So sign up for Brew Your Own magazine through the BN website today so you can listen and read Read your way to better homebrew. I love beer. I'm a brewer. I brew it. I drink it. It's in my blood, really. I'm that guy that pours malt extract on his pancakes. I wish I could just put a good brew in my pocket 
and take it with me. Now you can. Hey, brewers and beer lovers. Why not eat the energy bar invented by a home brewer using the same ingredients in your brew? Introducing Brew Bar Energy Bars, spelled B-R-U-B-A-R. Malt, oats, vanilla, nuts, cinnamon, coconut. You've put them in your beer, and you'll find them in your Brew Bar Energy Bar. All natural, made with simple ingredients chosen for the highest quality. They're new, different, and have a rich malty flavor and smooth, moist texture, just like a fine craft brew. You can find Brew Bar Energy Bars at BrewBar.com or find a retailer near you. And if you are a retailer, you should contact them and find out how you can sell Brew Bar Energy Bars. Check them out at BrewBar.com. That's B-R-U-B-A-R.com. And follow them on Facebook at Facebook.com slash BrewBar. Remember, it's in your Brew Bar Energy Bar because it's in your brew. This Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to The Brewing Network. The Brewing Network. Saving your life. One beer at a time. Welcome back to the program, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks a lot to John Hall from Goose Island for hanging out with us for a minute and talking to us about the, uh, the merger. Good job to Moscow, producer, for getting on the horn and making that happen. Kudos and huzzah. Yeah. yeah. Huzzah. Uh, quick announcement, you know, just to let you guys know. So Nate Smith's in the studio with us today. Nate, welcome. Thank you, Justin. Glad to have you here. Good to be here. And Nate's going to be filling in for a while. Uh, so, Doc... Poor bastards. Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of cavities this time of year or something. I don't know what's happening, but he's real busy. <laughs> busy drilling. He says, yeah, he said, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm swamped at work. I'm swamped at home. One of his kids, I don't know if you know, you know, this kind of cool thing about having a show on for like six years is is people growing up. One of his kids uh, is now a teenager. Uh, oh, we, man. When we started the show, I think his kids were like three just born. and... <laughs> seven yeah something like that like now they're getting seven. to be troublemakers so now one's a teenager but there's like sports every day you know you gotta you know. go to the t-ball game and or something whatever anyway poor guy's real busy kids, he kids are definitely old enough to not be in t-ball anymore <laughs> oh is that right <laughs> real baseball at this point this, this sounds this attention. sounds like a wife edict to me like you will you will spend some sundays at home some sundays at home i don't know i thought that too i was like what's happening he said no you know i'm just uh, too many kids and too much happening he's t- he's taking a break so i've been grooming nate for a while to sit in doc's chair he finally gave me enough beer and and i agreed yeah. to come in no no it's actually a lot of fun i'm glad to get the invite thanks very much well we're happy that you you could make it so nate's gonna be filling in when he can big shoes to fill for on the dock side of things right? such are. a little guy yeah, yeah. Fig- figuratively if not literally yeah exactly <laughs> did you for example have a couple tastes of scotch before you yeah, came to the show i, I got had to get a liver transplant before i could yeah. even sit in this chair and then i welded some shit and then <laughs> yeah, i exactly. built a bridge <laughs> right and then i came here and then i'm and now i'm here now i'm ready fixed yeah. a westie and then drove that here and yeah <laughs> good so Nate's going to be filling in for a while. Doc will be back sporadically when he can, um, and and hopefully we'll just do the old switcheroo whenever we can. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, that, that's so. Just uh, going for it, just so you don't wonder about why Nate's hanging out all the time. It's not that he's homeless or anything. He's just helping although he stuff. looks like although I might be. I don't know. Yeah. Well, Nicole <laughs> move, is moving to Chicago. Right. So. Uh, is Nicole moving to Chicago? 
Well, no. A few days, a few days later, it was a really good April Fool's joke. She got, oh, she no. got my mom and a lot of other people oh. who, who believed that that was actually happening. Yeah. Did your mom call you crying, Nate? I, basically, yeah. Oh, I got, really? I got the very concerned phone call, and I didn't even get the call. It was on my voicemail, so it kept, we kept mom in suspense a few more hours before Nate, she figured I'm it so out. Nate, I'm so sorry. What happened? What? You, you must yeah. be devastated. Basically, yeah, that was the call. What did you do, Nathan? <laughs> I know this is your fault. She's such a nice girl. What did you do? Uh, the best part was I got that call when I was super busy at work, so I had to wait another hour to call right. my mom back. I was just laughing my ass off the whole time. <laughs> no, but she's not moving to Chicago. But but uh, if she was, then yeah, I might just have to crash here at the Rat Pack. <laughs> that may be another reason for me to be in, in front of the microphone even more. Well, that brings me to my next point. A lot of changes on today's show. Uh, tonight will be Schumann's last show uh, as a resident oh. of the Rat Pack. JP, don't, oh, I'm don't sorry. clap about I'm sorry. that. Schum, if you go, it's a very sad thing if you walk outside of Studio D and you go down two doors. Be careful not to go into Chad's room because... There's probably a bunch of dead hookers in there. And you'll never leave. But if you go down two doors and you turn left, you'll notice that Schumann's room is sadly empty. I'm going to take a picture of it. I'll tweet it. Tweet that picture. This is a sad day for me. Uh, uh, Schumann and I have lived together on and off for too many stupid gay years. I think in like 10 years I've been living with that ugly kid. And I think today is his final day. So today's his final show. All the more reason for me to go for Drunk of the Week. I'll, I'll have a couple beers with them at the it's end. It's only going to take one. Yeah. So a lot of things. So what I mean is there's an empty room is what I'm saying, Nate. Oh, so, I can move right in. So if Nicole is bailing out on you. Maybe she wasn't really joking. <laughs> maybe when you get home from tonight's show, yeah. your house will be half empty. Exactly. <laughs> She's supposed to leave on uh, for business travel tonight. Maybe that was just a, a ruse. And I'm business gonna have, travel. Yeah, I'm going to show up to an empty quotations. house. Uh, you know, things are going to be cleared out. And right. I have to move right, come turn right back around and move here. I think she's just setting you up. I think so. Uh, Nicole was helping us out on uh, BYOB TV the other night, and she mentioned, oh, yeah, I'm traveling all the time now. I have mm-hmm. lots of travel. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Sounds like an excuse. I'd be worried if I was you, Nate. Yeah, I think so. Good looking beer girl like that <laughs> running around the country. <laughs> I don't want to make you nervous or anything. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't about worried this. until, you know, right about now. Until now. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go. Hold on. You should turn Schumann's room into a walk-in refrigerator. We talked about that. That was the idea. And I think it's a good idea. I think it's a real, at least his closet, right, Chad? He's got a pretty big closet that we could turn into a walk-in. Studio C? Have you met the guy? Of course he has a big closet. He has to live in it. (laughs) That's true. All right, we have Matt and Jim and Leanne in here, all with the the Martinez Beer Festival, plus Matt's on BYOB TV. Matt, do you know how to build a walk-in refrigerator in a closet? Uh, if it's a challenge for uh, an episode, I'll make it happen. <laughs> and you'll do it. So Matt's on one of our teams for BYOB TV, and he's one of my favorite contestants because Matt embodies a lot of what I like about reality television, and that Awful is people. that he's a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and step on and he's looking for ways to, let me just say, use the rules to his advantage. I consider it... I, I consider it Pushing the envelope. Yes. And you know that I like this uh, as, a, as a bad reality TV show fan who's trying to... To me, the only good reality TV is bad reality TV <laughs> when, when people are, well, are the, angry okay. and... Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, but it's really been a pleasure having you on the show. And we're doing lots of different challenges with you guys. 
Uh, how are you liking it so far? Oh, are we- I mean, and not only is it a whole lot of fun, but I'm I'm learning something virtually every episode. You are, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and and my teammates who haven't been in the hobby all that long, I know for a fact this is an eye opener for them, and it'll change their the hobby for them. What they've what they've learned so far. Great. Absolutely, they'll get right out of it. Further, yeah. through. <laughs> exactly. We're out of here. Uh, okay, good, because I want the challenges to be eye-opening. Have they been either too difficult or too simple? Um, it may, well, you know, not getting into specifics, it, it, seems as the, it seems as we move along, the difficulty is increasing. And yeah. um, It's all simple for me, though, because I'm hella smart. <laughs> no, no, I, hey, I, will be, I will be 100% honest, and I include myself in this description of my team when I say it. That we are, I think we are the weakest team. You do? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Now, the other teams are have so much experience and are such great brewers. Okay. So we're struggling now as as we we're into. I mean, we're we're, we're some, far we're far along. We're doing some pretty advanced stuff now, yeah. and and we're struggling. So okay. Well, so for us, strategy now becomes very important. Nice. Yeah. So well, I love and, it. and I've had a lot of Matt's beer, and I'll agree with him. He's a very weak brewer. <laughs> So, hey, made it this far. <laughs> Jump bump. Good one. All right, JP. Yeah. Score one for you. Yeah. Uh, and he knows where I live, so exactly. I'm going to lock all my doors tonight. All right. Well, I'm, I, I truly am happy to have you on the show. I think we're having a lot of fun. and yeah. uh, It's going to be – the audience will love it. This is going to be great. And it's every episode that we do, it, it's more and more clear how how interesting this is going to be for the, the viewing audience. Good. That's so. what I'm hoping for. That and tears. I'm hoping for interest and tears. I almost cried shooting an episode the other day, eliminating a team, just like I knew I would. Tasty, you know me. I'm just a big, fat sissy. (laughs) And so I had to eliminate a team, and I liked the team very much. And uh, my producer, the guy shooting the thing, is real fucking lazy, so I don't get a lot of takes. Like, I got to do it quickly. And uh, so I do this shoot, and uh, literally, I'm like, I'm welling up, telling this team they got to go home like a big fat sissy, and uh, I'm not liking it. Stop doing that, JP. Okay, I'll just hear static. <laughs> so it's tough, I think, letting you guys go because I want everyone to succeed. I get the idea. Obviously, it's only good TV if there are winners and there are losers. I mean, we're creating it this way. I get that. It's starting to get difficult for us because we're we're especially now that we've we're along in the process and some teams have been eliminated, we're starting to really bond with the remaining guys. There's right. not that many people left. And uh so we're becoming friends with these guys. Exactly. I I know. That's, I thought of that cute. this weekend during this weekend. Right, shoot. Okay. Let me clarify. We're becoming gay lovers with these guys. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. It comes out. I thought of that scenes. specific thing at, at a moment this weekend. I was, I was watching all the teams and you guys hanging out and talking to each other. And I thought, you know, these guys are getting getting real close. And and the next thing I thought was, how can I fuck with that? Because I got to figure out how to make this more. Emotional. You'll find a way. I have no doubt. <laughs> so all right. Well, uh, we've also got Jim and uh, Matt's wife, Leanne, is in here. And Leanne is running the Martinez, uh, it's the craft, it's the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival. It is. Which has grown from one festival to two festivals. Two festivals. So first April 9th, October something, 22nd. So first was the October Fest that we did with you last year. And then now we've got one April 9th coming up. Okay. 
Same place? Same place. Which is what? It's Historic Cannery District, downtown Martinez. Are you doing the whole BART, like buses to it, the same, everyone can get there easily? Yes, two shuttles running from the North Concord BART station starting at 11, and the last one leaves Martinez at 7, so you have time to hang out after the festival. Sober up, eat dinner. Go get dinner. Mm-hmm. A lot of food this time? A lot of food this time. I like that. Yeah. We have some local restaurants coming out, too. Oh, good. <clears throat> See, this is why I like the Martinez Fest, Tasty, because I love my Martinez Pacheco area. You know that. And uh, having ourselves our very own beer festival makes me real happy. It's like a home game. It's like a home game. And then supporting local businesses, getting the restaurants out there to feed us. Yeah. We had Jamba Juice last time, which I can practically live on, so I, I'm not complaining about that. If Any beer festival that has Jamba Juice is a good beer festival, in my opinion. But now we've also got a bunch of restaurants coming out, too. Yes, we do. And okay. no Jamba Juice this time. Sorry. No Jamba? No. I I'm think out. they sold three, and you must have been the guy. I, was the guy. <laughs> I bought all three. <laughs> oh, really? No one else bought a Jamba? No, but it no was kidding. cold. It was raining. And- That's they were, true. They were on a different liquid diet that day, I think. Jamba is the perfect beer festival food because you don't... I guess maybe other people think of it different than I do. They want a big giant meal before a beer festival to weigh you down and so that you have stuff to soak up all that beer. Me, I just want, you know, give me something healthy. Give me a fruit and a fruit. And that's it. You are such a gay. <laughs> One entire gay. <laughs> I know. Every beer festival I go to, you can find me in the morning with a Jamba Juice in my hand. Do you want to live in the closet with Schumann? <laughs> I might. I might. And now, Jim, you're also opening a, a brew pub in Martinez. Is that right? Actually, we are. It's actually a, a tap house with a nano brewery. And then uh, our goal is to, across the street, open up a, a full-scale brewery. Eventually. Okay. Cool. See, I like this, too. All right here in our backyard, Tasty. I'm enjoying it. All right. So, April 9th, it's a Saturday. What are the What are the times? Um, it, the festival runs 12 to 5. VIP admission is the first hour, 12 to 1. Okay. Um, that gets you in uh, before the crowds, and uh, you get uh, extra little swag. You get a, a, a brew caddy, which is a, a sampling glass hanger. It goes around your neck, so you can go to the bathroom and... Keep your hands free. I like that. Uh, not that JP it's all needs, he doesn't need anything like that. But yeah, um, and so and then it, the general admission is one to five, unlimited sampling. Your admission it's drink as much as you want all day long. Okay, and uh, drink as much as you want responsibly. Responsibly, right? And of course, we have. Although I'm just going to drink as much as I want, guys. <laughs> I hope you you don't mind. I'm going to drink as much as you want as well. <laughs> Well, and and BYOB TV is setting up a booth there. Will you be at the booth signing autographs? Of course. Matt Peterson. Take care of my legion of fans. You know how it is. I feel like uh, I know that you want to wear a Bay Area Craft Brew Festival t-shirt, but I feel like you should wear your BYOB. Not happening, dude. No? Sorry. Not even while you're in the booth? (laughs) Not happening. What about a vest? What if we get you a vest to put over? I'm working the festival. I I got to represent the festival. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Okay. Besides right. that shirt you gave me to wear for the show is so gay. <laughs> Matt's, we found Matt the pinkest shirt we oh. could find. Make him wear it. Make him wear it. I've never seen such a shade of pink before. Does everyone on his team have to wear pink? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. You know, I mean, funny I, is he actually has one in his closet. Oh, like can't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like it, right? Yeah. I've ne- I think we invented this shade of pink just for Matt and the show. It's amazing. I'll never live it down. No. <laughs> well, but the skirt is what's really 
God damn it. I was hoping well, we, we weren't going to mention we that. We didn't even ask him to bring it. That was also yeah, that we was like, what are you doing, dude? We just said thank you. It's all tied. It's all tucked in and tied. He does weird. It. It's sexy. It's, it is. It is. Sexy is a word. <laughs> okay, so BYOB TV will be at the festival set up there. How many breweries? Uh, we're at like about thirty right now. Okay, and and more hopefully to uh, be announced. Good. We still have a week almost. Yeah, that before last week first. is always when people hit. So yeah. I, we're going right. to pick up some this week. Our festival's right. the same way. We have like yeah. eight until the day before the festival, and then we have thirty five. Right. You know, yeah, as, as you well know, these these craft brewers, <laughs> oh. you can't count on them for anything. And no, they're drummers. They're all drummers. <laughs> They're all effing drummers. Some la- of them are worse than drummers. A little last minute show up there. Nate, yeah. you know what I mean. Oh, I know exactly. Drummers are the most unreliable yep. human beings that have ever walked this earth. You get to pay for them and cart them around if you're lucky. And craft you brewers find them. are a very, very, very close second. Yeah. Unreliable. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you're, the BYOB TV will have a, a booth there, and they cool. will be pouring uh, show sponsor Pilsner Urkel, and uh, there's another... Um, product as well that they're going to be pouring, although the name of it ex- escapes me at the moment. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I didn't get final confirmation about that oh, either, okay. but they are bringing a couple beers. Okay. I don't know which one it is. but uh, Okay, so 30-something breweries. It's a five-hour festival if you get the VIP pass. Uh, otherwise, you come in at 1 o'clock. You can go to bayareacraftbeerfestival.com. Correct. Is that it? Yeah. com. You can buy tickets there, buy them in advance, and uh, we will be there. The Brewing Network is also setting up a tent next to the BYOB TV people, which, let's face it, uh, we're really the BYOB TV people. Yeah, well, I, I think, mean, I think everybody we, knows that. So. We let the TV station pretend that it's their show and that they're running things, don't we, JP? But we do. We also let the dogs out. We do? So, yeah. So, it's a couple things that Who we do. Who let the dogs out? We did. <laughs> we, yeah. so we're going to have dogs running all over both of right. our tents. Yeah. We are the TV show, and we, we let dogs out. Is the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival dog-friendly? That's a good question. <laughs> well, Sorry to stump you, Leanne. Leanne poor Leanne. From what stump, I stump. I just don't want to answer. Exactly. From what I saw last year, there were a couple dogs barking. What? <laughs> so, that's one of those. This is like my festival, too. The it's dog like is an, 21 and over. How's that? I see. My dog is a lot more than 21. I want to bring my dogs. Can I bring my dogs if we don't tell anybody? I don't want you to bring just your dogs. I'm tired of bringing you bringing your dogs everywhere. I brought see my dogs the... to one festival But I see ever. them every day of my life. I don't care. It's my house. I feel like chipping in for food. So I'll bring I... the dogs and JP is watching the dogs uh... while I go around drinking beer. That'll be your job for the day. JP, are you happy now? I'll let him out. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> All right, go to BayAreaCraftBeerFestival.com. Get your tickets now. Is there a website for the new Martinez Brewery, Jim? CreekMonkey.com. Creek Monkey. It's a Martinez legend. If you want to know about the Creek Monkey, you're going to have to do some research. But uh, it is a Martinez legend. Check out our Facebook page. It has uh, links to the legend, and you can do a little research on that. Okay. And we'll get Jim back in here when the brewery's a little further along and we know what's happening. We'll talk about that. We look forward to it. Okay. Very cool. And uh, all right, it's going to be a good party. We will be there. It's Saturday, April 9th from noon to 5. Am I getting that right? You right. are. Bay Area Craft Beer There's, Festival. Um, just uh, so everybody knows, you, you don't have to drive to this event. We have uh, shuttle buses running uh, from bef- before the event until well after from the North Concord slash Martinez BART station. Great. We're running shuttle buses. The Amtrak station is literally right across the tracks from the festival site. And you can drink on Amtrak. That is know. absolutely and true. And you can get a good rate at the John Muir Best Western. 
Oh, you can stay right there. Mm-hmm. I might stay there. Cool. Why not? <laughs> okay. You it's actually so far further away, away yeah. from yeah. So far the away. festival site than this place is, but okay. Well, listen, if it goes anything like last night went, uh, I'll need to just stumble across the street. To uh, I had a good time last night. It was Sounds fun. like it. Sounds well, like it. we had a good day, and then uh, we finished the day at, at Russian River, which is full of uh, some of my favorite beers on earth. Always a favorite. How do you go wrong there? You know, no, the two literally I j- just and I hadn't been. T- oh, well, I, I can't say anything because I'll spill the beans. I don't want to. To the other brewery. Yes. That we were at in, in some years. Yeah. To it's two of the best breweries in the world. Right there. Yeah. You know, just amazing. That, that's why we stayed up there. I thought, well, I can drive home tired and 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 tired. Actually, I'm not spilling the beans. You've got it on your website. We yeah, were we, were at at, we were at Lagunitas. We were at Lagunitas yesterday. A, a shooting, yeah. And it, um, but it was a good try to hide that. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I don't want to say where I am, but, but Russian River and right, another one right the there. One, and the other one 15 minutes away, yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. I just thought I could I could drive my tired ass home or I could stay and enjoy Russian uh-huh. River, and it was a no-brainer, wasn't you're in, it? You're in Sonoma Absolutely. County. you got to visit a few breweries and stay overnight if you can. Yeah. Not even a question. And then we went to, like, Ducky's Chicken Shack this Willie's. morning. <laughs> Willie's Turkey Grill or some garbage See, like that. I, That's what you had for breakfast was greasy fried chicken or something? I had, a, I had a four I Bloody Marys. With the, yeah, with the Bloody Marys. And, Bacon and Bloody Marys. And, a, and an omelet. And then we went to Russian yeah. River for another three or four sour beers. A couple flannel flannels. And then I slept in the car when I wasn't peeing in the See, car. Yeah, I had to drive yeah. home. I will say, yesterday, bottle, right? props on, yes. props on uh, dinner and lunch and dinner from BYOB TV was the best food you fed us. It was the best yet, right? Far, yes. Well, far. well, it's not hard to top Costco pizza. No kidding. That's <laughs> true. It's been all, so I, uh, yeah, the mark was easy. The TV station bought you guys burritos, which I thought were very good. Yeah, I agree. And then the Brewing Network bought you guys dinner because oh, I you was... you guys, you paid for the, the dinner? I was real drunk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's make sure that happens more often. Uh, yeah. Lagunita Scoos did the trick. Well, I was at the bar watching the Yukon game feeling super guilty that everyone else was doing something right. and I could not remove myself from the game and I was real drunk. So when it occurred to me that people were hungry, I said, bring them a menu. Fuck it. I don't even. Ah. And then before you knew it, you had dinner. Well, thank you. It was appreciated. It was I dined good. and ditched anyway. <laughs> no. I didn't sign that card. Oh. Or, hey, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Well, it was a good day, Matt. You're doing great on the show. I can't wait to see. I haven't even seen any of the episodes myself. Really? I can't wait to see them. And uh, I'm excited about it. Can't wait to go to the Martinez. Uh, it's the Bay Area Craft Beer Festival right here in Martinez, Saturday, April 9th from noon to 5. Take part. Take Amtrak. Stay at the Best Western, is that what it's called? John Mayer Best Western. There you go. And uh, come have a good time with us. We'll be out there. All right. Is that it? Are we good, Moscow? I have to go do an interview now, don't I? Okay. Thank, Thank you, you guys for coming to the studio. I appreciate Thanks. it. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank we'll you. see you Thank soon, you. Matt. And, see you uh, all right. And we'll see you on Saturday. Is see it next? It's next Saturday already. It's, it's coming, coming Saturday. Saturday. It's this wow. week. This oh, Saturday. yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I'm bailing out of town tomorrow night to go to Vegas to watch the final game with my brother. Just and, to watch it and with maybe my brother. lay a couple of bucks down on the and throw a buck or two down. Two. 
And so I was thinking of staying for a while. I guess I better make sure I'm back by Saturday. Yeah. You're going to stay for a week? You don't have the money to stay a week in Vegas. I got friends there. Fuck it. I I figured I would just sleep on the the curb. It won't be the first time. That's true. Doesn't Steel Panther play there on Fridays? What? No. No, That's 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 in L.A. Because if they do, I'm staying through Friday. Then they play in... Then they play on the weekend, like Saturday and Sunday. In Vegas? Yeah. I'll look it up right now. Uh-oh. I'm sure. I, I Sam and I just had this conversation lying. yesterday. Wow. Because we wanted Get to Get your go. priorities straight, brother. All right, Steel I Panther, will. Las Vegas, right, House of Blues. Don't worry, I'll be back. You got to pimp the show Holla. and this show. I'm going to look like shit, but I'll be back. All right. <laughs> Wait, what's the date today? Thanks, Thanks, Leanne. We appreciate it. The third. They play tomorrow. Nate, good to see you. Hey. At the House of Blues in Las Vegas. When, to, when do you get into... Uh, oh, they play tomorrow night? They play tomorrow night, bro. But tomorrow night's the game. Oh. oh. Up, I don't know. My, we, my computer's all jacked. Early. And then maybe my brother and I can go to the House of Blues to watch Steel Panther. Go to SteelPantherRocks.com. So I gotta do it. You, you gotta, gotta do, do it. it. Wow. Now I kind of want to go, but uh, I can't <laughs> afford it. I gotta... I didn't... What time do they play tomorrow? I don't know. I, I can't. Oh, 11.30 p.m., dude. See, aren't oh, you, perfect. Aren't you glad you keep me around to have knowledge like this? Yes. I give you the sort of. stars in the sky, but they're too far away. That is double the reason to go to Vegas tomorrow night. If you are a hooker, you know. That's awesome. I'm excited for you. I, I'm going to wear, I'm going to go pull out my tight leather pants. <laughs> you have mom. Can you get their autograph for me? Yes. Where do you want it? Because <laughs> my heart belongs to you. You are good singing. My love is voice is real good today, too. Yeah. Just yelling all night. My heart belongs to you. But my cock is community property. You're the only girl. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Cal Walner is on the show today and talking to us about an electric home brewery. Cal, are you with us? I'm here. There he is. Hey, thanks for waiting. Sorry for the delay, brother. Hey, no problems. We just had to make sure that Martinez Fest got publicity and that I got my fix of Steel Panther. There you go. Are you a Steel Panther fan, Cal? You know what? I can't say I am, but... Uh... You should be. Are you not familiar with him? Yeah. You should go check it out after the show, and then you come back and tell me you're not a fan. I mean, Justin just sang a little bit of it. I don't know if if you thought we were running over the dog or he was singing, but... I challenge you not to be a fan of Steel Panther after you listen. I'll try hard. Okay. So, Cal, tell me about your uh, website and your company. Uh, What is it, and what is it that you do? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I'd call it really a company at this point. Okay. Um, I'm yeah. I'm more of a home brewer that simply wanted to, uh, to build a, a setup for my own personal use, to build uh, something to make good beer, good consistent beer. And I thought, you know what, I might photograph and document exactly what I did and let others follow in my footsteps. So that started about two, three years ago. I started to look at systems that were out there i've been brewing for over 20 years on and off wow mostly mostly just extracts and partial uh boil kits and things like that and when i decided to go to all grain i i looked at the systems that were available and living up north in canada where it's very cold i wanted to brew indoors and there wasn't really anything i'd consider a commercial grade electric system 
I looked at uh, gas systems from Sabco and More Beer, and they all make good systems, but they're all they're all gas. And if you want to brew indoors, I mean, I, I some people do use gas, but I wasn't very comfortable with the idea. I wanted something that was electric that could be easier to control and also cheaper to run. So after not finding something that would actually meet my needs, I decided to build my own. Okay. So, so Bevo, did you, you know, before he mentioned it, did you notice by the sexy accent that Cal is from, from Canada, your favorite country? <laughs> I thought we were supposed to have no accent. <laughs> no. <laughs> I didn't catch on, but. You didn't catch I on. Heard, I just heard it when he said no. I <laughs> then you got it. Right. So. Now this is this was you've already kind of helped me answer my first question is is that why does somebody want an electric brewery? I've heard a couple answers. Um, uh, you know, one of them being that it's more energy efficient. But you're saying your main goal was that you you wanted to be able to brew indoors when it was cold out. That was the main idea. Originally, I thought about brewing in the garage, uh, and I was standing in my garage back in November two three years ago, thinking, "Man, this is way too cold, and it's only November." Um, we get down to minus 20, 30 sometimes here, and it just, it's, it's not any fun. You end up, your, your mash tun ends, ends up freezing, your grain gets rock hard and solid. So, uh, I wanted to do something indoors that was nice and easy and that I didn't have to lug around the, worked around the house either after brewing in and out of the house. So, you know, electric seemed to be the way to go. Now, any of you guys in the studio here who've been brewing for a while, Nate, Tasty, JP, have you ever used an, an electric uh, brew system? No, never. No, no, no. Never no. seen one. Never seen one in action. Oh, really? Yeah. I've heard of homebrewers talking about this about idea, it. but yeah, never never seen one in action or never uh, met anyone who's done it. Yeah, Push I, has uh, a, a heating element to heat his mash tun. Okay. Oh, and that's about heat it. Heat stick, yeah. Yeah, heat stick, and that's, that's right. the only time I've ever seen that. I think uh, Morbier had uh, this little German like demo kit. That that's was, right. Uh, they do have the that was uh, pretty cool. Braumeister, so yeah. I guess it is all electric. That's about so I lied. Chad called me out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you, oh, and you brewed on that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, There's okay. a lot that's of really activity cool. on our forum about electric brewing. Yeah. yeah, and it seems to be increasingly popular, too. So, so tell me the deal. Obviously, I, I get the way a burner works. You you apply heat uh, from the bottom of a kettle. Does an electric brewery have to? Is all, are all the heating elements inside the vessels, or are they still on the outside? Well, there's many ways to do it. Uh, the way I do it is with a hot water tank uh, heating element, and that's typically the way that most home brewers that want to go electric will do it. And so, yeah, it's right inside the uh, either the water or the uh, the boil kettle in, in the wort. And uh, one of the benefits of that is that 100% of the heat actually goes right into the liquid. You're not mm. heating the bottom and having probably 80% of your heat deflect off and go off into space. So That's um, a good point. Also, yeah. burners are real loud. I, can't, I have to really turn up Steel Panther during the, the heavy part of my boil because yeah. I can't hear. I don't like that part either. But this, this is a completely silent way to heat your, your work. That's right. Yeah, okay. it's completely silent. I mean, the only noise I get in my brewery is the uh, the vent, uh, the fan that is sucking uh, all the moisture out to the outside of the house. Okay. Well, uh, with all the that, electricity you use, you, the only sound uh, I would imagine you would hear is hippies crying for the earth. <laughs> also, cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching. <laughs> right. No, I'm just kidding. Well, and so that's a good question, though, JP, even though it was just a stupid joke. Uh, oh. Does... Uh, is it more energy efficient cost-wise to be an electric brewery or to use propane gas? 
Uh, I'd say electric by far. Oh, yeah? Just looking at the cost involved, I mean, uh, depending on how much you're making, you might use half a tank of propane, which goes for, I don't know, how much in your neck of the woods. A full tank is what thirteen bucks now? Fourteen bucks? Seven bucks? Seven? Seventy bucks? For a full tank? No, 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 for half. For half. half. Okay, half a tank. Yeah, I feel like wow, you guys are going twenty-five bucks. About twenty-five bucks for a full tank. Oh, it is. Yeah, Yeah, twenty-five. It's been a while since I went. Okay. I, w- I would just get two halves, by the way, at $7, <laughs> seven or 25 for the full. Yeah. Scott, did you do the math for us real quick? <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> so I've never done the math with electric, but um, it's essentially the same as running your clothes dryer for a load or two, which might cost you a dollar. I don't know. Okay. That's not, not bad. bad. Yeah, propane's pretty expensive, really. It's a, become a common thing in homebrewing, but it may not necessarily be the most cost-efficient, right. especially these days. Yeah. Yeah, we well, look at it this way: an eighty thousand BTU uh, propane burner uh, is equivalent to about tw- the twenty thousand BTUs I get out of the elements that I use. So there's a four to one ratio of, of wastage when I you see. do it through with gas. So it makes a lot of sense, especially the, with the direct heat that you're yeah. talking about. There's no loss. Exactly. A lot exactly. of homebrewers really like the super high output that they can get and the really high BTUs they can get from a propane burner. Mm-hmm. So the first question I would imagine that you would get is. How quick does it take to bring just you know state straight tap water to a boil on the heating element system with electric? That's a good question. You, you never go straight to boil with tap water because you tend to heat your uh, your hot liquor tank first, right? From from cold water to you know your strike temp, and that takes maybe an hour. But okay. then to get that to boil is about half an hour, half an hour for a ten to fifteen gallon batch. So it's it's very fast. It, it all depends on what size element you use and. I use uh, 5,500 watt elements, which are popular amongst home brewers, and uh, it's not something you're waiting around for compared to gas. Hmm. And most home brewers have, you know, parts to set up and things to clean, and maybe hops to weigh out and all that kind of other yep. stuff too. Is usually stuff to do in the meantime. As a exactly, usually that's exactly. one of the questions that people would ask you. I would imagine about the the speed of things. So. Yeah, that's right. Usually, what I do is I I fill the uh, the hot liquor tank first with about twenty gallons or so, and then uh, while that heats for the first hour, I'm I'm milling my grain and getting things ready. So it's not really uh, it's not something that uh, I find to be slow at all. And uh, judging by the number of people that are also brewing electric, they don't seem to mind or find any kind of extra time required. Now, what's the electric uh, connection look like? This is standard. Um, closed dryer, 30-amp type of circuit, or do you have to get something specialized for this type of equipment? Well, that's what I did. I mean, there's it depends on what you do. Right now, my uh, my setup can only run one kettle at once, so I can't do back-to-batch, uh, back-to-back batches. And one reason I did that was because I wanted to use a standard dryer outlet. So in a sense, my setup is somewhat portable. Uh, you know, you can't just do it in a field with no electricity, but if you have anything or any place where you can get to a dryer outlet, you can make beer. Is a Canadian dryer outlet the same as an American dryer outlet? Yep, yep. North American's all the same. It just runs backwards. It's a lot nicer. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> it's a. It's actually male. The, uh, the Canadian dryer outlet's male. Uh, now, now, Cal, you mentioned uh, the uh, hot liquor tank and the kettle both have elements uh, in the bottom. That's right. What's the mesh ton? What's the configuration there? Hmm. Uh, just a straight uh, Blickman uh, boiler maker, twenty gallon, and I use what's called a, a Hermes coil in the oh. hot liquor tank. So. What happens oh. is the mash gets heated through a coil in the hot liquor tank. So and that's one of the other benefits about uh, electric is uh, extreme precise control of uh, your temperature. You don't have to uh, fiddle with your uh, your gas burners or try to get a certain temperature. You just you type it in right into the little uh, the, the PID controller 
up and down with the numbers, and then it just maintains it. It's very straightforward. That's the way we heat our mash or maintain our mash, right, Chad? Yeah, yeah. Just going through the Herms mm-hmm. coil. Right. Same thing. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you don't yeah, actually have a heating element in your mash tun. You just have it in the hot liquor tank and uh, at the boil kettle. That's right. Yeah, usually, uh, regardless of gas or electric, you wouldn't have it right against the grain because that could uh, scorch or cause problems. And uh, the grain tends to want to stick to the element too, and so you'd end up with a nice. Uh, mm. A nice smoky beer, probably. Right, that's a good point. <laughs> a Rauch IPA there when you didn't expect exactly. It. <laughs> way, way too, way too smoky though, probably. Well, yeah. and then kind of to the same point, how do you mount these electric pieces into something like a? I mean, is this a standard kettle that you're able to mount? Yeah, these, a- these are standard Blickman kettles that I used, and frankly, that was the the hardest uh, hurdle because I have seen so many setups, electric setups, on forums and just what friends have done, and. Uh, I tend to sometimes shudder when I see how they're done. I think, oh my God, that's not safe. I wouldn't want to use that. Or it works, but you know, don't move it or don't trip on it. Uh, you might pull a wire out or it's not grounded right. So I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to make these things attach uh, correctly and be grounded and safe. And I used some of the ideas that John Blickman had with his weldless uh, fittings to do mine. So my, my stuff's all weldless. There's no, there's no welding required. Hmm. Uh, you punch a hole in this shiny new expensive kettle and then get uh, what's essentially a two-gang outlet box, the kind of box you might put uh, outlet plugs in outside, or weatherproof plugs. So it's completely waterproof, weatherproof, uh, water-resistant, and there's no worries about electrocuting yourself if you do things correctly. Right. Is the heating element itself made of stainless steel or something that is not going no, to contribute no, it's, flavor? Um, or? No, it's a standard heating element, which, frankly, I'm not even sure what they're made out of. It's the same ones that are used uh, in hot water tanks made by Campco. Okay. Uh, it's a very popular one that uh, thousands of brewers use. And I'm not even actually sure what it's made out of, but it doesn't add any kind of off flavors or do anything odd. Seems fairly beer. fairly neutral in, in that is, sense. Yeah. It is, yeah. Everything else is stainless. Everything else that everything goes through is uh, either stainless or silicone. I didn't want to use any kind of plastics or... Or other things that might leach, who knows what, but uh, right. sort of similar, similar to what uh, commercial breweries would use. You want something that's resilient, strong, and you know can be cleaned easily, and you know take some caustic chemicals if you want to clean things a bit more thoroughly. It's a good question about the flavor of it. You know, if you've ever fired up a soldering iron or anything else, you can, you know, you get that kind of burning metal smell. Yeah, um, electric heating elements sometimes seem to give off some kind of aroma. So that was a- but you're saying you've never noticed anything in your beer. Um, you know, when you maybe right when you switched over to electric from I, from. I propane. guess an analogy would be tasting your hot water out of your out of your tap is coming right off of one of those similar heating elements, and if it. If that's giving you flavor, then that would give you an indication. Uh, that's I, su- a good I point. suppose. Yeah, that's an excellent point. I, I think the way yeah. to look at it is you're thinking of a of a of this thing without any water around it, right? Like right. red hot, right? Right. Well, if you put if you dry fired your kettle, it'd be red hot as well. Okay. It's all mediated by the liquid that it's all around it. Okay. Now yeah. that brings to me to a question: like, uh, what about that uh, cow? I mean, you got a uh, with a, uh, with a burner, I can spread the flame around and get lots of. Uh, nucleation points, which I, I, I think that's probably overrated, but uh, you've got a, a relatively small surface area burn, uh, burner in there. Uh, is that providing a, a uniform uh, heat distribution in, in, during the boil? It is, uh, it, mostly because the the wort is so viscous, it doesn't uh, sit still. And uh, if you read some of the Blickman literature, even they talk about their 
kettles not having a thick clad bottom and one of the things that brewers love to lament or tell John he did wrong with his setups or his kettles is that, you know, why don't you have this nice thick bottom on your kettles? And he always says, it's not required. We're not making spaghetti sauce here. <laughs> Nothing's going to sit, you know, on the bottom and get scorched. Mm. Um, this stuff is constantly in motion just by the natural, you know, convection currents. So um, you get the exact same thing with the element. The element is... Um, is a fairly large thing that takes, you know, it's a zigzag pattern that takes up a good portion of the bottom of your kettle. And uh, the wort is just boiling away vigorously. So okay. there's never any issues with the, with the heating. What about with something like a whirlpool at the end of your boil? Um, now, there's a whirlpool chiller that kind of does it for you, but a lot yep. of us just stick a spoon in there, right? And But you've got a, a fixture at the bottom of your kettle. Yeah, that's right. I use a I use a hop stopper by a guy by the name of Dennis at uh, Innovative Homebrew Solutions. He makes an interesting uh, device. Yeah, we've talked um, to him, and I found that thing works great. I so you don't do a whirlpool? I do nothing. You know what yeah. this this thing this hop stopper hop stopper works so well that uh, I just I turn off the the heat or almost at flame. There is no flame, but uh, you go to flame out, and then you simply start chilling right away. Right. I guess you still, if you wanted to do a whirlpool, you don't have to go all the way to the bottom with that spoon just to get a good whirlpool, right? No. So it wouldn't, it doesn't matter if there's an obstruction down there. Yeah, you could, no way. Doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Just work around it quite easily, probably. You could still yeah, do it. Yeah, I'm not sure it would get in the way. I mean, some people have, um, I know that some of my forum users have uh, talked about that, trying to see if that would work. I know it might get in the way of uh, Lickman's new hop blocker device. I'm not sure. But uh, yeah. I don't bother with whirlpooling. I like to keep sort of my process as simple as pos- possible, you know, and uh, so I design the system to be as quick and easy to use on brew day, do all the work up front, essentially, and then when I'm brewing, there's less less effort. Okay. All right, Cal, i got to take a quick break. Uh, listeners, you can go to theelectricbrewery.com and check it out. If you've got any questions, 888-401-BEER or join Bevo in the chat room. Hang in there, Cal. We'll come back and talk more about the Electric Brewery. Sounds good. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters Brewcasters. on the Brewing Network. Hey, Drew, it's Push. You want to do some lunch? Oh, I can. I'm reading something important. What? Hello? John, it's Push. Hey, this is John, and I'm busy reading right now, so please... What is going on? This is Sven. Hey, you busy? Yeah, I am. I'm reading Gordon's new book. From Brewers Publications and the only home brewer to win the coveted National Homebrew Competition Ninkasi Award three times comes a complete look at technical, practical, and creative homebrewing. Brewing Better Beer by Gordon Strong. What sets this book apart is its insistent focus on what's important for the homebrewer. Like a great beer, it's extremely well-balanced. A mix of technical, practical, and creative advice that, if taken to heart, will make your beer a whole lot better. You'll learn Gordon's techniques and philosophy, recipes and tips to take your homebrew to the next level. Brewing Better Beer, master lessons for advanced homebrewers. Proudly available now from Brewers Publications. (laughs) 
Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmasters Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BN Army in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Where were we? You stole an oak barrel from the mist of Ravenwood and Lord Zinfandel the Avenger is in pursuit. Do you drop the barrel and run? Hell no. We need it for a Flinders Red. I'm going to cast Pediacocket's Damnethus on the barrel. Sorry, your ghosts are imprisoned in his winery forever. Ugh, I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. This sucks! What do we have here, Orville Rodenbach? Buzz off, guy! We got a brew session going. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. <laughs> are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you get a long-lasting foam stand when you think about wheat malt? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping. Only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the pre-prohibition lager. Perfect for steampunk. And the single hop best bitter. Now on cast in 10 forward. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com Hilo, what's it feel like? Take awesome and multiply it by two? Yeah! <laughs> Spraying live beer radio all over your face. <laughs> Can't get any better than this, baby! It's the Brewing Network. You're listening to the Brewing Network. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. Yeah! Welcome back to the program. We are talking to Cal Walner with TheElectricBrewery.com. He's telling us how to build an electric brewery. And Cal, if you can hang in there for just a second, got to take a phone call. We have uh, the lovely Nicole Ernie on the line, uh, soon to be leaving Nate Smith for Chicago, I hear. Uh, (laughs) She's got a lot of beer travel happening and has... Has no time left for our beloved Nate. That was the story. Our beloved yeah. Nathan. I think that's that's what I heard on the internet. Is this right, Nicole? Yeah, um, I'm actually packing right now for my debaucherous escapade. I mean, my uh, business trip uh, <laughs> to Philadelphia and Nashville. So poor Nate has to stay behind. Right. Philadelphia <laughs> and Nashville. Yeah, on one shot. There's no beer in Nashville. That is definitely... So, there's some uh, shenanigans this, going this on, Nathan. Fishy, I think, yeah. <laughs> I'm taking Schumann's room right now. I'm just putting there's dibs on it. Uh, yeah. There's definitely beer in Nashville. We're holding an exam at uh, Bosco's, which is a, a chain a chain down there of breweries. Okay. Um, so I'm excited to, to check out the Nashville scene, for sure. 
So Nicole Ernie is the new. Uh, uh, what are you? The the test director. The Cicerone test. Yeah, I'm the certified Cicerone exam manager. Uh, so I basically plan all the exams for the Cicerone program um, nationwide, and I. Um, I administer a big percentage of those myself, so I get to do some traveling. Nice. Um, working with some different proctors in different regions. But yeah, I get to see a lot of the country and hang out with beer people everywhere. So so mostly what you're saying is that you get to wander around and hang, hang out with tubby beer nerds, <laughs> uh, teaching them about beer and testing them all the time. Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't think Nate has anything to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's <laughs> probably true. All right, you go to Cicerone.org and check out this, uh, the Cicerone program, but what's going on uh, this week in particular, Nicole? Well, this week I'm also uh, hosting a, or guest teaching, I should say, a beer class um, at, at a cool place uh, outside of Philly uh, called uh, Beer Schooled. Uh, beer School is a fairly new spot. It's located above the Humeville Inn, uh, which is a beer bar up there. Um, but uh, this guy, Jeff Loa, started it to uh, kind of have a place to teach classes about beer, beer styles, and homebrewing. He does homebrewing demos there. So I'm guest teaching a class on uh, sour beers nice. over there. So if any uh, any BNers are in the Philly area want to come up to Homeville, um, that's going to be on Tuesday at 730. Okay. Where do people go to find out info about this? Uh, so you go to www.beerschooled.com. Got That's it. a schooled with an E-D at the end. Oh, schooled. Okay. Schooled, beer schooled. Like you just got schooled got in beer. <laughs> got it. Okay. All right. That sounds fun. And what happens when you go to this sour beer tasting class? Do you get a lot of sour beer? We're going to drink quite a few sour beers. Yeah. We have... Uh, um, you know, I'm trying to try to stick to some of the traditional Belgian styles that we have: a, a lightly sweetened lambic, a dry fruit lambic. Uh, we have a straight lambic. Um, there's a Flanders Red and an Oud Brune. We're also going to taste some kind of untraditional stuff like a Orval and a, um, Petrista aged pale ale. Wow! So, Justin just slid me a, a note. Nice list said make sure i'm enrolled in this class yeah that's a that's a very nice list and and now and more importantly you know now that nathan is a, a brewcaster i, I got to look out for him like i do everybody in the studio uh, will you be bringing the leftovers home to nathan <laughs> is the question I might, there might be a possibility to bring some leftovers home we'll see about yeah that. <laughs> okay Nate, I, you, I'm pretty good. You, you know, I, I always bring Nate uh, an interesting beer for when I'm when I'm uh, away. And yeah, she'll so find some cool regional beers and bring those back, which is awesome. By interesting beer, she means the one that nobody wanted to drink, and it just happened to be left over. I think. Yeah, whatever's left over. For she the asks asks the distributor for the one that they can't sell, and that sits in a dusty corner, and then she brings out she and dusts it. it off and brings it home to me. Oh, Nate will love this one. Oh, it's great. And he's, well, like, he's like, hey, you want to share this with me? I'm like, no, I bought it for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's all yours. All right, Nate, you let me know if she doesn't bring any beer home, and I'll all right. take care of it. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> Appreciate that. All right, anything else, Nicole? Um, tell JP to suck it. Okay, JP suck it from Nicole, right. in case you didn't hear. <laughs> uh, all right, Philadelphia, there's a sour beer this week, and then next week, Nashville for a Cicerone test. And um, yes. you can uh, find. Oh, this week, I... What's that? 
Next week. Is it all this week, actually? But anyway. Oh, it's all this week. Okay. Uh, you can go and find Cicerone.org and get information about all the Cicerone testing things. You can sign up for tests, and and then you could meet uh, the wonderful Nicole uh, as she administers your test anywhere. And, um, yes, follow – I think you can follow Cicerone on Twitter, too, and find out about this stuff. So You sure can. All right. There you go. All right. Thank you, Nicole. Thanks, Justin. Good luck on your travels this week. And uh, don't worry, uh, Schumann is cleaning up his bedroom right now so that Nathan has a place to live. I'll have a great time now here. That, now that you're moving Okay, to good. I was, I was a little worried about that. Yeah, no, he'll be good. We'll Leave ta- the TV behind. I need that. I'm bringing that back. As long as he's taken care of. All right, we'll take care of him. Okay. Bye, Nicole. All right, bye. There you go. Okay, sorry about that, Cal. Just had to get out some good info about Cicerone. They no problems. Okay, so we had a few more questions um, about the brewery. You know, one thing we haven't talked about with the Electric Brewery. Listeners, you can go to theelectricbrewery.com if you're interested in this. And Cal actually has a whole write-up about how to build an electric brewery that you can buy from there. Plus, uh, just lots of information available for free on the site as well. Um, you know what? Everything's free. The uh, uh, Everything that I – one of the, my mantras in publishing this is – Give it away for free. Do everything at no cost whatsoever. So I do have a, an, an ebook you can download, but that's just oh, a backup okay. of the website. Oh, I so see. Okay. So like it's open. just for those that want to read it offline or have a printable copy or something. But, uh, you know, the best way to give away information is just do it for free. And so everything's up there. Cal, you uh-huh. shut your mouth. We're trying to not give away information <laughs> for free anymore it's over like here. You're, do, you're, you're doing it right now. This is free information. <laughs> yeah. This is great. No, you're right. I agree with you 100%. What are they doing up there in Canada? Just giving away the store? That's right. <laughs> Open That's source right. communists. Right. <laughs> Here, have some free medical coverage, citizens. That's right. That's right. Just You're supposed to pay $1,000 a month for that. What the hell? <laughs> okay, so Cal, talk to us about the cost of building an all-electric brewery. You know, the upfront cost is a bit higher than uh, with gas. I, I, it all depends what you want. Um Typically, a home brewer wants to start off with something cheap and simple because, frankly, they don't know if they like to do home brewing. So they start off with whatever the easiest thing is. And that's often something like a, a mash tun made out of a, a picnic cooler. And then they might get a turkey fryer with a burner underneath. And that serves them well. That makes good beer. You can make you can make very good beer with a very simple setup. There's no need to go fancy. But uh, in my experience talking to and seeing people use these setups, they're constantly cursing about stuck sparges and issues with temperature problems and whatnot. So I knew when I went into it, I wanted to kind of go the opposite direction. I wanted something that where cost was somewhat of the last factor that I would weigh in when building it. Um, so all said and done, I think I have a price breakdown on the website, around $5,000, including some custom uh, hood that's all stainless, mm. including the control panel, all the Blickman pots, everything. So not that far off from what some of the commercial uh, setups will cost with gas, but then I get the, the benefits of electricity and the better precision and control and no obnoxious fumes and so on and so forth. And clearly, if you already have a brew system, the kettles and whatnot that you're converting to electric, then it's significantly cheaper. That's right. Yeah, yeah, you can take you can take already what you have and just uh, go electric. And that seems to be one of the biggest movements right now. If you follow the forums or even just talking to Brad at uh, BYO Magazine, he says all his readers that's that's what they want to know. They want to know how can I go electric? It, uh, 
Right. It seems to be the, I don't know, the wave of the future. The beer might not be any different in the end, but it may be more consistent. It'll cost you a bit less to run. Um, the setup I put together gets an extremely high efficiency. So I get a, out of a sack of uh, grain, I get about 50% more beer than the average home brewer. So while my upfront costs were higher, my run rate is extremely low. So I don't and understand that, that part. Why would it be more... Well, it, it, not because it's electric. It's simply because of oh. the way the system is designed. Um, I pay co- close attention to my pHs. Uh, my mash is extremely efficient. I, I mill correctly. Just attention to detail in every factor. And so my efficiency is up in the mid-90, 95%, I think, uh, last I, I measured. And it's consistently that way. So that means whatever beer I make or plan to make, at the end of the day, the result I have is exactly what I plan to have. Which is always nice. Okay. All right. The process control is built into the system, it sounds like, from the beginning. So what there is, is. Yeah, there is. Sorry. Yeah, the uh, the control panel I have does give you a lot of uh, temperature control, um, which does help a lot with getting exactly the mashes and the steps you want and all that sort of stuff that people like to do. So as more homebrewers uh, try these electric-based systems, obviously one of the costs that's a fixed cost in your situation which would vary a lot from location to location is the cost of the the power itself, and I'm, exactly there may yeah. be some wide variance in in some areas versus others. Some areas may have cheaper or more expensive power. Yeah, of course, I, have exactly. homebrewers weighed in from various areas as they've converted on the efficiency or expense of that sort of thing? Do you have any gauge of of the popularity in various regions or not? Or? I know most people do like to go electric. It's typically always cheaper. I, I know one exception may be New York City, um, but I don't know too many people in Manhattan that have the room to have a homebrew set up in their in their apartments or their uh, uh, their flats or whatever. Um, yeah, I I, I I wouldn't know exactly what uh, what regions of the world it would be uh, more expensive to run gas than electric or vice versa. Sure. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Uh, nobody's really chimed in and say, you know what, this is going to cost me a lot more than doing gas or propane. Right. It's always the it's the opposite. It's often a, a whole factor of difference, a ten to one almost in cost difference. So, uh, yeah. Um, in in our region, people just may think you're growing weed or something. You know, they probably wouldn't. Right. Even. <laughs> or meth. <laughs> yeah. Or meth. <laughs> That's true. Probably wouldn't even uh, cause a blip on the radar. But uh, interesting. Interesting no, the comparison, power, nonetheless. The power usage isn't great either. Uh, it does use a standard dryer outlet, and I mean, once you have your uh, your boils boiling, all it's doing is maintaining it. So you're not uh, you're not pumping out the the electricity constantly. Um, mm-hmm. And same with the hot liquor tank, all the way up to po- uh, pre boil, you're just you heat uh, essentially the the water first, and then you just maintain that. So think of it like running a load or two of uh, of clothes in your dryer. That's probably sort of uh, along the lines of how much heat it uses. Or how much electricity, sorry. Yeah, now, in there is a sort of a point that, that homebrewers may want to consider is, uh, Cal says that once you get it up to temp, it's pretty easy to keep it there. Uh, uh, homebrewers that are on uh, gas could use electric to get it up to temp, and then just let the gas take over to keep it at temp. If they wanted to save one, maybe they could electricity. get four batches out of a tank of propane rather than just two. I see. No, you're right. You do see that. You see some people that actually do, they have an electric uh, hot liquor tank, but then they use propane to boil. Okay. You know, so there's there's different ways to, to skin the cat. Or you might have an electric element in a rims tube. That's a, 
oh, different yeah. way to keep your mash. We, we've that's seen a, that, yeah. yeah. That's a fairly common way for homebrewers to do things. So, Well, now that you're talking uh, about variations on this, I mean, what about like a uh, like a two-metal vessel system and say just a standard uh, cooler mash tun? That's, that's another way to do it, right? I mean, you could have an exchanger in that. In that, uh, you could do the uh, the Herms with a, uh, a a got cooler kind of thing, right? I suppose so. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's um, I've seen two vessel setups. Um, okay. uh, some of them, not not too many. I wanted to go with three simply because it's, sure. it, it it breaks things down and the the cost difference wasn't that much. And, okay, uh, well, that's a good point. It, it makes it makes it simpler. Um, mm-hmm. I'd rather spend you know an extra few dollars up front to keep the process on brew day a bit simpler because I intended to keep this set up for a good 20, 30, 40 <laughs> years. You know, sure. I, I don't want to change it. I've been brewing on it for a good couple of years now, and frankly, there's nothing I'd want to change, which is sort of an odd thing to hear from a homebrewer. where they're always talking about what they want to change, what they want to make better. And frankly, I, I just want to focus on the recipes and the, the part that I enjoy and the, uh, the upfront building and whatnot was almost um it was well it was enjoyable it was almost a chore in a way it was a sort of a, a hurdle you think of a craft brewer he doesn't really care about the equipment he's just worried about the beer and the outcome right he doesn't you don't get craft brewers sitting around talking about what kind of mash time they use as much as you know what kind of hops they use and uh, mash schedules and things like that yeah that's true Except unless you're at the craft brewers conference where they're all talking about yeah. money but i think you're right that's an excellent <laughs> point that you that you, you Ultimately, it's it's the beer yeah. that matters. They want to focus on the creative side of it, yeah. recipe yeah. development, that's right. trying new things, that sort of thing. And that's, that's one of the yeah. Go ahead. Sorry, that's one of the fun things about homebrewing too. Is you can sort of take out of it what you want. I have a lot of friends that they just love the technology. They love to uh, tweak, and uh, their systems are always a part, or they're always adding new things. And the beer is almost a secondary thing. They're they're gadget geeks, mm. while some others simply want to brew beer and uh, make good beer. They don't care about the equipment, so you know, teach their own. All right, I've got a phone call for you. Question, Gary from Texas is on the line, has a question. Gary, what's happening, brother? Hey, not much. How are you guys? Doing all right. Got a question for Cal? I do indeed. So back in, I guess, the mid-'90s or so, I did, uh, when I first got into all grain, I was using electric. It was the old-style electrum bin. I think it was used mostly in the U.K., a plastic bucket with the, uh, with the electric uh, element inside, and it worked great. And my question is, though, that when I would brew, when I would boil, actually, um, there would seem to be a buildup on the element. It would, uh, you know, it would get this beer stone built up on it, and halfway through the boil, or somewhere, somewhere in the boil, it would start to, uh, you know, the it would shut down, right? So the element would shut down because of this beer stone on it. So my question is, what kind of cleaning regime do you have to have? on these electric elements to keep them from shutting down during the boil. That's interesting. Um, this was in the U.K., you said? or No, no. It was uh, something I think that was popular in the U.K. back in the 90s. Oh, I see. Okay. And I got, one, I got my hands on one somehow, and I used it for quite yeah. a while trying to do yeah. all grain until I switched to gas. You know, it might have been uh, an older-style element that was uh, what they call low density. It means there's more heat per square inch. Um, nowadays, the elements that brewers use are called often ultra-low density, which means that they're much, they're longer, they're folded over on themselves, and then they're kind of zigzaggy. So you have much less heat in one spot, so you get less sediment or less uh, stuff forming on them. Um, that said, really, I I don't have anything shutting down. I've never heard of other brewers having the same issue nowadays. And to All clean, right. I just use 
I use an oxygen-based cleaner, something like OxyClean, uh, and a sponge. It's a quick uh, two-minute job uh, uh, in the sink. Yeah, so that must be the case. So you don't have to break it down and clean it every time you boil. No, no, no. You know what? Uh, I don't think I've ever taken my system apart since I built it. I probably should uh, take some things apart and run some cleaner. <laughs> I like I the lazy clean- route. Yeah, well, no, no, I, I run cleaner through it uh, uh, every once in a while. And once a year, I'll actually boil some water with some OxyClean in it just to, and then use my pumps to circulate and see what comes out. But uh, so far, nothing nothing obnoxious has come out the other end. One question for the one sure. question for the caller before he goes. So this this system was set up so that you boiled in a plastic bucket. Do I have that right? Yeah, it was called. It wow. was like an electrum bin. It was yeah, it's the old school. Yeah, stuff. I've heard yeah. of those. That's, that's, it seems like a crazy thing to boil in, but uh, <laughs> I, I, it worked great. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's just fascinating to me. I had to make sure I had that straight. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, if you turned it on when there was no uh, no liquid in oh, it, sure. obviously sure. The, the the it would melt, but. Yeah. Uh, if it was full of wort, it did a great job until it shut down because of the beer stone. But yeah, yeah. it seems like technology has evolved. All right, thanks for I the call, so. Gary. All right, thanks. Cheers, brother. Thanks, Gary. Speaking of the lazy route, can we just from now on have callers and guests talk to each other so yeah. we can just go out in the living room and drink beer? <laughs> and just hang out there. <laughs> yeah, Gary was conducting a fine interview there. I liked that, yeah. And I thought, yeah. I did, you know, kind of on the same uh, thing as Gary was talking about, with the element and, and what might burn. And uh, right. Milo in the chat room wrote in, uh, wanted me to ask you about caramelization in the boil kettle with an electric element, which I think yeah. is an interesting yeah. point because you have this one hot point that's actually inside the liquid. So what that's about right. that? Yeah, that's uh, that's mostly internet folklore from what I've understood. And okay. uh, I've never experienced it. And uh, I think, as I mentioned earlier, the, the wort is in constant motion when you're boiling or even just heating it up there's con- convection currents and whatnot and i've made i've made the lightest absolute lightest loggers you could i made almost a an anheuser bush clone the other day for my my non-craft beer drinkers and that thing was uh had a ton of rice in it and it was extremely extremely light tasting and uh, no issues at all and that's that tends to be what i read on the forums and when i talk to other electric brewers everybody says yeah no issues at all never had it never had one uh caramelization problem or anything like that okay Uh, another person wrote in a vague but interesting question do we have to be as detailed as you recommend on your website about your brewery it sounds like you really (laughs) did think about every part of your uh, process as you said you want to have this this brewery for a long time yeah you know i i spent an enormous amount of time just thinking standing in the lines of uh, or in the aisles of home depot with a part in my hand just looking up in space thinking how the hell can i make this thing work or um you know everybody's allowed to do what they want um i in my guide which turned out to be something like 350 pages i I just I just spill it all and I give detailed explanations as to why I picked what I did and I uh, over other options available. But in the end of the day, I, if somebody's building their brewery, it's for them. They can they can do what they want. Okay. So do you have to be as detailed? I mean, it depends on what you want to do um, and what part they're asking about. If they're asking, do I need to have the system grounded and protected with a ground fault interrupter like a safety device? I'd say. Well, I would highly recommend it, but um, <laughs> you know, for your yeah, own I think I would too. Depends and if you I want don't to know die shit about this. I think I would recommend that. But you know, there's other aspects. You might want to change something else and not use all the buttons and switches that I do. And by all means, uh, uh, go for it. Uh, one thing I, I read a lot on my forum is people will often ask, you know, is there is there a light version, a simple one I can build? 
And then others that are building the same setup will chime in and say, you know what, I, I looked at cutting out some things like you said, but at the end of the day, the cost savings isn't great uh, as compared to just doing exactly the way Cal outlines it. And it'll take you 10 times longer to figure out how to do it. If you just follow the instructions, go through, you'll end up with something that's been sort of tried, true, and tested, and so on and so forth. Okay. But you know what? People can do what they want um, as long as they play safe. Okay. And I think that kind of brings me to our, our final question that you've mentioned a couple of times, and that's just con- you know control of these elements and temperature control and being able to adjust with your mash. Uh, you want to explain a little bit about how you've designed that? Yeah, basically... Um my setup's a, a three-kettle setup, so we have a, the hot liquor tank where water's heated up, and then we have a mash tun, which also serves as the lauder tun. That's where you, you mash your grain. They're essentially like steeping tea, but it's grain in this place. And then the boil kettle. So um, there's, a, there's a, a Herms coil in the hot liquor tank, which is used to heat or gently heat the mash um, water that sits in the... Uh, the mash lauder ton so the, while the 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 sweet word is pumped through the coil in the hot liquor tank um fairly fast at a hard rate and uh it picks up heat from the water so really all you're doing is you're setting your temperature of the hot liquor tank and the other one just follows so if you ramp up your temperature the other one will slowly follow up over a few minutes so are you using the same types of controllers that I use on my, my propane system to control turning the elements on and off, I, I guess is kind of what I mean? I don't know. What do you use on your propane Well, system? we're just using like Ranko temp controllers. And yep. of course, More Beer has designed a fantastic system where I can, you know, I can set the temperature of my mash and it will turn, you know, I have the same kind of Herm system. It will right, turn right. the burner off in that hot liquor tank. It'll turn it on and off uh, to keep that uh, hot liquor tank a consistent temperature. Um, have you designed a similar thing that, that really just takes a, a temperature controller and turns the electric element on and off? That's basically what it is. It's a okay. bit more intelligent. Uh, it's, a, it's a PID controller, and what that does is it, it can see how fast you're coming up to the temperature or down to the temperature you're trying to achieve versus the, the other ones you mentioned. I think they're love controllers, and they're basically just on and off. What they do is they say if the temp's too low, turn on the heat and then once right. you hit the target temperature it turns it off but what happens uh, you tend to over undershoot and oscillate constantly whereas a PID controller sees how fast you're coming up and will slow down so think of you know driving your car if you're coming up to a stoplight you don't have your foot on the gas until you're a, an inch from the stoplight and then slam on the brakes right. you, slow, you, know, you start to sort of slow down as you're getting close so you hit your target exactly nice so PIDs learn and... You haven't they, driven in California, have you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a certain class of driver here. Yeah, we're they on could, or off. That's they may it. not be uh, off from the... Yeah, they, I'm not going to say two which... Two-foot uh, driving. Love yeah. controller yeah. drivers. Yeah. Love controller drivers. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we have those up here as well. The two-foot drivers. That's right. Yeah. 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 So oh, well, that's, that's interesting. Built, yeah, it's all built into the controllers. It's not something you have to manually figure out yourself. Uh, it just comes uh, as part of the, the $40 little controller that you end up using. So it's... Uh, it's straightforward, and you can use them for gas, too, I believe. I'm not sure. sure. No different. Um, no different. Yep, just measuring exactly. the temperature. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking at just a couple of pictures of your system here on, on uh, theelectricbrewery.com, and i got to say, your brew house is gorgeous, man. How clear is that Thanks. beer he's got pictured there? That's what I was wondering. Is yeah, that, is that pretty that. clear? That's clear enough. It's looking yeah, good, nice. Good job. 
He seems to be quite a photographer, too. I think he's taking some time into yeah, his yeah, pics as well. Yeah, good lighting in that so he shot, yeah. You know, it was a lot of work. Uh, had I known how much work this was to do going in, I figured, ah, 20, 30 hours of documenting here, it'll help somebody out. Right. And, oh, man, no, no, it's... 200 it's 300. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for least. one, per article, and there's about a dozen articles. I mean, some of the uh, some of the articles, like how to build the control panel, was the last one I put up because I was dreading writing it, and that thing was about 300 hours of work. Uh, wow. Just to write, you know. I don't think I've a- worked 300 hours in my whole life. <laughs> he's, he's way more organized. Never than, mind than on most one article. Of us. Yeah. <laughs> Not only is well, it a uh, great looking brewery, but it's a t- um, it's attached to it's like is in in his basement, you know, and it's attached to his his home theater yeah. naturally, you know. Right. So he's got like a big oh, bar really? set up and a big home theater, like a with tiered seating, leather chairs, and then the uh, brewery, and then he's got a big bar and like four different taps. He's got the chalkboard where he writes what's on tap. I mean, Cal, is, when's the last time you left? home it's a wet dream yeah i i don't i work from home and that's one of the <laughs> what a surprise <laughs> it's been 17 years as a matter of fact it's the apocalypse bunker with everything you need that's where you need to be yeah, that's the danger i have to keep the lights off over the taps when I'm, i work quite literally uh, just around the corner from where the taps are and when i walk by to take like a, oh, a that's bathroom dangerous. break i have to I, I have to stop myself no 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 i'm still working I'm right still working. right that is not I have that same trouble. Except actually. for you don't actually keep going. You stop at the tap. I stop and drink, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah okay. we, have, we have a lot of guests. We have a lot of guests that in, uh, partake in the uh, in the beer drinking, which is good. It means I get to brew more often. Sure. That's the fun part. Well, exactly. I'm looking at your brewery, too, and, and it, I've got a question from a listener. I see sure. that you have a hood over your brewery, and yep. Bug Eater, one of our listeners, wrote in, you know, he wanted to know about the ventilation requirements for brewing inside. How are you avoiding humidity problems? Um, I could Obviously, you've got a hood, but maybe you could even elaborate about how other people might avoid it. Yeah, that's, that's a common problem is people like to brew indoors, but, uh, you know, you're boiling off a gallon or two an hour, and that's, you know, raises the humidity in the house like crazy, not to mention the smell. So... My mine's in a small room underneath the front steps of the house, so the door is closed when I'm in there, and I have a, I have air coming in, fresh air in, out of one uh, hole in the wall, and I have this vent with a big fan blowing out uh, the other side of the room, and it's about a 400 CFM fan that I use, and the, the vent hood I use is something that's uh, like a restaurant-grade stainless steel, essentially like a box with the bottom cut off, and that just... Uh, funnels all the moisture up into the fan and right out the window now there's other ways to do it a lot of guys use just cheap uh vent hoods that you might use over your range or something and it does it does help a bit um but to really do it right i find you have to get a good fan and uh, so i list the the makes and models and some some ideas on my site there's a whole article about ventilation oh good okay talks about the ins and outs Really, the idea was uh, somebody that wants to build exactly the same thing or have any kind of ideas um, can go and not have to sort of fill in the blanks. I wanted to make sure I cover every single aspect. So ventilation is one that I I do cover, and I have a a YouTube video about that up there. Yeah, I would say don't really skimp on the ventilation side. I can't even cook bacon on my stove with the fan we have without setting off all the fire alarms in here. And that's your regular kind of an oven fan. You know, you can turn yep. it on. It's supposed to get stuff. Never mind boiling off two gallons an hour. Uh, I, I would say if you're planning on brewing inside, it sounds to me that the one place not to skimp is figuring out your ventilation situation. You know, I agree. It's true. I mean, it's some, it depends on the, the house and whatnot and the room. Uh, some people just right. uh, open a couple of windows, but I'm not sure I'd want to buy the house after them. But 
I'm trying to picture Schumann's room right now and seeing if we can build an electric brewery in there and what we'd have to do for <laughs> ventilation, Chad. Because we could have the, the walk-in in the closet and the brewery in the room. It definitely needs ventilation. You ever smell that room when he's in there? <laughs> yeah. We have to do something about that. <laughs> definitely. Need, it actually seeps through the wall into Chad's room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Slime. Right. We should just knock out the wall in between your rooms now, Chad. There we go. You can have your own little lounge, your yeah. own brew lounge you in there. You can have a guest room. Right. Uh-huh. All right, listeners, you can go to theelectricbrewery.com and read all about Cal's construction. You can see the great pictures of his brewery and his man cave, I guess, is probably a better and more accurate description. And uh, get all the instructions you need to build your own electric brewery at home. Cal, I appreciate you spending time with us today, man. No problem. It's been a pleasure, guys. All right, brother. Good luck, and keep making... Uh, actually, I just want to taste some of your beer. I want to know if this uh, this whole electric thing really doesn't uh, put the flavor off, you know? Well, come on up. If you're ever in Ottawa, just stop on by. Oh, yeah. We'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. Sounds good. Which side of Canada is Ottawa on? The, the right. About, the right side. If I'm looking at a map, the it's right on the side. right side. It's the right uh-huh. side of the hat. I've been there before. I've been to Toronto before. That's the red side. Yeah, that's cl- it's, it's actually about, further east even than that. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about five hours east. Sort of right beside boat. Montreal. Is it still cold as fuck there right now? It's, uh, let's see, it's five Celsius. What, what's that in uh, Fahrenheit? I don't know. It's uh, Yeah, it's cold. Yeah, 5C cold. is cold. That's yeah, yeah. like just s- above freezing. Yeah. Yep, our snow is just melting. All right, I'll wait for a while before I come visit you. <laughs> Sounds good. Cool, Cal. Thanks very much, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Once again, theelectricbrewery.com. You can go check it out over there and uh, learn all about how to do your own electric brewery. It's really a well-done website. Oh, he's very thorough. Oh, man, that's a great job. links and picks and references to everything that he's used to build this thing. He's he's thought about that from the beginning and... In thinking about if anyone wants to follow in his footsteps and how what they would do to do that, it's very detailed. I forgot to ask what he does for a living. He's got too much time on he's, his hands. He's got to be an engineer. He works for Hewlett Packard. Yeah, he does uh, web. I think web development. Oh, I see. His his uh, major in college was electrical engineering. So man knows what he's doing. Oh, so he knows probably about high power circuits and stuff. Exactly. Like that. Sounds like he knows about everything. Right, JP? I agree. Fascinating stuff, huh, buddy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, here's what we're going to do. It's an electric topic, I'm telling you. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I just saw that the uh, Justin TV cam went down the my computer. I hate it. I hate it. The camera doesn't like me being here. It's my, my influence, I'm pretty sure. It's time for a new computer. Well, tell InBev that we need a new computer. We've got to recapitalize. <laughs> That's right. I gotta tell them, look, look, I spent a little too much time searching for bestiality on the internet, and I got a bunch of viruses. My computer can't stay alive anymore. Yes, thirty cameras 30, down. I don't have a cup to piss in. I was in. searching for the zoo. They got thirty-eight million. They can throw yeah, us you, a few, were, a you were. You were searching for zoo manimals. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't. Backslash apply. <laughs> Uh, Terrence the Black is here, and it's uh, Schumann's uh, last official show as a resident of the Rat Pad. So we'll be talking to Schumann. Uh, we'll get insight from Terrence about Shu and his life decisions, uh, as well as insight from Sam, who I think, let's face it, has we'll, no sight at all. It's going to give us some of the best insight. Anyway, I think Sam ah. should give us all insight on all of our life decisions. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, when I come here, it's like a break from my real life. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> I know, I did. <laughs> Bebo came, I, I said, where's Sam? Uh, not here. He's out doing things. 
Can you get him here? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So here's what we'll do. We'll take a break. Later in the show, we've got a new uh, Stump the Stoner uh, to play. Also, I've got feedback to do, and we'll learn about Schumann's life decisions from Sam and Terrence the Black. Hang in there. It's the session. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Brewcasters. Brewcasters on the Brewing Network. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to Riverside Dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, Special Rotating Taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Whether I'm making me dry stout or rebuilding me kegs, I head to the heart of dear Dublin for me homebrewing supplies. You head all the way back to Emerald Isle just for a wee batch of grain for a bit of keg tubing. No, you moronic waste to deliver Dublin, California. I go to HopTech. For 30 years, HopTech in Dublin, California has been supplying homebrewers with malt extract, fresh grains, hops, spices and sugars, hop oils and extracts, and much more. HopTech is one of the first homebrew supply shops on the internet and is proud to offer award winning beer kits, both online and in their store. Mention the BN Army for a 10% discount off your order. The store is open every day except Wednesday or shop online at hoptech.com anytime. Hoptech is run by passionate, award-winning brewers who live, love, and travel for beer and bring their experience to the store for you. If you don't want to visit Dublin, just call toll-free 800-DRY-HOPS or go to hoptech.com. Visit Hoptech today in Dublin, California and at hoptech.com. When Blickman Engineering set out to design a great brewing stand, they knew it had to be strong, adaptable, and last for a lifetime. The top-tier brewing stand is now proudly available at BlickmanEngineering.com. It grows with your brewing skills and equipment. Start with 5-gallon coolers on its heavy-gauge stainless steel shelves. Then move all the way up to 30-gallon pots on the high-output burner tiers. Speaking of burners, the custom Blickman Engineering top-tier burners are extremely powerful, efficient, and amazingly quiet. They have safety stops to center your pot and they'll last a lifetime and won't rust. The top-tier brewing stand allows virtually infinite combinations from traditional gravity systems to two tiers to completely horizontal. Configure your stand the way you want and have the freedom to change it at any time in the future. Your brewing stand should adapt with you, not force you to learn a new process. Visit BlickmanEngineering.com today to configure your top-tier brewing stand and to find a local Blickman retailer. You'll be surprised with all the flexible features and the competitive price. Start brewing with Blickman from the top tier. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. 
Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of our 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Our Williams Belgian Pale Extract is mashed with pure Belgian two-row malt and a small percentage of Belgian wheat malt for an authentic Belgian character you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out our unique fermenters, two-and-a-half-gallon kegs, paintball tank-based draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and much more. We even have our own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse our vast selection. That's williamsbrewing.com. Orders placed by 3.30 p.m. Pacific time ship the same day. Brewing is easy. The Williams way. Wait till you can pour it out of your own kegerator. (laughs) I mean, your friends will look at you with awe. And And it's just hot. It is? It's so super hot. (laughs) (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. Welcome back to the program, everybody, and welcome myself back to the beer drinking world. Oh, now got a nice pint right. of Janet's Brown. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that's just a good way to come back. I'll say. Yep. So I was at Russian River last night, Tasty, and you know there's a there's a rumor going around that there was a batch of Janet's Brown brewed there recently. Yeah, it was on day three when you were there. Yeah. So you just brewed it there this week? Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Nice man. Yep. Is it just going to go on tap at the pub there or what? Well. Some of it will go on tap there. A lot of it's going to be sent down to the San Diego area. Oh, okay. Right around the time of the uh, NHC conference. Oh, that a boy. Maybe nice. to include uh, BNA6. Man with a plan. Yes, yeah, yeah. Vinny's a good guy to partner up with. He, okay, good. He gets it. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking yeah. forward to that then. Yeah. I had a lot of temptation last night. Mm. Ooh, of all, you know, well, there were a lot of dudes at the bar last night, uh, so yeah. I'm glad you, you kept <laughs> yeah. it steady. And, no, it is did the and importantly, that he didn't act on it. Yeah, just I temptation. Did, no. Did, did you try the uh, happy hops or the defenestration? Yeah. I had the happy hops. I really didn't like it. No, no. I had something it, about the hop flavor. Yeah, the, I think it's more the happy, yeah. really, that you had a problem with. The happy hops is that an experimental hop. He's the, using that the three, seagull, yeah. the seagull ranch. Hop three six no, that's different. No, it's yeah, three, it has six, a weird nine. number. Yeah, three, and then six, nine. they oh. had a seagull one too. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't really care for three, either six, of the nine, experimental hops. Yeah, it's like a hop that doesn't have a name yet. It's yeah, got it. Cool. I had well, the happy hops at CBC and enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, and then I had... Uh, God, what was the one I had last night? There was another one that was new there. The Seagull night. Ranch Hop beer? I had that yeah. last yeah. night. The Belgo American? How the was defense, that? Yeah, yeah, defenestration. That I one? didn't yeah. have that. I, no, I did taste that. I, I wasn't know. a big fan of that, but that's because I don't like Belgian-American style beers. I don't like yeah. that uh, hoppy, Neither do I. And I... Uh, <laughs> Uh, but I did we have but the the <laughs> we all agree with that. the Steven Seagal beer the Steven Seagal Ranch Seagal Ranch yes <laughs> that the one ponytail was, beer I ordered it three times I kept saying uh, I, well I ordered it and and I ordered like four beers at once and he's like so this is the uh, what's the full name I forget the exact name there's a Seagal uh, Seagal uh, Ranch is in the name of the beer Seagal's in the beer some I read there's another yeah, word right. in there that you used already though when you mm, said it the first time Seagal hop Seagal I don't remember. 
Whatever it was, I kept saying, "Is this the Seagal beer?" And he's like, "This is the this is the ranch." The ranch. Yeah. Do you mean it's the Seagal beer? This is the ranch. Is it the fucking Seagal beer? It says it on the menu yeah. right there. So apparently, I'm pronouncing it wrong because he did not want to give in to me. Yeah. As I was like, well, "I ordered the Seagal." It says it right there. It is Seagal Select. Seagal Select. Oh, is what it's called. Say, this is the Select. Yeah. Is it the Seagull? It's, it's Se- the Select. Seagull's how they're saying it. Fucking yeah. bartender. Seagull Select. It's, it says two words up there, and one of them is Seagull. Can you just say yes so I know which beer this is? I think they don't want to get people going, oh, Steven Seagull beer. Well, then don't name it then. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think they kind of realize that after the fact. Right. Which well, I like better. They, I think they ought to just go with it. They ought to call it, uh, what are his stupid movies? Point of No Return or Death <laughs> Hard by... to Kill. Oh, no, wait, no, that's, 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 that's what I was thinking of. No, yeah, oh, that's not? Sucks. I think that's Van Damme, actually. Oh. He has a reality show where he's a sheriff. Yeah, it's real good, too. He's like a real sheriff in yeah. that, isn't He's been it? doing it for like 20 years, like before he was acting. That's stupid. It's rad. Why would you go be a sheriff after you've made a bunch of money acting? Because he's, he's, he's not donating relevant. his time. He's not He's not getting money for it. He's giving so back he to just the community. Like, he just digs on like... He's giving back to the community. Like dominating people. <laughs> no, he like he just wants to go arrest dudes. He like helps the teams, but he like talks to the people and you know he, yeah, he goes and like con- like talks to the the people that they capture and he's like, "Dude, you got to get your life." He's like but Dog he's the Bounty a- Hunter but less oh. douchey. But he's a asswipe. Why would anyone want to get talked to by that? I think that it's guy? pretty great, man. I don't know. People in the community love. Really? Yeah, man. Hard to kill was Steven Seagal, by the way. Also under siege. Didn't he like Redonkula. Didn't he like bang and molest everybody who was ever on er- any set he ever did? Was yeah, it? but you just so described every actor. So <laughs> yeah, but he's fine now as a sheriff. Then it's fine. You can stop uh, molesting people. No, I just think it's cool. I see. Above the law, on deadly ground, the Glimmer Man. Does anybody like Steven Seagal movies? Thank God. <laughs> Thank you, all of you. I just want to... I don't know the, that I've ever seen one. For the first yeah. time in the history of the BN, I, I want to genuinely thank each and every one of you from the well, bottom of my heart. I do watch them when they're on, though. Okay. All right, we got a phone call, oh, and right. it looks like we have Hop Tech Brewing on the line. Hop Tech! Yeah? No? Oh. Uh, that was my fault, probably. Yeah. What did they have for us, Eva? He heard his uh, commercial and just wanted to say thank you and oh. be nice. And then you started talking about how douchey Steven Seagal was, and he was probably like, oh. He's probably like, I love Steven Seagal. He's <laughs> like, there goes that sponsorship. Uh, we love HopTech. Oh, yeah. well. All right. If he calls back, I'll let you know. Okay, so a couple of things going on tonight. Uh, you know, as I said, it's, it's Shuki's last show as a resident of the Rat Pad. Chad's very upset, I can tell. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah How can you tell, by the way, Shoot with Chad? In. Chad's like in there sweeping out his room, and, and take, where's your key, Shuman? Yeah, just give leave us, that give stuff. Yeah, I'll yeah. take care of it. I'll take care <laughs> Exactly. I'll move that for Oh, you. hey, Shuman, how you doing? <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll miss you. So, so we'll find out, but I have a feeling that Schumann is trading his life here at home for a life on the road perpetually now. If you mean on the road uh, by bouncing between couches, yes. You're right. Well, Dude, his cock is community property. Dude couches. That's the truth, isn't it? 
Oh, I really got to go to that show tomorrow. As a traveling minstrel. Oh, maybe my shit's working now. I can give you some deets. I would give you the stars in the sky. If Schumann were to open for Steel Panther, I would finally consider him a success. <laughs> I'd finally consider going to a show of his. I, I would give him the respect he deserves. If he opened for a joke band, that yeah. would be your confirmation? Yes. I would go, joke you know what? Band. I would have tears in my eyes as I said, Schumann, my friend, you have made it. They're not a joke, dumb band. You have arrived, Steel Schumann. Panther. Thank you. House of Blues, Las Vegas, 4811. Buy me a ticket right now. 11.30 p.m. I don't have any money. Don't let me miss out. You have more money than I do. That's next Friday, huh? Yeah, next. Yeah, so, uh, oh, they play tomorrow uh, on the Strip. So Mondays they play uh, on the Sunset Strip. Fridays, apparently, they play at House of Blues. Oh, I thought it was tomorrow in Vegas. No, I I was wrong. Damn it! We could have, I could have... Potentially watched us win the championship, knock on wood, and then gone to see Steel Panther all in one Ooh. night. <clears throat> but I might be going down to L.A. Monday. Maybe I can see him for you. Yeah, that's what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. JP's plotting in a really creepy way. Over wow, there. they're playing in Chicago uh, at a place called Cubby Bear. Oh, Cubby yeah. Bear. Did you send me an email, Moscow? Because I didn't get it. I didn't send shit. Uh, and, and I yeah, need it. I did. I need it. I need it right now. All right, here's what we're going to do. I got feedback to do, I guess. Uh, Beave, I can't take calls right now. It's yeah. okay. Uh, it keeps disconnecting. Fuck. Whatever. You're so dumb. Yeah, sometimes. it's in my scent box, Jay. You should have it. Oh, well, I don't. I know what I should have. <laughs> All right, uh, who's feedback brought to oh, us today? Wow. Oh, you know, feedback is brought to you today by HopTech Homebrew in Dublin, California. Right. You can go to hoptech.com and check it out. Our good Wait friends at HopTech homebrew bring you this segment of feedback oh my god you've got mail okay dear gurus of all things brewing who's that and jp they got the wrong show uh, fuck you as i found myself trying to download archive shows the past few days before the subscription fees hit it hit me about what a douchebag i am yep Instead of uh, continuing to simply talk about donating, tonight I signed up as a corporal in the BN Army. Yeah, buddy. All right. Yeah, buddy. That's rank. I don't think it's unreasonable uh, at all to ask for some compensation for your hard work, whether it's 99 cents a download or a subscription fee. Or $38 million from AB and Bev. He says, I actually had the same idea as Bevo with 30-minute previews of shows. There's hands down no one doing what you guys do. Uh, to that point, I want to assure you, you have a fan base in Georgia, referencing the Moon River Show. And it's growing every day. I'm in the beverage industry, and not a week goes by that I don't point someone new to your show. You guys have been a source of entertainment and sanity the last year and a half, and I may actually have learned a thing or two when I wasn't paying attention. Sanity. <clears throat> Learning. So to all of you, uh, continued success, and thank you from Josh in Atlanta. Hotlanta, motherfucker. Thanks, Josh. I was saying... Josh the man. From Scott. Justin, you puss-nutted, no-talent oh. hack. Oh, what's puss a puss-nutted? Nutted? I don't know, but that's new. Yeah. I, haven't been, I don't think I've been new, called that man. one before. Nothing about puss I don't like. <laughs> or wow. nutting. Okay. Wow. Wear that, wear that puss-nut with pride. <laughs> yeah. Tasty makes a good point. Justin, you puss-nutted. Oh, we already did that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm hoping you can get the brewers in the studio to help me out. He wants me to know, too. how do I deal with trube and break material? I'm currently boiling an eight-gallon pot without a bottom port, and using my immersion chiller, I siphon uh, 
After using my immersion chiller, I siphon off the wort, leaving the brake and a bunch of beer behind. I'm building a three-vessel system with a pump, and I don't want to transfer all that nasty stuff. I ferment in glass carboys, and I'm too lazy to transfer into one carboy. Uh, wait for the wort to settle, and then rack into another carboy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, twice the cleaning, twice the chance of can- contamination. Right. Yep. Anaconical isn't in my budget. Anaconda. So what are my options? Thanks for the help. Yep, 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 yep. yep. From Scott yep. in yep. Kentucky. <laughs> hey, he's got my tangling. What do you think, he guys? As far as you can read. Well, Fuck. Scott sounds like he's chilling in that same kettle without the... Hella sick. Yeah, without the ball valve or the port at the bottom. Did he mention Whirlpool? He didn't mention that. That's one option. Well, you should do one. Yeah. <laughs> what else? That would be appropriate tasty? for a troop. Uh, this is something I, I sort of have a question about. Uh, do most people whirlpool with the chiller in, in the in the in the pot when they're whirlpooling, or do they take it out for, and then put it back in, or what? I don't know. I use uh, external chilling, so it doesn't really apply. But I, I think the Jamil chiller. <laughs> well, is he's based chilling. On his chilling it. is fine. He's chilling inside. He's, I think his problem is the average, like beginning homebrewer. Uh, okay. The same as I am. So, he then is, uh, yeah, he's siphoning well, he or, or, or tipping or, or dumping, dumping it the, over, and yeah. he just right. wants to know if he has any he's, options. He's getting all the true. Well, sure, he's, yeah. Well, you definitely, you definitely want to do a whirlpool, which yeah. would should put your trube at least in the you know inner ninety five percent of your your vessel, right in the middle at the bottom. Now you want to get your siphon hose down at the edge where the in the other five percent. Yep. So you're just pulling clear wort. Or you could siphon not right from the bottom, but a few inches off the top. Oh uh, yeah, you could do a, a well. few inches off the top for a while, and then go down as your as the level. Goes You'll up. lose a little bit of wart, but if you really want clear wart, that may be a trade off that you're willing to make. Yeah, or you That's can stop option. being a fucking pussy and get a ball valve. Yeah, time's on the side. Yeah, <laughs> definitely just let it sit for a few extra minutes. You yeah, know? let it's it settle out. You know? Yeah, yeah. There's no hurry. Uh, <clears throat> It's nice and sturdy. You've done all the hard part. Yeah, just take a break. JP a has a point, though. If you... <laughs> take a break. Yeah, relax. Don't transfer right away. JP right. has a point, though. If you, whenever he gets a couple extra bucks, it may be consider, uh, worth considering a ball valve setup. Simplify things a lot. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I was just calling a pussy. Well, you ball, just... ball valve or siphon, you still want to get the work from the edge. Yeah, which right. Yeah. Sometimes a U-shaped kind of thing helps even with the ball valve. Okay. Uh, here's another one. Hey, Justin and company started listening to the Sunday Session podcast a couple months ago. My first impression was that you were a bunch of morons sitting around in a studio making sexist and racist jokes. Thank Since you. then, well, nothing has we, changed. We yeah. do that. But once I was able to get past the first 30 minutes of grab ass, I realized that there's some really good homebrew information to be gained. Yeah, racist. I now look forward to listening to the Sunday Session as well as Bruce Strong, the Jamil Show, and the Homebrew Chef each week. I still think you're a bunch of morons sitting around a studio with some really good beer and knowledge to share. Pretty much. Well, if you want that to change, uh, listen to Lunch Meat. I also have to say that I sampled quite a few other homebrew-themed podcasts, and the BN blows everything else out of the water. Yeah, we do. Everything else is either too much bullshit messing mm-hmm. around with not enough good info, or too boring to listen to. So good job for striking the right balance. Smacking her lips. Yeah. Uh, I recently became a private in the BN Army. Um, oh. Fully support you guys. I would like to suggest you make hop grenade decals for car windows. Yeah, they're called stickers. We oh, have one. I bought a sticker, but it covers no. up too much. Of, what are you so angry about tonight? JP? I'm just trying to be funny. I'm sorry. You're, not, you're just being mean. Well, then I'll stop. Talking. I bought no, just just no, be funny instead. I can't try. Sometimes I don't know the difference. Try not having two extremes. He said, "I bought a sticker, but it covers too much of my rear view, so I'm putting it on my bottling bucket instead." Cheers. Keep up the good work. Do funny, not angry. Sometimes I can't. Do. F- Sometimes it's hard. I'm sorry. 
is. That's all right. Okay. Life is hard. Yeah, it is. Do it anyway. I can't. You can. I've, I try. You can try right now. Make a nice joke about Moscow right now. Oh, That's Jesus. not mean. Make one positive joke about oh. Moscow. Let's try this. I'm more sensitive than him, though, remember? <laughs> but it's gonna what are you posi- about to do to me? It's going to be positive, though. He's going to make a positive. It has to be funny? We're going to have a breakthrough. It's not like a compliment. It has to be funny, right? It has to be a funny thing about that's good about Moscow without insulting somebody else in the studio. Okay. All right. <laughs> I so I hear Moscow is really good uh, as a goalie. Um, well, I wonder what he has to do for practice. Have the teams throw pennies on the ground and he dives for them? <laughs> is that positive? I don't know. Is it? I don't know that. Is it positive? Yeah, I don't know what that was. It's kind of a Jew joke, I think. It is. Well, yeah, it, it, is. Is. it is. But it's Which, not mean. I guess not. It's only not racist. Right. It's not it's mean. Well, look, he's the only guy in the studio for the whole show going, $38 billion. <laughs> that was funny. That's mean. Is it mean? I See, know. I don't know that. <laughs> I just thought it was funny. mean. Yeah. All right. We're going to keep working on this right. for the rest of the show. No right. filter. Try to try to make every joke a happy joke. A happy joke. Let's see how this goes. It's gonna All be right. Good. I'll try. It's going to be a But good if I'm getting a, something, I, I, I'll i say it and you have to be quiet while it comes to me. Okay. That's fine. We'll do that. Because I don't want to pass a moment. I'll agree to that. And then yeah. we'll all together decide if it's positive or negative, And we'll, we're going to help you through this. All right. All right. That would be fine. I could. All right. I'll do it. Okay. Ryan writes in uh, to all the brewcasters, the Brewing Network. Yes, even you, JP. I have been a long-time <laughs> listener. What do you have nice to say about Ryan? Quick. Um, <laughs> that's what I thought. <laughs> he. It was really. See, I can't. I don't. I can't do nice and funny. Sometimes I can. Sometimes I can't. I can barely do funny. Let's be honest, right? I really want to give you some of my shrink sessions. <laughs> I really want to be, like donate my shrink <laughs> like certain hours. What are these fucking food stamps? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ask him. Hey, can I just like give these out to some of my friends? <laughs> I want to give you just one. I'm not going to be here this week because i got to go to Vegas to watch Oh, can game. I have yours? You want my session? I do, yeah. <laughs> if you still pay for it. He wants to get paid either way, I think, whether I miss it or Talking not. Talking about me or your okay. shrink? My shrink. Yeah, all right. Uh, anyway, even you, JP. I've been a long-time listener at the Brewing Network as well as continuous forum lurker. Uh, I thought I should write in and tell you all thank you. Brewing Network's been a part of my morning routine for as long as I can remember. Various types of content at the BN as uh, 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 blah, 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 brewing techniques are good, et cetera, et cetera. I live in Florida. Uh, maybe you guys could do another East Coast show. Uh, anyhow, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Thanks from Ryan. Uh, okay. okay. <clears throat> Here's one for Chad. Chad, I believe I recall that you thought you had a batch uh, or perhaps more that you believe suffered from over-oxygenating. Hmm. Uh, you spoke of this on one of the podcasts. I don't recall which one it was. Um, anyhow, can you tell me which episode this was? I'm guessing no. No, I don't remember. And if not, can you tell me what your experience was uh, that was evidence of over-oxygenating? Uh, what are the symptoms? Uh, you know, pretty much it was something that uh, Jamil had detected, to be honest with you, and he brought it to my attention. Oh, like, I mean, Jamil says your beer tastes like shit. That's a good indication. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a good, yeah, it's a strong... Uh, it was this kind way of saying this sucks. What, what flavor was it? It was, harsh, was it harsh? It was a harshness. It was basically just uh, hitting the yeast a little too hard, you know, basically... Um, Causing some astringency or some stress kind of stress the to the yeast. Yeah, okay. So was it, was everything it? else in the beer was nice except for this one harsh, like... <clears throat> yeah, he just... It was a, a fermentation characteristic that he had picked up that was a little off. And uh, just was a stressed yeast kind of characteristic. Too much growth, perhaps? Exactly. That sort of thing? Yeah. yeah that's, Nate, that's do what, you have any better like flavor know, descriptors yeah. of what the flavor is? If I had to guess, I would think that over-oxygenation would 
potentially cause too much yeast growth. And if you like know, fusel you, alcohol, or was it like a hot fermentation, more or less? Potential ester production, or potential diacetyl or acetaldehyde mm-hmm. left behind. Maybe um, I forget what the sp- he uh, he had described it as, but yeah, I was actually thinking about this again recently when going back and listening to the last uh, White Lab show and some of my recent beers using uh, California ale yeast. I think I've slightly over oxygenated. When if you have the proper pitch, you can oxygenate. You know, just a minute or two probably at most without having to go beyond that and going beyond that you probably risk you know extra uh, yeast byproducts left in the beer and that sort of thing due to too much growth mm-hmm. uh, as is what i would would guess you know if there, there maybe could other some other pressures or something like that put on the yeast just by having too much oxygen present i suppose and maybe that's what jamil was talking about but how, how does that happen over oxygenation too long, too hard. You know, yeah. there's a lot of it's debate like here. Like, there's a saturation point, some people say, and there's not. Um, there's oh. been a debate about this, right? Um, right. Well, the, Chris the, White's well maybe the point is bit. you don't want to be at saturation. Yeah. yeah. Right. You want to be somewhere below that. So I think what Scott's asking, I mean, the, the brewer is going to add industrial oxygen, not just, you know, necessarily shaking the carboy. And we're talking about an instance where the brewer has a diffusion stone. They're adding, um, Inline. you know, mm-hmm. industrial oxygen into the beer to, to help fermentation happen properly, but you. Since it's industrial oxygen, you can you have such pure O2 that and a device to deliver it into solution with such efficiency, you could overshoot it. Are they like a, they're like air stones? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's a stainless steel like stone, carbonating water. Right, the, right. The, the Same thing. Hmm. Yeah. The more you know, I can't do it. I can't be nice. Try it. Give I can't. <laughs> you have nothing but meanness inside. Yeah. You. you have nothing but blackness inside right. you. Well, that's not fair to say. You that's know. racist. Oh. But uh, I, I don't know. I can't do it. I wanted Keep to say trying. a couple things. Keep trying. We got time. I we have, got time. I have, but, I have but, faith in you. But funny, not a compliment, but nice. Nice humor. Bill Cosby humor. You want me to Cosby this motherfucker. That's what you want me to do. You need a That's sweater. Right. All right. That's right. And we got time. You just keep, you just keep at it, buddy. <sighs> Can I get some pudding <laughs> while I fucking think about this? Put on an awful sweater? Yes. Get make lots of money? Yes. All right. All right, that was from uh, Tim in Pittsburgh, PA. All right, here's another question, guys. This one, a uh, couple questions from Beer Biggin. Uh, he says, yo, brewcasters. Just something nice, JV? <laughs> <laughs> you mother... Uh, one tech question, he says, I was reading Ray Daniels' book, Brewing Great Beers. Isn't it, It's Designing Great Beers, isn't it? Yeah, designing, yes. Yeah, so designing Great Beers. And on page 20, he states that black malt imparts little color to the head... And it contain because it contains no enzymes. Well, it is a recessive gene. He says, "I find you had to stop." I did. <laughs> At least you're on the same page now. You just can't get yeah. to your page. Yeah. yeah. He says it's hard to get to page when you can't finish the the book or something. So black malt imparts little color to the head is what he's getting at. He says, "I find that a very interesting statement." So what about uh, malts does does impact head color? And how would you adjust recipes to exploit that feature of malt? Now, I don't know if you guys can answer this on the fly, but I love the question because I often comment about uh, you know really good beers that have a matching color head. Sure. I don't mean that it's black if it's a black beer, right? But a chocolate yeah. beer having a chocolate head. Yeah. Yes. Yep. So I've seen that. You guys know anything? <laughs> I'm being serious now. Oh, I thought that was just your polite contribution. Oh, fu- is that all you're looking for? Is just stupid shit like that? Yeah. I'm actually trying to work at it. I have seen that. Yeah. Right. No, you're good. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you guys know what enzymes or how you can plan for head color in a recipe? Anybody got that? 
Well, I, I do, when I make a beer, I notice what head color I get from each crystal malt. I notice that, that adds, that's a little different, different from thing. From crystals, okay. Those are like the crystals, you know, well, 20 and 40 are hard to, well, 20 is hard to see, but 40 through like 120 give a different head color. Okay. Um, after that, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, if, there's usually other grains uh, in the mix that I can't tell which is giving what contribution. Yeah, this might be a John Palmer. What yeah, do you got, That's Nate? an interesting yeah, question. Yeah. The, you know, there's a, well, SRM might have some... Uh, so the the man who wrote in mentioned that uh, black malt was what Ray was commenting on. Yeah. The black malt, I'm not sure, so maybe black, black, patent? black patent, I would assume, I assume yeah, black. I'm trying to figure out what the comment would have been in context, but... I don't know. I actually may not agree intuitively. I would think that Black Patent would have would contribute something to the head color of the beer, but maybe not. Um, it was interesting in the one of the last shows that we had done for Can You Brew It, the Rogue Shakespeare Stout, even though we found the flavor profile to be nearly exactly the same as the beer, that you had made the comment, Justin, that commercial beers often on the Can You Brew It show that were dark beers. The commercial beers often had a darker head color yeah. than the homebrewer was able to achieve. Yeah, uh, that was a really interesting observation. I'd never, never made that uh, association before. But I would think that black malt or black patent malt and roasted barley and even crystal one twenty or the higher order crystals would contribute a brownish color to the head of the beer. We might need to mark this question down, Moscow, for the next time we get a John Meyer or a Mitch Steele in here, and yeah. one of these guys who's been doing this in, on the commercial level, because you're right, Nate, I often uh, that's where I often notice it, is in the commercial beers, and exactly. not so much on the homebrew side, so something's going on there. They have a secret they're not telling us, all those commercial brewers. Okay, well, so that was from Beer Bacon. Sorry I didn't have a better answer for you, but it's a really good question that we'll try to get one for you. Yeah. He also wants to know about uh, uh, Oktoberfest, which I don't have a lot of info. He says, another question, uh, Justin mentioned he went to Oktoberfest. Uh, my wife and I really want to go, but I have no idea what things would make a good trip, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, so I'll be honest with you. You know, Oktoberfest, if you're just into drinking a lot and getting drunk, just go and you'll have fun. <laughs> you don't need any advice. <laughs> just get in a tent and, and have some fun. Well, at that point, you just go to GABF. Yeah, if you want to nerd out and look for rare beers and beer styles and stuff like that, it seems like not the ideal place. Oh, no, no, you don't do it there. Not at all. But you can get a lot of nice tit-looking, a lot of cleavage. (laughs) Uh, There's a lot of dirndls going around. Yeah. You can sing and have fun. I'm I'm not poo-pooing it. I'm saying if you're just looking to have fun and get drunk, it's a great place, and you don't need advice from anybody, find your way into a tent and have yourself a good time. Uh my opinion uh, of having more fun and getting the most out of it is to go with a German. Make you know if you can make friends with somebody, or if you if you know somebody who knows somebody, it, because they'll bring you to the their favorite tent on a night that you're you'll probably be able to sit down at a table. I will tell you this: you can't get served a beer unless you have a table. You can't just walk. I mean, once you have a table, you can walk around with your beer, but. N- there is n- none of those waitresses will serve you unless you have a table. You can't just stand there and ask them for a you can't, order. And yeah. you can't walk up to a bar and get a beer. You have to be positioned at a table, and a server comes and takes your order. Only the servers get beer from the bar, That's basically. right. Yeah. And it's hard to get a table. Oh, I bet. you got to get there early. you got to get there early, yeah. or you got to know somebody. Or the way that I did it when I was last there, I, I did know Germans, but we also didn't reserve a table or anything, and we went late. You you gotta hover around somebody else's table. It's like finding a parking spot. You just hover. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Tasty. You just you walk. Ar- you drive around the parking looking, lot looking for somebody making their move. And every yep. time you see someone who looks like they might be leaving, you wait there until you're sure or not. It's the only way to do it. Eventually, sometimes 
you just got to squeeze your way into somebody's table. You know, I wouldn't do that to the large team of Australian rugby <laughs> pl- rugby players or the uh, or the older German dudes. I, I would not try to squeeze yeah. into their tables. They'll piss them off, I'm sure, pretty quickly. I would quickly. go for the middle-of-the-road college, of the road college kid. Yeah. or yeah, yeah. Ones yeah. you take. <clears throat> but you family. do want Germans at your table so that you can sing the songs along with them. That's that's my only advice. Mm. Everything going around it, you'll have a great time. Just go, just dive in. Just get Doesn't in. Doesn't sound like my idea of fun. I had a great time. Anything, <laughs> any positive jokes about it, JP? <laughs> Um, Yeah, I'm really glad that I have uh, no desire to go there. Okay. Because it sounds awful. Not positive. No? No. Anybody else? Positive about me. Did anybody else think that was positive? Well, it contained the word awful, so I'm going to go no. Okay. (laughs) Zero on the positive side. We're doing, you know. Just send me home. You're getting close. (laughs) Because I'm tired and I want to go home. I don't want to pull a shit. Hey, we all are welcome to the real world. But you're getting close. (laughs) The real world. Like, I don't know what it is. You're real close. You're close. That's positive, see? I'm close. To what, though? I don't know. See? Give me something positive. I can't. <laughs> All right, Matthew writes in, I just finished the Anchor Stone show, and I feel the need to address two issues. Uh-oh. One. I mean, good. I would like to hear... See, that's not a joke, though. It's <laughs> not a joke. Let's just go positive no, in general. I, no, that's boring. We're going to try it. That's boring. For this one time, it's not boring, actually, because it's nearly impossible. Actually. Maybe. That was not positive. See? No, it wasn't. That was, that was a mean joke. It was uh, um, it was my impression of you right there. You're like, actually, it's funny. Not positive. Not positive. Let's keep going. You're you're gonna get there by the well, end. Well, it, it wasn't positive because it wasn't positive to me from you. <laughs> All right, and don't linger around. Let me linger. You keep going. About what? The beef is wrong. iPhone 3GS never support multitasking apps. You were wrong, Vivo, about that. The listener wants you to know. I guess you can multitask with apps. Yes, JP. Yeah, like the iPod. Like you can run your yeah, iPod on the iPhone. You can't. Meaning, in theory, one should be able to listen to the an app while looking at porn and whatnot. He says, no, "It's important. just my app that doesn't support the feature." So he says that you can multitask apps on the iPhone. Then why can't I text and play Angry Birds at the same time? I don't know. Bebo. That's right. All right, I'm number right. two. You're wrong. I had the highest respect for Mitch from Stone as a brewer until I heard him read the Adam and Eve copy, Damn. and then I realized I'm listening to my favorite brewer talking about dildos and shit. <laughs> That's a good point. He was implying about dildos and shit. Yeah, that was a good point. And finally, My in point? regards to paying for previous episodes, uh, maybe make it so that you're not a recurring donor past episode... I don't know what the fuck he's saying. That's weird stuff. That's weird rule. Buck 99. Uh, P.S. What is the official BN club name for comps? That is the Brewing Network. Just put in the Brewing Network and that's your club. And finally, um, J.P. Suck it, he said. That's not positive. Uh, you're right. What do you have positive to say back to Matt after that? Let me help you. Let me help you. How about this? Right. I'm going to give you a hand. Right. Matt, that's not a very nice thing to say. I bet that you... I hope that you have a better day tomorrow so that you don't feel like telling people to suck it. That's not a positive joke, though. But it's positive in general. Right. We're doing both now. I'm. I'm. Since you're not able to do a joke, well, I'm. Yes, well, I'm broadening the uh, the the scope. It's like sensitivity training mm. for JP all over again. How's he doing, Moscow? What do you think? 
He's staring off into space, and I think I see a single tear rolling down his cheek. cheek. Say he one is. thing nice about... He said a racial thing. He's just thinking then. hard. Just, he, was, he was racial. don't worry about that. I'll worry about that. But, all you need to worry about for the rest of the show are happy, positive things. You know what? You guys are all being racial. Racialist. I'm telling you, you don't have to worry about any of that. All right. Say a nice thing to Scott right now. <laughs> Crickets. Um, I normally redheads are creepy but you don't haunt my nightmares good that I think that's good, good. That I good. think that's positive that's and it's good, a right? good start yeah, that's good rolled off very naturally thank you okay I think I'm done with feedback I just thought I had another technical question here I want to make sure I get um, oh this guy writes in a whole bunch of stuff and at the end he says I retract my pi- my prior JP you suck and replace it with JP you're alright now that's see? positive see it's working uh, already see? JP I don't, I don't know it's already working Good karma. <laughs> it's immediate. It's, really, yeah, it's immediate. You act like you don't believe it, JP. I can read karma. it on the screen yeah. from here. See? No. It, 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 so really, it really says it. No, yeah. it's fine. It said, nice, it said very nice things. You guys make me not want to come back here. <laughs> That's um, not positive. I know. You said come. You're telling me. <laughs> and you called me more sensitive than JP? <laughs> uh, Bevo's going to hug no. you now. Wait, can I? And hey, her boob let me, let me is on your shoulder. This way. Okay, this way. Right. Yeah, wait a minute. There oh, we go. I'm, I'm sad. There I go. I'm I hate life and stuff. Yeah, well. <laughs> and things. What? All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a brand new game of Stump the Stoner. And also, we're going to talk to Schumann on his last day at the Rat Pad. Plus, more positivity out of JP. Hang in there. It's the session. You're listening to The Brewcasters. The Brewcasters. On The Brewing Network. If you love craft beer, you're already a heretic. The very first thing we did when we started looking at the beers that we would brew, we got rid of all those recipes. We started from scratch. We've been pilot brewing the most creative things that we think of and the most interesting things. We've completely gone away from style. Heretic Brewing Company is opening this spring in Pittsburgh, California, and you can be a part of it. Visit hereticbrewing.com and facebook.com slash hereticbrew. Get the latest updates on the brewery and upcoming beers. Show everyone how you celebrate great beer as a heretic. It's a fairly powerful word. Being a heretic, that means you're not settling for ordinary beer. You are going with flavorful, creative, bold, interesting beers. A heretic is looking for the best beers out there. Be a heretic. Don't drink ordinary beer. Hey, what are you doing, man? Writing a review of WLP 400. What? You're reviewing yeast? Yeah. White Labs has home brewer reviews of all their strains. Are you new to these interwebs? Check it out. That's awesome. White Labs, your source for great yeast, invites all brewers to visit whitelabs.com to read and write your own reviews of all their yeast strains. Get real-world tips and tricks from other brewers who have made the most of their vials and post your own experiences. It's another way White Labs brings you closer to the best yeast on the planet. And send. There you go. You misspelled flocculate, dude. What? Ah. Uh. White Labs. It's all in the vial. 
Since 1921, Munden's has been a provider of quality malted grain and extract. What did he just say? What did he say? That's 90 years of locally sourced grain for home brewers and professional brewers alike. All farm within 50 miles of our malt houses. What? I can't understand what this guy said. Last part. Whole and crushed malts, including wheat and peated malt, liquid extract, hopped and unhopped, as well as dried malt extract. Everything from beginner home brewer kits to all the ingredients an infant home brewer needs. Something about trains? What? Language is this guy speaking? He's from Austria. Mundens is proudly serving brewers in 54 countries and honored to be a leader in malting. Can you understand this guy? No. <laughs> That's a really free language. Muntons for brewing, distilling, and baking. Quality malted grain and extract for 90 years. Make your malt Muntons. What's up, dude? Why the long face? Valentine's Day was awful. The World of Warcraft subscription was a strikeout. Ooh, yeah, I hear ya. A couple of years ago, the new Hoover I got my wife was a bomb, too. But last year, I found PlayfulEvenings.com. What? What's that? You know, Mrs. Badrock's store. It's awesome. Totally tasteful passion toys. Are you serious? Yeah. What's a passion toy? You know, it's a um, central aid in the bedroom. Ooh. All kinds of stuff. Massage oils, couples games, lingerie, and books. Books? Yeah. Where do you think Tickless Pickle came from? Yeah, boy. Seriously. Fun stuff, and Mrs. Badrock takes care of the BN Army with 10% off. Go to PlayfulEvenings.com and click on Shop Online now. Put BN Army in the coupon code. PlayfulEvenings.com Thanks, Mrs. Badrock. You're a lifesaver. BN Army, it's Valentine's Day all year long at PlayfulEvenings.com Here's a bite for beer lovers. Soft caramel made with real craft brew and coated in chocolate. And hop drops, hard candies made with real hop oil. Introducing Beer Candy from BeerCandy.com. Beer Candy's amazing caramels come in four mouth-watering flavors. IPA, bitter gold, wrapped in smooth white chocolate. Lager, made with a familiar beer from Boston and coated in milk chocolate. Lambic, soury Belgian goodness, full of fresh raspberry and dipped in dark chocolate and stout roasty cocoa chocolate insanity hop drops are made with fuggles or cascade hops and are known as the candy that bites you back choose from sampler and full sizes of both and make your mouth jump to life all at beercandy.com hop drops and beer caramels satisfy your sweet tooth as only a beer lover could with beer candy visit beercandy.com today What's funny is, brewers will say, yeah, I don't brew to stop. I'm brewing my own beer. And it's like a German Pilsner, but it's black. Yeah, it's a sports beer. beer. (laughs) The The home of live beer radio. TheBrewingNetwork.com Because like beer, radio shouldn't suck. You're listening to The Session. You're listening to The Brewing Network. Because like beer... All right, thanks for sticking around. We got a couple things left to do. Uh, right now, I have the perfect opportunity to JP uh, for JP to practice uh, being positive. Uh, Schumann is spending his last show uh, as a resident of the Rat Pad, 
And um, JP, what nice things do you have to say for Schumann as he uh, departs well, from our beloved home? I don't have a problem being nice, just being funny and nice. Let's just stop talking about it and just do it. But I can't. But I'm asking you to. So, what nice things do you have to shoot? Just say nice to sh- things to, to Schumann about I'm his no departure longer trying to be funny? from the Rat Pack. If it's funny, that's fine. But it all has to be nice. Well, funny Jip- or not, Chipper's never been funny. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> was that too mean? No, that was fine. <clears throat> Schumann, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. about covers it. We didn't, we didn't give him very much prep time for this. <laughs> no. Yeah. I should have warned him last month. I should have warned him in 2010. Yeah. You could say, well, over these one thing for this eventuality. One thing about it, so here's what's happening. So Schumann is venturing out on his own. Uh, he's he's moving on to a life of his own, away from the nest. What kind words do you have for him that you would like him to depart with, JP? Uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Could well, be- wait a minute. Have you ever seen any better? Penis puppetry than than in live show than you've seen from him. Come on, you got to say something good about that. If I answer tasty, will it count against me? <laughs> <laughs> like I want to know when I'm supposed to be on and when I could be on myself. <laughs> uh, I want you to think of one nice thing to say to Schumann as he departs on his way into life. Man, <laughs> wow. He's incredible. Uh, Maybe look at him. Maybe it would help you to look at him. Will you stand up for me, Schumann, please? And, and then you can think. <laughs> All right. You can go to justin.tv slash brewing network and see the video. Hold on. He's going to do it. Well, and, yeah, and, and give me a, a reminder of what you do, because I'm not really clear. You're, you're a grip on a movie set, right? Or what do you do? I don't know what you even know what you do. I don't even know what I do. Right. <laughs> I was never even well, re- give, give me like a reminder. What do you do? Show me something. What? Yeah, I don't know what you, you mean do. puppetry. No, anything like what? Like, give me something to work off of because I don't know what he does. He's a blank slate. I right can now. I can do dance. I can okay, dance. okay. If that's what yeah, I know you for, dance. Schumann is okay. an accomplished guitar player. How about that? And a, and an instructor. He teaches <laughs> kids real? how to play guitar. Oh, I thought you I thought you guys were fucking with me. You told me that. No, he can. No. Really? Yeah, I've done it once or twice. Oh, is that and then Nate's that? moving in. Yes. Uh. Well, I nice. I like the fact um, that we're finally room, getting a good guitar player. We're gonna in the house. Crew, crew no, in. that's not a nice thing about that's Schumann. Not a nice thing about Schumann. That would be a put down. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Schumann. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Okay, okay, all right. No, wait. Uh, can I come back? Can you come back to me? All right, we'll come back. Well, can okay. I sit down? That's fair. You can sit down, Thank Schumann. You. Thank you. I actually like you standing. Now, we've also got Terrence DeBlack and Sam the Douche in the studio. Don't to ask say me to say something nice about it, because I can't do that either. You can. You can do it. Oh, about Sam? Listen, I'm not going to ask for the impossible. Uh, uh, one step at a time. Okay? I'll, we'll take this in baby steps. I said. So we have Terrence DeBlack and also Sam the Douche in for, for Shuley's farewell show. Uh, Terrence, uh, now Sam also has lived in this house. And, and Terrence, you've known us the whole time living here. I've lived with you for, for 10 years, I think. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about his, his moving out into the world as an adult? Um, I give him three months. Don't let anyone move in. You'll be right back. Leave the room open for three months. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sam, anything you would like to add? You've lived with Schumann for as long as I have. Well, 
I give him three months before he gets AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? But I also, I really don't care about Schumann. I'm, I'm saying the Dodgers are three and one. All oh, right, all right, oh, get him. Someone get, get him out of here. Come on, come on, come on. Get him out of here. That's enough out of you. Schumann, punch him in the nuts, will you? I will say something positive about three that, though. Okay. Um, so I've been trying to get back. I've been trying to get into baseball. I used to be a, an A's fan. Okay. So something positive about Sammy. Um, he and I are now bonding. Yes. He's recruited me as a Dodgers fan. What? Yeah. Jeff. Jeff. So why? Why would you go Stop from that. no fan to Dodger fan? Um, I don't know that really. No I just kind of. Uh, it just kind of. It kind of happened. When something is right, it feels right. And no. This feels right. No. To me. Now with nothing feels right about the Dodgers. Bevo, don't get in on that hand. <laughs> this feels right to me. I'm really See? Right here, this that. feels right to me, man. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know, what don't happened? put us down. You he, should be positive. Say one thing positive about my transition to baseball. What happened? Did he offer to wife share? If you came to the dark side, you fucking told him, didn't you? Because <laughs> there's no good him. reason to go to the, to the Dodger side. <laughs> okay, try again. If anybody's the perfect ambassador for the Dodgers, it's Sammy fucking Moore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. And I'll tell you what. If there can be a douchier fan for the Dodgers than Sam, it might as well be JP. Yeah, a good point. You know. Okay. Thank you, Nate, for yes. agreeing with me. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, Schumann, I'd like you to stick around for the remainder of the show. Uh, I'm getting drunk. It's your farewell show. I think we're going to have some beers tonight. Cool. And uh, we got a couple things left to do. We are going to get a nice thing out of JP. We can't leave. Nobody can leave the studio <laughs> until JP. Tasty's like, oh, oh Jesus. It's going to be a no long night. No one can leave the studio until JP says something nice about Schumann. There's right. not enough room That's for us all Chinese. to sleep here. I want it to be nice and funny, though. That's what I need. I do have something nice. Um, okay, every time I call Schumann, uh-huh. he calls me the N-word. And it, it actually warms my heart when he says it. Every single Every time. Every single time. That's how he answers the phone. <laughs> and I, and it's, I'm serious. It's like it's like the warmest I've ever felt being called that word. And I know Bevo. She calls me that all the time. And now, Schumann even makes me he makes me feel loved. Terrence, can so you give you. us a, a reenactment yeah, like of when, how? Okay. Give us the the phone call. Uh, um, so Schumann I'm calling. Uh, Schumann, why don't you call Terrence? Wait, do you want me to be Schumann? I'll, yeah, be, you be, Schumann. I'll be. Yeah, you're going to be Schumann. All right. And right. I'll be you. So. <laughs> Are we in Europe? Yeah. Hello. Hey, what's up, nigger? <laughs> ex- ex- every time? Every single time. No, I say nigga. Which, no, oh, no. Uh, no, no, no. I don't no, think I you do. It's, it, it's close, but it's ER. no nigger. <laughs> There's a hard R. There's always a hard R. What the? Wow. And you're never offended by Schumann's... I'm not. It makes me feel loved. He really does is. it in an endearing way. He does. I see. He does. He's I reclaimed understand. it for you. Yes. No, you should tell that to the... I thought it was my word, but whatever. <laughs> but actually, Schumann reclaimed it for himself. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm breaking down boundaries here. <laughs> Every time I call Terrence. Now, Shu, you don't even have a place to live right now. No, I'm couch serving. <laughs> A.K.A. on tour. So, yeah. Let, me, let me just let me go over. I'm going to give you a quick rundown of Schumann's life. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> After special ed, please. Well, first of all, how old how old were you when I met you? Um, I was 20 years old. Okay, so I met Schumann when he was 20, and he was living at his parents' house. And his neighbor across the street moved out of their house for the summer and said, "Hey, Shu, maybe you would like to come and house sit for the summer, and it will give you an opportunity to live on your own." So he invited his whole band at the time to move into the house-sitting house, and they tore the whole place apart. 
Then he moved back in with his parents <laughs> after the end of the summer or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Next then to, next to his former good neighbors. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next, I had an opportunity. I think uh, for Schumann to move in uh, with me and Sam at the time in a house in Dublin, California. So Sam and me and Schumann and a girlfriend and another broad with real big boobs. Yeah. Moved in. She was like. Four foot six. She's four foot six, and so were her boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and that's pretty positive. And then we lived. I met you when you lived in that house. Oh, is that right? Oh, that's where Sam and Beef met, and that's where I banged Beef. Sam, actually. Whoa. Oh. Oh, what I meant was that's where I met Beef. Well, you meant what you said. You banged her good. Sam. Sam. That's where I broke yeah. her in for your little wiener. <laughs> he met her all night long. <laughs> but, but but I watch, and I, that's when I fell in love. And you're like, I love, look at how she takes it. I love that woman. She's going to be my wife one day. I was impressed. I was very impressed. <laughs> okay. And then I think from there, we, we all moved out of there and Schumann moved back to his parents once again. No, no, I moved to Los Angeles. Oh, you moved to Los Angeles. Oh, okay. Los Angeles. Well, how's because, your parents like Los Angeles? Because Schumann was going to, there was a music scene in Los Angeles. Bad idea. He was going to go and do it. And so he worked at the Olive Garden for a year. It was awesome. <laughs> and then... And when you were there, you were family. And he also did a bunch of gay porn. <laughs> he, tort- he torted the Olive Garden. Right. And yeah. an unemployed musician. He was the yeah. Closing, a- yeah. closing act. Yeah, I had to take off the sneeze guard to get on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sam and I found this house in Pacheco through a mutual friend, and we invited Shu to move in once again. He was apparently done with his rock star Olive Garden status. When and was ready to move back to the Bay Area. You can only yeah, eat so like, many breadsticks. Yeah, it, it just gets old and you you forget who the real people are. Right. When you're working out of Olive Garden. Yeah. 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 So he moved back with us to Pacheco. So you can see how the progression is moving up and up as we go. Then Schumann lived in Pacheco with us for a couple years and moved out again because San Francisco was where the music scene was. So he moved That's to right. San Francisco for a couple of years where he worked at the Olive Garden. <laughs> no, 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 it's a sp- spaghetti factory. Yeah. Oh, it's the, it was- he has a thing for cheap Italian food. Yeah. No, that's not true. I'm exactly. So just <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then the San Francisco wasn't exactly where it's at. We had another roommate move out who smelled really bad, and Schumann moved back to Pacheco once Shoe again. And I still smell bad. And still. And now. Listen, let me tell you how far Schumann has come. He's really uh, moving up the road. Schumann is now moving out and... Going to sleep on his brother's couch. Yeah. Yeah. I got to go where the music takes me, man. That is a mile. That's a mile. He will be sleeping on his brother's couch uh, for the next month or so until. Yeah. But then he's going on a great tour. Yeah. Where uh, his new band, the Trophy Fire, uh, not brand new, but but new to the BN maybe. Uh, the Trophy Fire is uh, going to tour with Dredge, an accomplished and signed band. It's a good gig, and you'll be on the road for how long? Uh, for a month. Going where? Nice. Uh, all over the states. Really? We're going to hail the major cities. Um, Los Angeles, of course, San Francisco, Sacramento, Boston, Philadelphia, New York, Atlanta, New Orleans. Hang Denver. on, I think Sam has something important to add. With, with, I mean, oh, these <laughs> these stories we've been listening to about Schumann. Yes, I think within the past ten years, he actually hasn't done that great. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sam just read Sam, between wow. the lines for us? I mean, Sam's I mean, pretty least, much Captain Obvious Sam, right now. Getting at that. least, well, Sam, I have a place wait, to live. How do you figure that out? Sam's like, wait a second. What do you mean? 
Everybody I, keeps moving up. Wait, why are we clapping? Yeah, is I, Sam I judging somebody him, else's him status? I think he is. I thought we were talking about progression. I think we were talking about degression. I, the only thing you have Sam to do wow. that human doesn't is that you yeah, married yeah. me. And, <laughs> That's true. Okay. Sam's uh, uh, singular you know accomplishment is marrying Beef Whore. Only because I mean, Shuman doesn't want to commit I'm not it. as accomplished a musician as Sammy is, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> right. I got that Yamaha keyboard. Could be worse, Shuman. You could be teaching guitar. Oh. oh. You could be going to live at your brother's cow. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> you could be, like, have AIDS. Oh. <laughs> What? Sammy has an AIDS obsession right now. What did now. I say? Something wrong? What, 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 what brother's couch? <laughs> so you're you're gonna you're gonna couch surf and then you're going on tour for yep. a month for a month and then when you come back then what happens? Nothing. I'm gonna start <laughs> crying. Terrence is convinced you're he moving will be back right in here. Back here. <laughs> I'm telling you, do not let anyone move in. You'll be climbing in Chad's ri- uh, window with all the other broads. Yeah, with an ankle. <laughs> With a teeping ankle bracelet. <laughs> With all the other fat broads. Chad will be just crawling in the window. <laughs> He'll be at a good weight, though. Yeah. You know, I'm going to miss those awkward mornings with Schumann. With, you know, no shirt, tighty whities <laughs> eating a bowl of cereal. You know, couldn't be bothered. Let me explain how mornings. awkward they are. We have a fairly large house. Our living rooms are pretty big. We have several couches. Chad will be sitting on one end of one of three couches in our living room in the morning, just happily going on about his business. Schumann will wake up, not put on any clothes, just his boxer shorts, yeah. come out, pour himself a bowl of cereal, and sit on the same side of the same couch as, as Chad has happily been sitting at all morning long. Well, let's yeah. also be honest. I mean, morning around here is about one in the afternoon. <laughs> so, well, not for nobody's Chad perfect. And Schumann. That's only my morning. It is early, and 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 literally, Shu, it is uncomfortable. You know, you walking around. I know you grew up in a house of all brothers and dudes, and 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 it was normal there. But yeah. I just maybe some advice moving forward. You know, the rest of the world puts clothes on in the morning. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Schumann, yeah. Schumann, don't cave to this. Schumann, don't cave to That's it. it. When I lived here, I never minded it. Yeah. <laughs> Schumann, uh, Sam didn't yeah. mind. I mean, enough, if you would tell me either. how to live, I wouldn't oh. be moving out, Justin. Like that. the whole boxer short thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's why you had that naughty dream about Schumann oh, and Sam yeah. Bebo. Yeah, yeah. What's up, baby? Of course I'm you didn't mind. Yeah. <laughs> they can't yeah, wait. Shoo, uh, why don't you get down to your tidy whities for us and play us a song on the guitar? Uh, gu- there you go. I might. I Can we get a farewell song? You got a cowboy You don't have a guitar here? Yeah. You got a guitar. You do have one. We can totally do a farewell song. All right. Slam another Grab your guitar so we can do a farewell song if you don't mind. We're going to play Stump the Stoner in the meantime. Okay, cool. We'll give you some time to grab your guitar. We're going to play a brand new game. Well, the second time we've done it. New and improved. It's definitely improved. Y'all remember how the first one went, right? Yeah. went. How are we feeling about that? Jeez. Oh, uh, the word game, yeah. No, no, no. That, that was, was my that was that my was shitty game. I have Andy and Kim Wood trying to call in and sing Schumann a farewell oh, song. Oh yeah, they can play Stump the Stoner with, with us live too, guitar. I think like. Andy Say Wood. Hi, Andy Wood. Ages. Hi. Oh. Uh. Hey, bud. Mr. Wood. That's good for you. You got us. How can you? Can you hear me? <laughs> we can hear you fine. Would you like to play Stump the Stoner before your song with us? 
Oh, if I can do both, I'd have a huge boner. Okay, so you're going to play Stump the Stoner with us, and uh, it's it's Moscow's second attempt at what I think really has the potential to be a, a fantastic game. Welcome to the Brewing Network's Stump the Stoner. Oh, yeah. Hey, listen, don't name your kid Chad. You understand what you do when you name your kid Chad? His likelihood of being a pot addict increases tenfold. Uh, you line me up a hundred Chads, uh, 87 of them are going to be stoners. Chad, please. And now, it's time for Stump the Stoner. All right. Are you, do you like the music so far? Uh, uh, good entry. Yeah? yeah? I like it. Okay. All right. Ja. Uh, <laughs> Respect. Right. Okay, uh, so it's time for Stump the Stomer. Uh, how does this work, uh, Moscow? So we'll keep the format the same. Uh, we'll do uh, Justin, JP, Tasty, and Nate competing yeah. in this game. We will uh, play uh, the right. question. You guys will guess whether or not uh, Chad knows the answer, and then we will play whether or not he does. Okay. It's that okay. simple. It is that temple. All right, so we'll just we'll each just bet and guess. Uh, uh, Bevo, will you please keep score, or are you going to do that, Moscow? I can keep, do it. Yeah. Okay, uh, Moscow will keep score. I hate are we to... playing for ourselves or a listener? Uh, let's just play for ourselves. Right. That way we don't have to give anything away Good. or yeah, do any work anyway. outside of the show. True. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not giving anything away, or so nothing for the listener? Nothing, Andy. Nothing. <laughs> Entertainment, Andy. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Fun. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> All right. Here is our first question for Stump the Stoner. The okay. idea is we'll listen to the question, and then I'll guess uh, if, if, if Chad knows the answer or not. Name the record label Bob Marley released the majority of his albums on. Does Chad know that? Does Chad know the record label Bob Marley released the majority of his albums uh, Let's start with Nate. He's got to know that. Nate thinks he knows. He's got it. Yeah, he's, he's got to know he's that. He's the biggest yeah. reggae fan I've yeah. ever met in my life. That's a yes for So everybody. Justin's saying yes, you, yeah. he knows. Yeah. JP? Oh, yeah. TTB, yeah. does he know uh, Bob Marley? Does Chad know Bob Marley's record label? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and Tasty's nodding, so that's a, that's a uniform yes. Uh, Chad Bevo does and know. Sam, uh, Bevo, you get to play together with, with your husband, Sam. And uh, what, would you, what would be your final answer? Yes. Sam says no. <laughs> Sam doesn't get an opinion. Sam's a dissenting vote here. Okay, Sam says no. Uh, so that means Sam and Bevo says no. And Andy Wood, uh, what is your answer? I'm going to say no. No, no, no. blood He's clot. No. Andy's with Sam and Bevo saying no. Let's blood find clot. out. Let's find out if Chad knows the answer. Chad. Here we go. Don't let me down. Island Records. No, it's Tough Gong. Oh. oh, he does Sam not know. And oh. Bevo and Andy get a point. No kidding. What did I, I wow. say? I knew we'd get that right. What did I say? Wow. Oh, God. has come back in disgusting. his in his breakfast outfit, which is a bowl of cereal and not much else. I'm surprised he didn't try and sit on the chair with Chad. <laughs> That's true. He's close enough. Yeah. Hey, Terrence, can you and uh, um, Schumann switch chairs, please? Shat, what happened there? Did Island there buy out go. Tough Gong? Uh, well, eventually, that was his uh, record label, but it was through Island. He started with Island. They were yeah, yeah. from London. He, he's been on more than one record label, but, but the, the majority, majority of his albums, Tough Gong. Yeah. Wow. It was his own studio. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, man. Shat, you're letting me down there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. but Island was probably on the second yeah. list, right? I mean, that's where he started. Probably. All right. Do you know the Schumann, that one? No. Schumann. Yeah, yeah, it's, yes, you, you are right about that. Schumann, can you, uh, can you scoot your chair closer to Chad, please? 
Just I a little bit record is mine. <laughs> there you go. Right. It's, it's, Chad, this is your last chance. Yeah. No, no, Except guess, for maybe tomorrow I fear morning. That, the, you know, the chest hair rubbing against my arms a little bit. <laughs> so, so who got that? Beav and Sam got nice, that right? It? And who else got it? And Andy Wood got and, that And right. Andy got it. That's right. Jaman. Steel bottom. Steel bottom. Next question. Ever living, ever loving. And the next question is... Name the first Cheech and Chong movie. Oh. Does Chad know? Mm. The first one. What is the first Cheech and Chong movie? Is up, it Up in Smoke? Up in Smoke, yes. Oh, he up knows it. Up in Smoke, man. I'd say no. Really? I'd say no. JP, really? Yeah. <laughs> or is that, is that not He's positive enough? He's given his answer. That's part of, come on, settle down over there. Oh, relax. I'm just trying you to do help it. you out. You're not. Yeah, because... I gotta the- say yes again. He's gotta know Up He's in Smoke. He's gotta know this one, yeah. There's no way, no way. He's nope. too young. Nope. Andy says no. Tasty's also waving me no. I think he's saying he can't breathe. He's choking. Wow, really? Right <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't give me any more beer. Uh, <laughs> Cut me off. 911. <laughs> was that a positive joke? No, but it was no. good. But it was good. Oh, it was positive. <laughs> See? Tasty yeah. on my back. I got you. So you, you really you don't think I your think boy it's Chad out of his generation there. It's yeah, too old. Yeah. Hmm. I think Tasty, yeah. I know that. I, but did you know it was their first? I do, and their sequel was called Are you Still sure Smoking. Wow. wow, look at Beeve go. Beeve's a stuff She just looked it up on here. the internet. She's ghetto. No, I'm not. I actually owned them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the artist formerly known as Beeve and Sam, what is your answer? Yes, he knows. Yes, he knows. Yes. Is their answer? Okay. Look at Sam falling right in line. And Terrence, what was yours? Um, I think he knows, but I think that's. He doesn't know that it's the first one. He's, that's probably the only Cheech and Chong movie that he knows about. Right. So he's going to get it right that's, by that's default. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Schumann, does he know the first uh, Cheech and Chong movie? No. I'm giving affirmative on that one. Okay. And Andy, you also said no along with JP. Is that right? I say no. He's too I young. I say no. Okay. And by the way, uh, Schumann just gave an affirmative action. He did? Whoa. Oh. So yeah. the, the only it's no's are JP and Andy, right? Yeah. I got that. I think that's right. Okay. Does Chad and tasty. And tasty. And tasty. All right. Does Chad know? Ooh, up in smoke? Yeah. Ah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Now, here's semantics. Well, answer a because question? he a- Exactly. He, he asked a question he didn't know. This is no. He asked a question he didn't know. He didn't know. go ahead and be the official judge. Yes, he knew. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well Tasty, we tried. Yeah, we tried, right. Tasty. We should. All right. The next question. Here we go. What is the more common name for a bucket bong? A bucket bong. Mm-hmm. Bucket bong. Bevo's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's Not a, positive. Oh, that's a dirty uh, well, actually, bucket. Might I be. A, I need a vote on that. Was that positive or not? That was okay. Positive. Yay! Yeah! Yeah! As positive as we're going to get. I knew I could do it. We're over the hump. Yeah. We are over the hump. That wasn't positive. JB's smiling now. All right. Yeah. Bucket of crabs. Does does Chad know the other name for a bucket bong? Which is gravity bong. Gravity bong. Oh, the actual answer is gravity bong. I say no. No. This one's tough. I say say no as well. Andy also says no. I I say no. I'm still on the Because stoners name things. They don't call them by their appropriate names. They give names to their things. Right. I'm kind of with you on that. That's kind of 80s, you know? What'd you say, Andy? It sounds like something a terrorist would have. (laughs) A bucket bong. bong. (laughs) Yeah, a dirty bomb and a bucket bong do a lot of damage. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, While listening to a tough gong. I, you know what? I'm going with my man. I'm going with my stoner man, Chad, on this. He knows it. Going yes. He knows this one. No, he doesn't. 
I have to stick with no. Everyone else is saying no, yeah. huh? Justin's the only yes. I'll stick with you. I'll give him a yes. And Terrence is in the yes. And Sam and, and Beeve, they're saying no. So it's just, it's me, T, and, and Shuli on the yes side? All right. Let's find out if you he know knows. Gravity bomb. Yeah! Oh! My man, Chad! Without even hesitating. Oh, he knows he that. Knows. What is it? What is it? What is it? <laughs> gravity bomb. The gravity bomb. There's no question on that Stoner. one. Stoner! Yeah, you know, it's like a half yeah, a they can't hear carton cut in half, and yeah, you basically have a little bowl on top, you push it down. Yeah. And then you, oh, I've done that you, before. You actually, you pull, you, it, you pull up it up as you light yeah. it, it down fills with smoke, yeah. and then you push it down as yeah. you get oh, well, your mouth on it. I known what it was. Gravity. <laughs> Sam. <laughs> Shut up. Gravitybongs.com. It's very similar to like Freebase and Coke content. a vacation from my life? All right. Uh, hey, he came through for us there, huh, guys? Me, T-Bone, and Shu, we had our man's back. <sighs> All right, let's get do. the next one. <laughs> T-Bone and Shu. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a it's comic strip. It's the T-Bone strip. and Shu show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's T-Bone and Shu. <laughs> hey, right. T-Bone. Hello there, Shu. <laughs> <laughs> hey, T-Bone, have you heard the one about the guy about the butcher that closed <laughs> down? No, I didn't. But I'll drive you there. Why do I sound like that in your comic Because in my head, in my head, it's a vaudeville act. You're in blackface mode. Hey, Shoe, where am you like to go today? Yeah, T-Bone, I don't know. See? (laughs) Have a cigar. Yeah, that's got to be Shoe's voice. (laughs) Hey, Shoe, we am should go to the barbershop. 22 skidoo. What do you think? I think you're crazy. Why, I had to pound you. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, I love this cartoon. I think we should create an episode for next week's show. Uh, Andy, we'll be calling you later this week. All right. Um, Let's find out about the next question. Here we go. Don't quit your day job. What was the name of the rapper played by Dave Chappelle in Half Baked? The ra- doctor said I need a bacchiotomy. <laughs> Terrence, I, hang on. Before we do this, I want to know if Terrence knows. Guess if Terrence knows the name of the rapper played by Dave Chappelle in Half Baked. I think Terrence knows. Sir Smoke a Lot. That's right. Sir Smoke a Lot. That's right. Oh, he knows. God, God, if you're listening, help! help. <laughs> I want to talk to Samson. Wow, Sam just gave it. Can I go home? All right. The only reason Can I give it back that, to him? that Terrence and Sam know it is that they're not stoners. That's how they yeah, can right. remember the name. That's right. <laughs> I say there's no effing way that, that Chad knows this one. He doesn't remember his name. He remembers the movie vaguely. <laughs> That's it. All right, Justin's going no. What about everybody else? No, he I'm going to give him a yes. Yeah, yeah. Shoes in. I'm, I'm agreeing with Tasty and Nathan with a positive yes. Oh, I didn't say yes. My, uh, <laughs> I didn't weigh in yet. For I say now, that's, Andy? that's a movie you got to sure. watch Stone, right? He yes. doesn't remember any of that shit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that. So no. I'm sticking with no. Andy, what are you? Yes or no? <laughs> um. Let me think about it. Yes. Okay. Andy's a yes. <laughs> Shoe is a yes. T is a no. Sam and Beaver a no. No way. Chipotle? I'm a no. <coughs> I'm a no, baby. Fuck you, JP. God. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I've tried. Uh, that ship has passed for you, buddy. All right. Uh, Let's find out if he knows the name of the character played by Dave Chappelle in Half Baked. The name of the rapper. Ooh. Yeah. Well, he has no choice. Not sure. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Did not know the answer. It's almost, wow. yeah. it's almost as if he was bench pressing at the same time. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> he was. He was. He was. He was sitting next to Schumann that morning. All right, we're just uh, we're just over halfway through. What's our scores? Did you go no on that one, Jay? 
I went no one. You went no. Okay, you're in the lead. You're the only one with three. What? Have I gotten every... No, I no. missed the first one. You missed one. one. You missed five. one. No, everyone else either has two or one, so Jay's in the lead right now. <laughs> All right. Jay, Chad, no, we're going to do, do this together, buddy. All right. Sam and I will rally Dodger, Dodger right, points, Dodgers, baby. Dodger style. Ooh. Thank you, Andy yeah, Ward. Do it Dodger style. All right, next question for Stump the Stoner. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> What does Pro Pot Organization Normal stand for? N O R M L. Nope. That's oh, a nope. acronym. Nope. Normal. What does the acronym, the Pro Pot Organization that goes by the acronym N O R M L, Normal, stand for? It's the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Oh, no. No. Chad, no. Chad, no. Come on. Chad doesn't know that. Oh, hell no. (laughs) Don't underestimate stoners on this organization. They. I'm going to say yes, man. I see him watching the history of legalization of marijuana when I I come into the. Yes. But but watching it, not remembering. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I've seen a lot of shit when I was stoned that I don't remember. He remembers me in my boxer shorts. Yeah, he does. You can't. How can you forget? I feel like being in mine, seeing you and yours. Yeah, thank you. Whoa. I think we should all get in our boxers. I is think that so weird too. To say? That is weird, <laughs> and it would be <laughs> weird. It would be weird right and now. uncomfortable. Let's do it right now. Let's Andy's it. Come in on, let's go, JP. I don't like want to be in my boxers. Can I smell like balls real quick in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, I, I might think, do it. Is there anybody saying yes on this one besides Schumann? Um, Andy Wood says yes. Wow. Oh, interesting. Andy's with the shoe. Chipotle? Nope, I say no. Everyone else is no, right? Yeah, Come no, on. Yeah. We all know. The first two Ooh. words, that's all he knows. First two words. All right, Andy and shoe are banking on yes. Yeah, they are. Let's see if he knows it. Man. Uh, National Organization... Uh... Regulating marijuana laws or something? That's got to go to the judges. Oh! Oh! Justin, you're the judge here. Damn, Chad, What's well the done. official answer? It's the reform of marijuana right. laws. He missed the R, uh, but, but, but barely. What does pro-pot organization normal stand for? Let me listen again. Do you give half points? National organization... Regulating marijuana laws or something? Reform. Yes, of marijuana that's exactly. Laws. It. That's a no. Is that a yes or a no, Jay? Not only that, but he was unsure about his answer again. Um, so that's a no. He was guessing. It was a guess, and he didn't get it. That's racist. No offense. Well, I will. Here's my thought: is that regulating and reforming are two entirely different words. That's true. And he's guessing at that that word. I mean, he's obviously guessing. <laughs> but for he him, know. but for him, that's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> it's like his yeah, only memory. Is, Andy yeah. makes a good point. His only <laughs> memory is trace memory, right? There's no real memory. Yeah, certain. I'm gonna say no. He doesn't nope. know it. There okay. we go, baby. No. Ah! No, no. Sorry, Andy. I tried, buddy, but uh... no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not. Okay, let's tr- let's try again. I'm never I believing think we you have, again, Chad. I think we have three left. So Justin's still in the lead here with four. All right, here we go. Here it comes. What does THC stand for? More acronym oh, questions. No, I say now no. Now, don't tell us the answer to this, Moscow. All right. How many people in this room do know what THC stands for? Uh, yes. Nope. And Andy, what is it? Tetracannabalonic hydrolysisol. <laughs> so Andy also doesn't know. Does not know. Hey! Uh, I thought it, I, I thought it stood for touches cock, it's, but it's, I don't know. I don't remember the middle one, the middle part. Tetrahydrocycline, cannabinoid, cannabinoid, something, something like that. I don't remember. There's no way. It's too much. 
I think he knows this one. It's not brewing related. I don't remember. It. I think my man knows this one because it's because it's the most important ingredient. It <laughs> He's is. got it. He spent the most time on this one. Tasty, well, help me out. What well, do you he, think? He won't know because you don't have to say it. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It says, you know. Like, I think I have a feeling. It all. The only thing Chad yeah. thinks it stands for is a really good time. <laughs> he'll he'll get it sort of right, but it won't be. Well, the Was judge, that a positive the joke? Will say no, he didn't say it. Can All we right. ask him? Can we I ask him what? I think he's got it. You can we ask it, him okay. to expand what DMS means? And based on that, maybe <laughs> see Whoa. if he could get. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'll allow. I, the judges will allow it. Can you tell us what DMS stands for, Chad? Dimethyl sulfide. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah, I but shouldn't he's have allowed that. But he's studied that. It's right. exactly. So Nobody studies what the okay. fuck THC stands mm. for. You've you know heard, what? You probably heard it like five times in your entire life. Career smokers, they study it. Yeah, yep. nope. I studied that shit. I'm gonna have to say yes then, based off of that. Justin, test, did you test, know it? Man. I did not know. No. I knew it back then when I was smoking. See? I knew it. Oh, you bet your you ass. You remember I knew that it. stuff yeah. when you're smoking regularly. Yeah. Right? Yeah. See, pot doesn't affect your memory. I know what it stands for. I know bro. it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I say no. Sh- There's right. a doctor in Wisconsin that smokes every day, man. Andy's no. Tasty's no. Me and Nate are yes. Schumann? I'll, I'll go yes. Terrence? I'm going to say yes, because I actually think he's the one that told me what it stood for. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, the Beef Sam team are yes Ooh. and Jip. Nope. Okay. Nope. Let's find out if he knows it. Evenly spitting, nope. maybe. Tetrahydrocannabinol. That's right. Tetrahydrocannabinol. Ah. Nice. That's My right. man, Chad, getting it right for me. Yeah. I told you. Justin in the Stoners league. know this kind now, of stuff, man. Two years after he quit smoking, if that were ever to happen, He's he never will not know, know that word. Well, oh, but he'll on. have been dead for two years, so <laughs> sorry, he won't know the answer to anything. Right. I think what he was talking about was a nemesis of Godzilla. Was it? Yes. Oh, that, one's, that one was for you, JP. There you go. Easy joke. How what? About, here, how about that? I didn't it. even think it was a joke. It was just easy. Should I give no, him? No, it was a joke. It was a clear joke. Oh, it was a there you go, joke. JP. That was. I'll give him this just for you. Thanks. Just so you don't feel, I feel like you're the only one that gets it. I am the only one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a uh, couple. Uh, there's only two more questions. Two who's, more? In the, who's in the running? Who can who can catch me? Uh, Nate, uh, Beaven, Sam, and Terrence all have four. To your five, everyone else is basically oh, is good out. Job. Okay, <laughs> so it's just us uh, left in the game. How many questions left are there? Two, uh, two, right? No. Two yeah. questions left. That's stupid. Say something shit. positive. Come on. I can't. What do you have positive to say about this game, JP? Um, I like that. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Was it fun, JP? Yes. Okay. Wow. See? All right. <laughs> yeah. Wee! A little assist from Andy there. All right, here we go. Uh, the second to last question of Stump the Stoner. Name the two basic types of cannabis strains. As in indica and oh, sativa. Oh, hell yeah. He's going to know that one. Yeah. Yes. Well, actually... I'm nope. saying yes. This is one of those ones where he might think there are more strains than there actually oh. are. But I said two, right? They're in the question. Right. Oh, he, um, he might guess other ones or something. Right. Hmm. He might think, for example, well, that, there's, there's Northern that Lights and Humboldt <laughs> Blue Dream. Is there, is right. there, yeah, I don't know what. There's yeah. Trainwreck and then there's... <laughs> <laughs> Bubble Kush. And then there's... And then Grape there's, Ape and Strawberry. And then there's Mendo Grape. And, then, <laughs> and I'm not sure. AK-47. All those pot strain names are, are fucking... About, you can tell they're all thought up by stoners. Because they're all really retarded. 
Or is it Washington? Train or wreck. It, if it's BC, that's actually different yeah. because <laughs> there's there's right. hit and run, and there's uh, breaking and entering a little bit. You just pick a color, and then you pick a noun, and you have a pot strain. Purple okay. glass. Now that you guys have gone through all those names, um, I, I think he does know it then, because he's... yeah. Chad's no dummy. He knows that those are like, that's what gets him effed up. That's not the strain. That's how he knows the strength of which one. They're hybrids, man. And that's what makes him smart. <laughs> that's what makes him smart, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That and how strong he is. <laughs> All right, I'm saying he knows this. I mean, and, and there's only, so it's me and what, Nate? Nate, Beaven, Sam, and Terrence. I think what? he knows it. Yeah. You're well, in I'm on still going to play. Yeah, yeah. That's fine, yeah. Yeah. TTB? Let's get the ones that, that matter for the comp here. All right. I'm competitive. You said yes? Yeah. I'm going to go no. Okay. Uh, playing the game. Yeah. That's the only way you can beat him. Playing the game. That is, yep. yeah. Yep. Okay, is. and the Sam Beef team, both with their little gay thumbs up, say yes. Uh, <laughs> I say yes. You're yes also, yeah, I'm JP. Yes also, JP. Um, I'm going to go with my nigga. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which one, Sam or Terrence? Uh, Terrence. Oh. Okay. So you're saying oh. no. Yep. I'm going no. What was your answer, Nate? You're in a lot. Yes. You right. said yes. Yep. You got to come through for me on this one, Chad. I'm Whatever sorry. Nate says for me. It it's going to be tied uh, with me and Terrence right now if it's wrong. Oh, He's God. Indica and Sativa. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. He had Justin in the lead. <clears throat> well, but now still, uh, oh. Sam and Nate. Sam Beav and Nate could tie me. That's right. They have a chance to tie. We could tie it's with the six to five to five to five. I have three points. <clears throat> That's positive. He's been right. Well done. He's been right five See? times. That's did you positive, just hear Jipper. what Nate said? What happened? Did you just oh, hear what Nate oh, said? He said I have three points. I said that's positive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is, you're right. That is positive. Right. My score is a joke. It wasn't really a joke right. though. Well, my score is a joke. Oh, yeah, well, that's yeah. true. Terrence only has four, so it's actually between Justin, Nate, and then uh, Beaven Sam. Oh, right. down to the three. Okay. When can we take our pants off? Right now. All right. The last question. Here we go. Who was the famous country singing stoner who made a cameo at the end of the movie Beer Fest? Really? That's, uh, yeah, really. Everyone gave me crap last time because the questions were too hard, so, you know, well, I put a couple games in there. I don't think there. he knows it from the movie Beer Fest, right. but I think he knows the country singing singer that's a stoner. Right, you gave it away in the, in the question. Right. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's Huey Lewis. <laughs> My Everybody Cyrus, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, no, she's Sativa. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> I, it's a yes. Yeah. Okay, Justin's going yes. Nate? I'm going to go no. Going no. Yeah. It's the only. It's, it's your only chance. Exactly. Only you chance. all have to say no if you yeah. want a chance to tie it. But Case. I say yes. I say no. Okay. Beav and Sam, it's up to you. You can say yes, but I beat you if, wait, it's, wait, if wait, we're wait. right. What was the question? I didn't hear it. <laughs> I don't want to play it again. What was the name of the country singing stoner <laughs> that appeared at the end of the movie Beer Fest? Does he know or does he not know? You don't have to know the answer. Yeah. Will, will Chad know the answer? You might as well guess no, like Jay said. But what I'm saying is, if, if you he, answer yeah. yes and friend? you're right, then I win. But if we answer no, then you win by more points. So yes. Well, you, what's wait, the wait, unless he's wrong about this question. What did you say? Your he's only not. chance to tie is did to say, say no. But listen, I'm not going to coach you through the obvious, Bevo. I've been doing that your whole life. Whoa. Fuck off. 
Okay. Oh! So they're going, no, I'll answer for them. They yeah. say no. Okay. Wait, 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 we say Willie Nelson. I say no. <laughs> Sam, Sammy's answer is Willie Nelson. Or Johnny Cash. Sammy's final answer is Good word. Willie Nelson. The one that's alive. <laughs> so Justin says yes. Nate says no. Beav and Sam say no. I say yes. Too. don't forget about me. Okay. Say, I say maybe. Yeah. All right, I'm going to play it. Quiet on yes. set. Willie Nelson. There you go. Yeah! Uh, right there. I told you. Justin. Justin, man. Justin Thanks, brother. Big winner. Thank you. Thank you. What do I get? A big fat doobie? Yeah. <laughs> Just what, what you, you never wanted. Yeah. <laughs> you get a big fat doobie. I would like a milkshake filled with pot, please. A doobie milkshake that. coming up right now. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> Moscow. Well done Thank on you. Stump the Stoner round two. Play my outro while you congratulate oh, me, will okay. you? Let me find it. Uh, Thank you. Stump the Stoner part two. It's just the bed. Now you can congratulate me. Well we done go. on a... on a. Congrats on a job well done. All right. That was Stump the Stoner. There'll be more additions to this in the future. Does yeah, Chad, Moscow. All right. Does Chad know this song? No. Shaking his head. No. No. Chad, please. play again next week. That's a good game. Do you know how excited I was when I came across uh, the clip of Corolla saying that? Right. It was so perfect. (laughs) Chad, please. Can we we do Tasty next time we do the game? Because we can change it. We can make them more to to Tasty's generation. They can all be World War II. (laughs) Uh, uh, Where was the the impetus for Rosie the Riveter stationed (laughs) during World War II? Yeah. That would only be fair, of course. Yeah. Also, it might take a little longer to find a clip of Corolla making fun of stoners named Tasty. Tasty, yeah, that's right. right. Uh, you have to work on that a lot. All right. Oh, really well done. Okay, uh, now Andy Wood, I think, has prepared a song for you, Schumann. A farewell song for you. Uh, I have. Um, should we all only, take our unless, pa- only if he has um, headphones on. Uh, he's going to get headphones right now. Should we all take our pants off and salute? And I'll turn JP up can't wait. It's about the only thing he has I would right be really stoked if you guys are getting your Jim, boxer shorts. Stop trying yeah. to get us to take our... What, all of a sudden, but I you're a human? It. No, I just... I, I want to pay homage <laughs> to a man that means a lot to me. That's all. There's nothing gay. Homage? Pay homage. I think by wanting to take his pants off and be like human, I think that's almost like a positive compliment. You know what? I think you're right, Bebo. Yeah. I think that's positive, JP. No. Yeah. no. Yep. Positive. You really no. like me. Positive. You like Schumann. He really likes me. I don't. All right, Andy, the floor is yours. Okay, and as usual, I would like to say that I love Mr. Schumann, as most of you have loved him, as a bottom, as a top. You know, strong bottom, steel bottom, Hurry up, steel Andy. top. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to just send this out to Schumann in, in uh, just a, a way to remember you. As being on the show as a fixture, not only on this show, but on other shows. And I wrote this one just for you, and I hope you like it. And here we go. I hope he can hear that. Oh, yeah. I heard it. Okay, here it comes. I dreamt of a move, a great move, to another place with much more land. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is Talking with a friend As friends we were always so close but so far away Friends in life are special 
Do you want me, want me as your special friend? Cause you're the friend that I've been searching for. That's right. There was more for me. It would be more open. Scary to think that I could be so happy. That's about as sour as my she balls. She said it was the same road, but up more, a lot more. Just be patient, and we'll get there. Shh. I'm listening, baby. A friend's a friend who knows what being a friend is. Talking with a friend. As friends, we were always so close, but so far away. Friends in life are special. Do you want me as your special friend? Yes. Because you're the friend that I've been searching for. Ooh, you're my friend. Shoot me and I love you. I want you inside of me. I'm, not, I'm mad at a woman, but like a man and a man. Won't you be? And a friend is talking with a friend. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man. Jim, and that Whoa. was from the heart, I think. Yeah, that was from somewhere deeper in the heart, I think. <laughs> that was, uh, deep in the bowels yeah. of his anus. I think you mean closer to the heart. <laughs> yeah. Bebo's not even listening. She's just doing her makeup back there. She's she didn't even hear your special song. And she's not even done doing her makeup. Oh. So. That is, you know what? All I can say is if anyone knows Schumann the way I know Schumann, you know. <laughs> as a power as bottom? A friend, as a power bottom. Yeah. You know that he's not only a sensual friend, but a special friend who is caring, loving, and I will miss him from this show, and as, as I'm sure everyone else will. Yes. And that's the end of my speech, and this is where I say goodbye. Thank you, Andy Wood. Bye, Andy. Thank you so much, man. Mr. Wood. I love you. Andy Love Wood, too, ladies Andy. and gentlemen, with a uh, a wonderful tribute to our friend Schumann before he moves on to his brother's couch. Yeah, bigger and better things. <laughs> right. Bigger couch. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I wanted to uh, thank uh, Ryan Scott for sending in this. Uh, oh yeah, uh, best of show uh, beer from the uh, Peak to Peak Pro Am. Good sour beer. It's a really good sip. It's a yeah. uh, dark strong that he's uh, added uh, Brett to. I think is what he did. Uh, yeah. Is there more of it? I liked it a yeah, lot. Yeah, I have another bottle here. So oh, you do. Pour it around. Yeah, yeah. It's a little at the beginning. At first, it's a low key, but then after a few sips, that seems to blend uh, you. A sour Belgian dark strong. It says attempt to clone Russian River Consecration. Yes. Pitch bugs after primary waited six months and then took a job in Boulder. <laughs> His wife, yeah, his wife drove this across country in a carboy. Oh, okay. So he, and then he did it seven more months once it was there, and then he uh, yeah, he named the beer relocation. Yeah, uh, they called it relocation ale. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, without she named it that without even thinking that it, it's you know the shun thing. From Pretty Vinny. funny, right? Well done. It's good beer. Yeah. All right. Who is that? What's his name? Uh, Ryan. Ryan Scott. Scott and his partner Matt Ferrar. Very nice. Uh, they won the now pro- by partner. You mean brewing, brewing partner? partner? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like me and Andy are partners. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh. I forgot which show we're on here. Yeah, yeah, I've got to be real clear about that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. But anyway, it's a Brian beer, so eventually uh, some brewery's going to make it. Good. So you entered this comp as a brewing network? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, one nice. is a brewing network. Best yes. of show. Best of awesome. show. Awesome. Yep. 
Okay. Well, speaking of partners, fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Yes. Been fantasizing about surprising? I think, yes. I, think, I think it's funny that our listeners think that these reads, when we do them that way, that's really how we read. You know? We should always just do that until that idiot who thinks that's how we read gets the joke. Do you think? Well, I, we just I don't do know. It week after week until until think, they figure it out. Are you getting I don't think Sam will ever really get it though. Sam's kind of slow. Fellas, are you <laughs> looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy? You doing you doing your best me imitation for my CBC bit? Yeah, this is Moscow's new segment. Adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here is an offer you will not be able to resist. Can I read one word and you can read one word? And we can just go back and forth? Oh, man, that'll take all night. Yeah. Go to adamneve.com for a limited time only, and you'll get 50% off just about any item. Terrence, have you done this yet? Have you gone to adamneve.com and used our coupon code BNARMY? He was born with one. He doesn't need it. Exactly. There's nothing on there that's bigger than me, so now we have not. Uh, there's lingerie, too, but that's not all. The 50% off is not all. Oh, no. When you select just one item at 50% <laughs> oh, no. off, you'll receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free gift so sensual we can't mention it on the Brewing Network internet radio stream. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in a free uh, oh oh free shipping oh. on your entire order. Gotta love that shit. And no, we're not teasing. I all tease. Did you just throw up in your mouth, Terrence? Is that was that that noise that I heard? Oh. <clears throat> so check out adamneve.com today for special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type in B N A R M Y. That's B N Army for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use coupon code B N Army at adamneve.com. You know, she once you move out of the Rat Pad, you can't use that coupon code anymore. Everyone else can. You you can't. Yeah, we'll fucking block your ass. Your your new coupon code is my brother's couch. Ah, I'm going to create like an adamandsteve.com. It's a whole new thing. Yeah. Anybody brew this weekend? No. No? No. It's party. Not yet. They were brewing on BYOB TV, and you know, some of them must have used Beersmith. You can go to Beersmith.com with their uh, (laughs) all-awesomeness brewing software. Uh, Beersmith.com, you get a free 21-day trial version. I know JP uses it. I made him do some calculations for the show on it. That's true. And uh, you can take the guesswork out of brewing with Beersmith. they got an update coming out here real quick, uh, too. So if you buy now, you'll you'll get that update. Uh, Build recipes quickly. uh, Mash profiles for advanced brewers. Pick any mash schedule from the preloaded table. Uh, Convert recipes automatically from all grain to extract or back. Over 300 recipes available on Beersmith.com. Equipment profiles and more. Can you stop giggling like a retard in the background as I'm reading a sponsor segment? I'm on a sponsor's website right now. Sorry. Giggling like a retard? Are you on AdamNeve.com? Yes, she is. You calling Terrence out? There are bigger ones there. Did you find a bigger one than Terrence on there? Uh, Beersmith.com, free 21-day trial. (laughs) I do not have that equipment. (laughs) You don't have that equipment? (laughs) These kids. Three-prong socket. They're just balls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just a couple of balls. It's just skin, Terrence. Give him that coupon code there. I think he wins it. 
Maybe it's not. I want to look at it. Bruce Strong will be at the Cleveland International Beer Festival on May 13th and 14th. Come check us out. You'll find upwards of 800 beers from 200 breweries there. And we're doing a live Bruce Strong from the main stage on May 13th from 8 to 9 p.m. Plus, uh, Jamil will be helping present the awards during the awards ceremony on May 14th from 2 to 3.30. And he's doing. Uh, he's going to host a VIP experience session for one hour, also on the 14th. Check out ixbeerfest.com for the full schedule and you can come find us there but uh, I'm going out there Scott the Jew's going out there Palmer Jamil you can come meet us uh, we'll sign your breasts yeah, I won't be there and uh, yeah by us I mean Tasty, everybody you, you going out there? Uh, no no I no, won't I'm be not able to make it no, I'm not going out there either. <coughs> uh, it's too bad you know what you guys should do? Yeah. you just sit home and cry about it <laughs> ixbeerfest.com maybe we do and Scott will sign your whatever labias what is it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've been Is that a positive to- thing? Positive. positive. Absolutely positive. Fuck sticks. Absolutely positive. Do they have fuck sticks on adamandeve.com? Uh, real quickly, as long as we're doing announcements, uh, Faye and Jason Horlocker wanted you guys to know... Whore. Faye? Whore. <laughs> Locker, that the uh, Emma's Ale Kit from Northern Brewer, uh, 100% of the proceeds from it are going to go to pediatric cancer research. Okay. So check out the uh, check out our forum at thebrewingnetwork.com, and you can uh, see more details on that. Boy, what I've never heard of it. Cancer. Good job. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. I learned, I learned to keep things short and sweet after that <laughs> chat's announcement disaster from the Schmaltz show. Where that chat was bad. emailed me. F- you emailed me bad. four pages. Four Funny. full pages, dude. Uh, hey, all right. Let, it's, it was, it's old news. Why you got to bring up old shit, man? And next week, there is a oh. beer competition. Oh. Bug off. <laughs> That's not positive, man. Sorry. I, I could have set you up better. All right. Well, listen, Shu. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to miss you, buddy. Boo. I don't know what exactly I'm going to miss, but I'm sure I'll think of a couple of them once they're not here anymore. It might might take a year to think about them. It might take a little time. At least I know where to find you on your brother's couch. On my brother's couch, yeah. Yeah. I could just call your brother and be like, hey, is your brother there? Yeah, he's right here underneath me. Well, (laughs) we're going to set up at least one day where, where Schumann comes and sleeps on my futon. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. With you? Gonna have futon yeah. night at JP's? Yep. Futon night at JP's. <laughs> We're going to drink all day, play a little questing times. What are you doing tonight? Well, it's it's Friday. It's futon night at JP's. Yeah. It'll be good. It's like salad It's like uh, salad days, but not. You guys are going to quest together? Yeah, a little, uh, you know, my uh, orcish death night isn't doing so well since uh, <laughs> really? JP and I has been hanging out. Oh, man. He needs some uh, Chad, JP time. Chad, I'm lost. Yeah. I don't know what he's talking about. But you're going to tell Schumann that you're going to miss him. I am going to miss you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Give me the script back. <laughs> was, Ch- Chad's really going to miss you, buddy. I can yes. tell. Yeah. I can tell. Come on, somebody else come over in their boxer shorts. <laughs> That'd be yeah. great. I have a feeling you're still just going to show up in your boxer shorts. This is a pretty cool phenomenon. I mean, when your mom comes over, like he, he could care less. No, goes, hey, whoever's in the house, he, he could care less. That's true. Uh, I was wondering why my mom comes over at 9 o'clock every morning. <laughs> she like, comes out like, how's it going? Want some bowl of cereal with him. <laughs> Hello, Linda. Like, what are you doing here, mom? Oh, it's it's cereal time. I gotta go. Justin, I gotta go. I gotta help her pack some boxes. <laughs> I'll be right back. You help my mom yeah. pack her box? Yeah, I did. Oh, oh man. No. Filling boxes. Didn't yeah. have to go there. Sam, you shut up. <laughs> I, I love how Sam just gets the same punchline. <laughs> yeah, filling boxes. He just comes in on top. Yeah. <laughs> 
He's the highlighter. He just highlights the funny parts. Shu and Sam are a great team that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're off. Cocksucker. <laughs> hey, what does this mean? Not yet. <laughs> Is cocksucker a compliment? Yes. Yeah. Now, Sam, will you Not allow... Not when you do it, though. Will you allow Shu to couch surf at your place even after the uh, Eiffel Tower dream that your wife has had about <laughs> it? You know what? Dreams are dreams and friends are friends. <laughs> and I have friendly dreams. Well, also, oh, exactly. dreams are meant to come true. <laughs> Thank you for clearing that up, you two. <laughs> You're welcome. Shu, would you like to play us a, a song? I'd love to. I mean, you know, is it a farewell song? I, I guess, yeah, I haven't even thought about what I'm going to play. Is it a Schumann original? Yeah. yeah, maybe we should. Can you ask the studio if we want him to play a song? No. Because uh, then you're going to give me a put But down. don't forget, you still have to say something nice about Schumann. I can't. We can't leave until you do. Start thinking. No, it's it's uh, it's going to be different. I mean, I've lived with you guys for a long time. It has been a while. It's a very On and off for 10 years, right? 10 Is years, it more yeah. than 10 years? Yeah, it's been, it's been about 10 years. It's an emotional breakup after 10 years. We are. We're breaking up now, Schumann. Yeah. Who gets who gets the dogs? Who gets the biscuit? Well, I get the dogs. That's clear. I'm going to fight that. Who gets the porn collection? Ooh. That's the that's going to be the argument. The male or the female porn collection? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to distinguish uh Listen, it's it's going to be a rough breakup. I'll tell you that right now. We'll I'm split, going. We'll split the training porns. Fine, I can agree to that. I want more of the male porn. Well, I'll tell you what. The chat we'll room talk. is uh, pretty much demanding that we kick him out and not let him play. They don't want to hear it. Huh? No, they don't want to hear it. Wow. I don't care. Uh, yeah, all right. I don't care. About what do you want to hear? Oh, actually, they they do want to know Schumann's shitty band ever going to tour in Colorado? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're in Denver. Oh, you are? Yeah. What place in Denver are you playing? I believe it's the Marquee Theater. Okay. They're playing right. Big Show. It's nice. a big band that he's going on tour with. This, yeah. you know, we're making yeah. fun of the poor kid. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's a uh, Dredge and a band called the Deer Hunter. They're doing really well. Nice. Deer Hunter. It's a great movie. <laughs> Very cool. Sam, now, shut now. up. Come <laughs> zoom out. Nineteen seventy-eight. You can kick him out. <laughs> no, you can't. Deer Hunter. I can't do it. Can't do it. Are you sure? I'm going to do this song. Um, I'm going to dedicate it to Bevo and the dream she had about me. Great. Because well, then? and then as she plays, 888-41-BEER, if you'd like to call and say farewell to Schumann. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's his last uh, night at the Rat Pad. So farewell to Schumann, 888-401-BEER. Schumann, the floor is yours. All right. Well, the deer hunter. Bevo, this one's for you. I know you've dreamt about me. You don't always got to fuck her hard In fact, sometimes that's not right to do Sometimes you got to make some love Fucking give her some smooches too Sometimes you got to squeeze Sometimes you got to say please Sometimes you got to say Bevo I'm gonna fuck you softly I'm gonna screw your fetus gently I've got about you sweetly I'm gonna hump you completely Oh, what a fuck up Then I said, hey, I got your flowers And then you said, oh, wait a minute, human I think I got something in my teeth Cause you get it out from me That's fucking teamwork What's your favorite position? That's cool with Sam It's not my favorite But I'll do it for you What's your favorite dish? I'm not gonna cook it But I'll make you fucking cook it You fucking whore (laughs) 
And then I'm gonna fuck you completely. Wow. And then I'm gonna ball Sam discreetly. Wow. And then I'm gonna fuck Sam's ass completely. Wow. But then I'm gonna fuck Sam hard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sam's already rubbing his uh, his ass off. Wow. Awesome performance. Well done. Uh, listen. You, you got attacked in the middle of that, even. I know. Yeah, that was an excellent bust out. Thank you. <laughs> I couldn't have asked for a better farewell so song you, from you, Shimon. Uh, listen, you've screwed things up in your life, but uh, that was good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like it came from JP. Almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The left-handed compliment. JP, <laughs> we are nearing the end. Uh, yeah, what, we are. What nice thing uh, have you uh, come up with to say to Shimon? I think you just said we are coming up near the end. <laughs> what? But from you? Oh, I can't. I can't do it right now. You got to do something. Do I'll think about it. Don't worry about. Oh, it. Don't worry about me. I'll I think about it. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> and by home, I mean out of this room. Uh, okay, uh, Terrence, do you have a song you would like to sing for Schumann? Uh, no. You sure? You didn't write a song about Schumann and. And Black Baby Jesus and how they're friends and they frolic together. I don't know all the words. Oh, he did yeah. forget. Uh, I tend to forget the words, too. <laughs> all right. Anybody, Shad, would you like to, to sing a song for Schumann? Please. It's private. It's a private. I don't want to share it with everyone in the room. He's my private dancer. <laughs> Dancing for <Come> doobies. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing, huh? Nada. Okay. Not even a Bob Marley song? Yeah, yeah. Play a little Bob for him. He deserves it. <laughs> no Schumann, no cry. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's, he's not going to sing it. No, you're not going to sing it, Chad? Sorry. He was, he was winding up for you, man. Tasty was about to sing it, I think, oh, in a minute there. I bet if we get... We should play a game. All right. We should play... Who can we get to cry first, Tasty or Justin? If we get real emotional about Schumann leaving, I, it's a good bet which one of us is going to fucking sob first, isn't it, Tasty? Come on, you're with, you know I'm right. <laughs> that if we can get some heartfelt goodbyes in here, we could gamble on who cries first. It's a close here. call. <laughs> Schumann, here, let me, I'm going to write a couple songs down and see if you know them. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a good right. over-under. <laughs> it is, right? Yeah. I, I'm, hmm, I don't even know who I would vote on. You've gotten softer as as the the longer you do well, this show, Tasty. The longer I the drink, closer you yeah, get yeah, to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it used to be there was only one guy in the room that was going to cry all the time. Now, <laughs> Tasty, you're real close with yeah, me. I'm getting too relaxed. Yeah, you are. All right, who do we have there, Beeb? It's Baxter from Walnut Creek. Here's Baxter, Baxter, you know I don't uh, speak right Spanish. Oh. Baxter's. This is his words for you, Schumann. He's a I robot. Love yeah, you. I love you. Heartfelt. It's my dad's dying words. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Wow. What, what, what were they? You, you just did your own He's dead dad joke. talking about straight lining. Get it? That's fucked up. That is fucked up. <laughs> pretty funny. Though. What do you think? Tasty, we're going to say the same jokes about you one day, you know. I know. Whatever. Old Tasty. You got straight. Yeah. We're going to have a little Tasty doll that just sits in your chair. We're going to say fucked up shit all the time. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's funny. 
But uh, you'll probably, you'll you probably outlive us all. I got our last show anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking that's right. Chad might have. When Dev calls, hopefully I'm still around. <laughs> Chad might have Tasty stuffed and just keep him in the backyard with him. <laughs> yeah. and it's going to be <laughs> Tasty and Biscuit are going to live with Chad and I forever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's going to yeah. go. Yep, I can see yep. that. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Just smoke a little of his ashes every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just sprinkle a little on top, right? Yeah, like sativa. Yeah, they've been <laughs> like a little keef. Lifelong marinade and the good stuff. All right, what have you got for us, Schumann? All right, Another. so I've got um, I got these songs. I need somebody else to sing because I don't know the words. Pick one. Uh, First, second, or third? Second. <clears throat> You're going to sing Chipotle? Uh, yeah, right up. That a boy. I'm That's positive. I'm going to count this as a positive. <clears throat> All right. Oh, wait, no. Because uh, I don't know the words. It's hey, raining, man. Huh? Good riddance. Good is the is actually oh yeah okay uh, ready uh, no I don't want to do it I can do it yeah let's have let's have Terrence and fucking Sam do it why are you pussing out because I don't know the song very well neither does Schumann right. <laughs> does okay. Schumann know any song you Scott ever and I will do it there Scott you go come on be right. a man go Schumann <laughs> this one could make Tasty Night cry Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go So make make the best of this and don't ask why It's not a question but a lesson learned in time It's something unpredictable but in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life Oh, that's good. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time. Speaking of good time. Tattoos of memories and dead skin on trial. For what it's worth, it was worth all the white people. What? It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. This is a music break for you, Shoot. Music break, it's music break. Music breaking out. Music breaking out all over your face, just like a herpes rash you can't get under control. Thank you, Sam, for the solo. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you've had the time of your life. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. I think that was positive. Heartfelt. I think that was heartfelt and positive. Put down. Tasty, are you crying? He's crying! Yes! Oh, we got Tasty! Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got Tasty! <laughs> Give that man a hug. Right, now high five, Scott. <laughs> wow! Imagine how much he would have cried if that actually sounded good. <laughs> how dare you? You know, I got a cork shaped like two balls to put in that pie hole. Do you uh, want to do the third one? Uh, if you know it, I think it's a good one. Yeah. All right, hang on a second. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I can figure out the words right. Yeah, man. Sam, shut up! Just because I have a beautiful voice and you're jealous. (laughs) 
When the night has come and gone. Oh, wait, the ad popped up on my thing. It's stumble and fall close ad. And the fucking balls will be only not we see. No, I won't be afraid. Oh, I won't be afraid. Just as long. Someone put a camera on Tasty. As Tasty stands by Schumann. That's right. Tasty stand by Schumann. Oh, stand by Schumann. Oh, stand now. Stand by Schumann. Stand by Schumann. Standing by. Stand by If the sky that we look upon should tumble and fall if the couch shall ever be occupied by your butt I won't cry I will cry yes I will shed a lot of tears just as long as you stand stand by a shoeman and darling darling stand by a shoeman Stand by Schumann. Oh, stand now. Stand by Schumann. Stand by Schumann. Whenever you're in trouble, won't you stand by Schumann? Oh, stand by Schumann. Oh, stand. Yeah, with multiple claps. Stand by Schumann. Stand by Schumann. Don't cry, taste it. Stand by you. It'll be okay, Tasty. Oh, It'll be stand okay. Now. <laughs> you make it. Stand Caller, you're on the Schumann farewell show. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of love for Schumann tonight. Oh, there's Typical a lot of love. Uh, now, the phones are always broken just when we need them to work. That's nice of you to say. Well, sh- <laughs> well, what do you expect? All right, Shu. Let's go. Let's just go get drunk together. How about that? Let's do it. Uh, right. Would you like to close the show with your own song, or I can hey, play hey, hey. the Trophy Fire song that you sent me? It's up to you. Uh, sure. Or which yes, one? Please. Yeah. <laughs> let's 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 do the Trophy Fire one. Oh. Do, you, do you know that one real quick? I don't, no, that's a stupid song. I don't know that one. Oh, that's a great one. Wait, Happy what, Trails what, to what, you. What, Oh. Happy trails to you. Maybe I know. we meet yeah. again. Should we do the Beatles song? Which one? In my life. What do you want, Tasty, to oh, get dehydrated? Community <laughs> property. <laughs> it's really hot in here. How about how about hit the road, Jack? Hit the road, <laughs> and don't you come back no more. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to close the show with this piece of shit. <laughs> Happy trails to you until oh, we meet shoot. again. I can't believe you're moving out like a big Happy douche. Happy trails <laughs> to you. Can we all get in our underwear now? What are we going to do without you? We're going to be straight. <laughs> it's going to smell like balls in here if we uh, get all get down to our underwear. I know. <laughs> what a better way to send me off. Human's ready for that. I want balls. <laughs> we want to send you off. We don't want to get you off. Uh, There's a difference. 
All right, I I, do, I have one request. All right, <clears throat> now listen. All right, it's been a lot of years, and we've known each other for a long time. Right, I think it's the perfect moment that Bevo finally shows us her tits. Oh, right? I, I mean, so in ten true. years, Definitely. it's been it's been it's been like nine yeah. years since we known yeah. Bevo, yeah. and it's the one chance that it, it's not time. it's yeah. not cheating, Bevo. It's it's Shu and I. We, I think I feel like we've put in a lot of effort. And time into this, and he's moving, and, and, and we may this never see him again. True words. Can we get a drum roll, please? Very few times you get an opportunity like this. He's pretty much right. dead to us. <laughs> he's dead. That's right. After, pretty much. If if Doc was here, he would say exactly the same thing. He's about to be dead to us. Oh, yeah. do we it! Will, don't please. do it for do it for Doc. Do it for Doc. <laughs> do it for Doc. Never look any better. I, Bebo, how how long have you known us now? There's a call on hold that I couldn't hear <laughs> over all of this retardedness. Oh, yeah. I'm not oh, showing you my man. boobs. You might Bebo. get to see them at some point in the future. Yeah. We might slip out. Oh, but this, it, I mean, this is the moment that we could all remember and we could yeah. share. Uh, how about you this? Know, Justin, Justin, I mean, I mean, they're probably all saggy and all screwed up looking anyway. <laughs> So I mean, yeah, she doesn't want to right. show us that. Well, just, that makes sense. I mean, why? Really why else? wouldn't she want to exactly. show them if they were perky and nice? I, I mean, right? If they're milky white. Good call, Shuman. Good call. Tangs, tits. Holy fuck! Holy fuck! I just want to know. I just want to know. Question. I didn't mean to. It's more of a question. I was just wondering if you guys ever seen. What do they look like? Before. Well, and. Obviously, I think. <laughs> obviously, she doesn't mean that much to you. I think yeah. asking a mother to be to show her breast is completely inappropriate. Maternal. What? Maternal. Mother? What? What mother do you mean, to mother be? to be? What are you what talking, talking about? What do you got to take a shit? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. What? What's this mother to be? <laughs> Sam, what do you what do you know about on, this? Sam, mother to be. She's, she's a she's a joker. She's a joker. Being a smoker. Now and let's get her. let's get serious for just a second. Can we see your tits or not? <laughs> <laughs> no. Let's cut to the chase here. Uh, All right, outro. What hey, you, Leo, you know, a friend you know, of mine. Justin, how many times have I shown her my junk and she won't even? Show how many me times have I asked yeah. to see your junk? Every goddamn zero. Day. It was in your eyes, though. You could tell. Look at are you? Hang on. Are you really a mother to be? What? Is there a is there a bun in the oven? There is a. Bun all up in this oven. What? What? Yeah. Sam and Beaver it's, having a bun? No, she's constipated. Sam, shut up. Is Sam still in denial? She's constipated. No, Sam's just drunk and she stupid. Had, she had a huge yeah, burrito. Just stupid. How, how many times has Sam tried to punch you in the stomach since he found this out? <laughs> we Zero. Fall all the time. Let's just say we moved to a two-floor Sam's like, house. look it, I just bought a bunch of new hangers. Yeah. Oh my god! I've got a bunch That's of my horrible. Moves. <laughs> they're, they're straight from the seventies, and I heat them up all the time. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, you don't want to get rust up in her. It's your wife, for God's sake. Oh, really, Bebo? Well, I figure Schumann it's... singing about poking my fetus. Hey, I covered in the chat room. Probably. I said he said anus. I covered for you. Probably meant that it was not able to be kept a secret oh, any longer. You really think the listeners were, were listening there? Oh, closely? no, they caught that. Oh. Does it, yeah, yeah, they <laughs> I tried to cover it. Does right. it does well, it? on a serious note, aside from having another more in this world, which <laughs> we don't need any more, more. It's going to be a less. Uh, Congratulations, yes. Bevo. Uh, yeah. This, this campaign will be called Less yeah. is More. Right. <laughs> and I've gotten to the point where I can no longer button my pants, more so it's more. just inevitable that we're just going to have to well, announce have some more Taco Bell. So... Yeah. Don't tell oh. me what to do. Ouch. Oh. 
So since they're mom boobs, like who really cares anyway, right? Let's <laughs> right. see them. Shoes. Who really cares anyway? It's, right. it's just phone calls right. function at this yeah. point, right? Beaver? If it makes you feel better, I've seen my mom's it's nature. boobs. Nature. <laughs> 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 JP makes a good point. I do, right? We've all seen our mother's I'm boobs. Going to vomit. Let's can see yours. Talking? Mom boobs are public property. Okay, can we watch you vomit at least? Maybe. Right. Yeah. That's pretty hot, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a put up. That's a positive. That's a positive. Hey, for me. Except they say something positive about you. All right. Is our work here done? Uh, Adam and Eve, Cleveland, and Yep. Who's drunk of the week? The phone sucks. All right. Our fetus. Um, our fetus. <laughs> I think either Sam or Schumann's drunk of the week for giving up your baby. Happy trip. It's got to go to Schumann. I think Schumann was just dumb. Sam, yeah. uh, sh- I, we've Schumann's seen. Dumb of the we've week. given Schumann Dude, drunk Doc of the week. Dude, Doc gave away the baby like six weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, so, are you going to name the baby Schumann? Hell to the no. <laughs> Why not name it after its dad? No. Well, my dad's not good enough. It's going to be a Chinese baby. What? What does that even mean, Sam? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Why, stop talking. Why, Sam? Because it's going to blow up your life? Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm getting out of here before you guys get word. Uh, thank you, uh, everybody. And Schumann, come back to the show, will you? No. We'll be, we'll be missing you around here, man. Yeah. I'll be missing you guys. Only because we have bad aim. Like, in a, in a way that... that uh, in a way that's Shut not real, but that is sort of real. But it's palpable, not real. It's but palpable, palpable, but not real. <laughs> right. Palpable, palpable. And per- I, I know that Chad, I, I believe I speak for Chad when I say, um, put your pants on, please. Oh, by the way. <laughs> I can say that myself. Put some fucking pants on. What's it, His your brother's going to love it. Please. Uh, so, the chat room wa- uh, sorry, Moscow. The chat room wants to uh, submit names for this thing. Oh, for the baby? Yeah. I think the only uh, suitable name is is Schumann. Schumann Jr. Uh, so. Shoe light. There you go. <laughs> well, there's already a shoe light. Oh, we can take what it. What is worse? What's lighter than shoe light? Shoe dark. Shoe boxers. Shoe 64. Shoe 64. It's <laughs> yeah. a beer name. There we go, baby. Yeah. Done. There you go. All now, right. All the hard work's done now, Bevo. There is one problem. If that baby comes out dark, Sam only knows one black guy. I was there. I swear to you, I was there. I was there when the baby was conceived. I was there. What? It was in Hawaii. Hey! <laughs> Sam's yeah, gonna kick like, your what ass. do you mean you were there? Do you remember when I called and said I was drunk and what had a bunch of sex? This is the result room. of that. This is a drunk Hawaii baby? It was, drunk Hawaii we baby. called in for Who's, drunk of the week. Really? Who's surprised <laughs> that, that you guys would have a drunk baby? Oh, God. Yeah, it's going to be totally retarded. You'd be surprised if they had sex when they're sober. <laughs> exactly. I have the feeling that Sam and Beaver are going to have about 18 kids, all of them drunk babies. Yeah. Cross-eyed. <laughs> that so means we'll have had sex at least 18 times. <laughs> yeah. So should the future kid be the drunk of the week? Who, who are we designating? Do you, do you do oh, good call. I think... Moscow, I think, is absolutely right. We don't have a drunk of the week tonight, but since we have a drunk baby and we've just learned about the baby... The kid was drunk from conception. Sam and Bevo's unborn baby is the the first official unborn drunk of the week. That's right. Bevo, congratulations. Already already winning. I'm already an excellent mother, clearly. So where are you going to shove the medal for this guy? I will. I will personally. I would like. Let, let's hand it to the winner now, shall we? I would we? like to personally place the medal on the around the baby's neck, onto the baby, and pull, if I may. 
Ow! Fuck it! Oh, fuck off! I did see your tits jiggle when you hit me, though. <laughs> <laughs> I got one up on you, baby. Yeah, it's fucking one more than we saw. Yeah. Hey, I'm kind of thirsty for some milk. <laughs> Sam. Wow. Sam. Even I want you to shut up, and I'm not your wife. Isn't that what? Isn't that what got you guys in the problem in the first place? It's, it's healthy. Like it's protein. Oh. I was drunk too. I didn't notice how annoying it was. Yeah. Welcome you to married nine, it. nine months of pregnancy with Sam. <laughs> I want. Hey. I want some milk. I want some two percent low fat. Hey, I want some cereal, and we're out of milk. Yep, I need some milk. Get to squirt. You know, you know, you're gonna wake up to Sam trying to milk your boobs. You know that. (laughs) You you know that. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm getting ready for breakfast. Uh, You're wasting this. He'll be he'll be spraying on the light switch trying to turn it off. We can do beer pairings with like beef cheese. Are you done? I'm done. Beef beef cheese was the final straw. (laughs) You know, actually, I made some goat cheese a couple weeks ago. I still have some culture. We could do this. This could happen. Let's make a milk stout. I'm kind of serious about it. It is a home making show. Beef, could we? No. It's not. We don't have for the greater good. I'm not saying that we have to milk it on air. Although that would help. We just need two quarts. We just need a couple quarts. That's all. Thank you, Nathan. I knew Nate would fit. For goat cheese, I need a gallon. Bevo's like, I thought the new guy was going to be the one nice one. The the long hair. What about some cottage cheese? Nastier than duck. Stop talking. Don't worry. That'll that'll come later on in pregnancy. Ow! Oh! Let's get out of here. A brand new song from the Trophy Fire, Schumann's new band. Schumann, good luck on the tour. Uh, go to trophyfire.com. Uh, myspace.com slash the trophy fire. There you go. You can yeah. find out where they're playing. She will be around. He's just moving out of the house. But we're going to miss you, buddy. Yeah. You too, man. All right, man. I'm going to go cry with Tasty, and uh, we'll see you next week. Trophy Whoa, Fire from Adam Schumann and the, and, the, and the brothers.
want it back to crash and burn.